Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right, welcome to the Save Cast number 155 with Joe Watermelon and Scott VC. Joe and Scott, Yo. or I, I should call you guys the Joe Scott or Melon cast. That's what I was <laughs> joking around about. It's so stupid, but I just, it's just, it rolls off the tongue so nicely, you know? So, how yeah, you, how's well. it going? Yeah, how you boys both doing? I'm doing well, doing well. Good, good, good. Okay, so let, let's let, let's just for those that may not know, let's let's hear Joe talk, and then we'll hear Scott talk, and then they'll know the difference. Also, I placed you guys on the thumbnail on the opposite, just because the, it just worked so much better with the dog right <laughs> in the middle. So, but yeah, that Joe watermelon has the watermelon beanie on, and Scott is the guy with the nice tuxedo. So, uh, Joe, uh, let's get a, I guess like a little brief introduction as well, and then we'll hear from Scott. So, Joe, how you doing today? Sure doing great uh yeah i'm joe watermelon uh hopefully you've seen some clips here and there uh but yeah just playing an end game iron man and i have to come clean uh sebe on the cast your you're cap- gonna just immediately come clean oh god yeah, yeah we're gonna oh, get no. this out of the way <laughs> okay, in your post you said they're both end game maxed irons oh uh, no i'm not maxed yet <laughs> oh no we're gonna have to end this one early boys i'm sorry <laughs> Do, are no, you really it, not uh, max? What the hell, dude? I'm not max. I, I have the most backwards iron. I, I'm pretty sure I had Zuckhelm before I ever completed Throne of Miscellania. Like it's it's the most backwards account ever, bro. Uh, just had had to come clean. We're gonna get called out for it. So yeah, it okay. Is. Well, I'll 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 make sure to edit that in the description <laughs> so it's accurate. Jeez, man, look at me. I'm just horrible at hosting this stuff. No, that's no, I appreciate I mean, that you assumed. You know, yeah. I, I mean, your account is. <laughs> Uh, in, insane okay so for those that don't know his account is joe watermelon but no n because it didn't fit Unfortunate. <laughs> just <Yeah>. watermelon <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah you guys can look him up on your a lot of people play while they listen uh okay uh scott who who are you we get a little brief um yeah i'm also endgame iron man i'm scott bc um been streaming for about three years now i'd say uh started my iron man around covid got back in around covid time um but yeah no i mean i played when i was super young and got back in around that time but it's been good i mean i maxed around the same time i got zuckum those were kind of same time area 
accomplishments, but uh, no, yeah, I've just kind of been upgrading gear throughout the time and always been going for gear upgrades and raids and whatnot, so Hell yeah. it's been fun. Hell yeah, yeah, you, uh, both of you have, so just, I guess, my history with Joe and Scott is, I've been watching their streams for years at this point, and Scott, I believe, actually, okay, so Joe, I feel like, okay, well, I'm gonna have to get this history accurate, because sure. I'm probably gonna mess this one up, too, but I believe you did used to stream at some point, and then I discovered you, like, your kind of second time around, I think, and yeah, so... Yeah, I uh, I started streaming, I guess, like six years ago now, but I, I started streaming like as Fortnite released like season zero. And that's what I streamed. Uh, and at that point, I didn't know about old school RuneScape yet. Um, so like, I, I guess I have like 5000 followers right now, but I'd say half of those are just like Fortnite, like 12 year olds that follow me <laughs> and then switch 18 year olds uh, now, though, you're, you're... 18. You're right, right, right. <laughs> Actually, it's so funny. We have people in my stream that like I knew since they were 11 and yet now they're now they're, you know, 18 and, oh and my actual God. adults. It's so weird. <laughs> but yeah, so then kind of re revamped the stream and just started doing RuneScape, which I much prefer. Uh, but yeah, actually, around the same time as Scott, I didn't realize this, but we started our irons like at the same time, right? Yeah, around the same time, time, yeah. And yep. you have literally identical gear. Uh, pretty close your, to your it. Your arsenal yeah. pretty it, identical. There's very few it's items kind of, that are different. It's kind of a meme at this point. Uh, at some point, we realized that so much of what we do and like say is similar, and, <laughs> and it's actually it's it's harder to find differences with our accounts and like with the ways yeah. ways we talk than it is. Besides to find me being Max and him not, but yeah, yeah. you gotta Whoa, get Max, man. We're already there again, huh? <laughs> hey, it's I've I've been motivating him. I've been a big motivation for him to be Max. <laughs> we're at Redwoods right now. Yeah, that's so. good. That's good. Um, and then Scott, I believe you. I I feel like. You were in Fuse's community, and then yeah, that's for a while, I, yeah, that's where I discovered. That's where I first kind of met you, and then I think uh, with me streaming, you kind of started watching my streams. How did that happen? Did you just? I don't know. I mean, I, I watched Fuse for a while, and then um, saw you, and you you played an endgame Iron Man as well, and he played hardcore, and I started drifting towards playing Iron Man myself. So I started watching endgame Iron Mans and seeing how they played and learning stuff based on that game style and how you played and i like doing clues as well so i'm a clue enthusiast now um hunting bloodhound and stuff and i don't know it's just different gameplay and found myself in your stream more than his and i think you ended up pming me i think eight months or so after i started watching you and you're like hey do you want to be a mod and i was like i mean sure i watch you all the time might as well <laughs> hell yeah but, and yeah, then you started I mean, streaming is that what happened afterward no or? i think i was streaming before that okay. I, I started streaming because of fuse's community actually uh mm started streaming because of some of them uh started playing an iron and they were like yeah why not just stream your progress and i was like yep yeah, why not so yeah i started doing it when i first met you i mean you had in my eyes it looked like a mid-game iron man just like i okay. mean up until like 14 months ago i had a mid-game iron man in my <laughs> I eyes i was gonna say yeah <laughs> my account turned around this past year it was uh rng Float after the shadow it was pretty nice bro yeah. it was crazy can we just get a let's get a little bit of history with uh your whole luck arc basically because i mean th there's a clip of uh, i'm just going to explain this clip you and joe watermelon are raiding joe <laughs> has a fucking tebow just pimped out it was two tebows at this point yeah. yeah well at this point he did he already had two at this point, oh, yeah. two, yeah. okay so we <laughs> yeah. already had two at this point 
And then you see Scott in full crystal, just depressed man mode <laughs> with a bofa and the purple. It's a little background okay. as well. Yeah. Okay. Like I had done 1200 solo raids by myself oh. and I had almost pretty much said I wasn't going to do a team raid until I got a T-Bow just because I didn't want to oh. see someone else get it in front of me. I was just like too <laughs> invested into happen. solos and I just like, I didn't, I didn't want to have it happen. And then I met Joe and we started, I got my shadow at that point and I had seen a mega rare and I was like content with it took me so long to get my first and uh then after i got that first you started doing trio cms and i think it was only like three days into doing trio cms and yeah joe got a purple and he goes oh my god purple and i didn't hide the chat and i saw immediately it said tebow and i just didn't say a word and i i walked right out of the ring got my loot and i was like i was thinking in my head i'm like i'm not doing another trio for the rest of my life like, <laughs> And then, yeah, then ended up three days later, the next purple we saw was in my name and I got my Tebow and then oh, pretty much changed my account. It, it worked out for crazy. I just We that, maintain. Yeah, yeah oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just going to say that clip is just so funny because yeah. you just see Joe like, yeah, like third Tebow. <laughs> like, that's so cool. And you just see Scott literally walking, like not even right. He's just walking out of the <laughs> he ring. He out the door. <laughs> walking we, out. We maintain that he got his Tebow then so soon after that because of how humble he like took that even in his head he was probably fucking pissed oh i was fuming but... in my head he kept oh. doing raids that day and i kept doing them he just yeah. kept doing them it was fine it was fun and then he got it what like a day later uh, two or three days but yeah it was, yeah it was crazy. crazy but no when i started watching scott he was full crystal at toa and i i think you didn't go quite as dry as i did for shadow but you were no, yeah, so dry for the other ones 40 that... 44 purples for shadow 55 for tebow and 35 for scythe oh dry for all megas it was fun but that's the uh, thing it, I... it was it was a good journey i mean 120 mil range xp before i got my tebow and same with scythe for strength but uh. i know it starts to feel different after depending on how dry you go but i swear there's something about going dry for items while you stream that really brings people in you, you yeah. can like you can go live and not only do you have this goal of this is what i'm gonna do on stream like now we're at the point in our accounts it's like fuck i'm gonna go for like arcane or or Seder for ellie and that's like month-long goals that you don't see any progress on but yeah it, it just kind of brings the community together if you're looking for these specific things it definitely does. I mean, my, I know for Scott, you probably had multiple of those. For me, it was definitely the Inquisitor's Mace. That was the big one. I remember watching that grind. Oh, I, yeah. I thought you were a psychopath for doing that. Oh, <laughs> like total. solos, dude. Total psychopath. I cannot yep. imagine that. No, I mean, I, I can't imagine it at this point. Like, when the CAs came out, I was saying this, you had to do one... You had to do a few like normal solo nightmare kills. You had to do like one for like the speed run, like sub 16 yeah. or something like that. Right. And bro, doing one of those made me want to pull my hair out because yep. Fasani's had already been out for a significant amount of time and I was already done with that. So I just discounted that place entirely in my head and going back there, even with a sleepy tablet, keep in mind, there was no such thing as sleepy tablet. There was no such thing as it. So it's just like, you're literally like we calced it. Um, like me and Lake, okay, so Lake did slightly more than me, uh, and he calced that the amount of time, and I was just right under him. He spent a week running to Nightmare, a <laughs> week disgusting. in in-game time, a week, like seven full fucking days of running to Nightmare, and I was very close I, to that. I was probably like just under six days. I love hearing 
other games people be like dude i put in so much time to this game like apex people be like oh man i put in like 18 hours in a week and then runescape (laughs) it's like dude i walked to a boss for an entire week (laughs) yeah no it's actually crazy the the uh, difference between games but it's all mindset ultimately i mean this is also what um what hey jace kind of talks about when like people come into a stream and like holy crap like you got 200 mil in all skills like i can't even get to level 70 in this skill i'm just <laughs> i'm just so burnt like i'm so burnt out but ultimately and this and, and we can see it even across just one player like if you just look at one player and how they see certain grinds like for example when we kill corp we literally have in our head like subconsciously we're just expecting this to take a significant amount of time but right. as soon as you're in leagues, you're getting pissed off if you don't see a purple every raid. You're just like <laughs> burning out yeah. after every raid, basically. And it's like it's all yeah. mindset. And so for like in uh, in Jace's experience, it was like he already knew he planned mentally that he's going for 200 mil. So it's just the whole grind becomes so much more simple when you internalize that. And just like not focusing on the outcome as much as just realizing you're playing a game to have a good time and and trying to like enjoy it while it happens. I think you kind of changed your mind on that, Scott. Because yeah, before it was like I mean, I'm, I'm dry on three mega rares. I'm only doing solos. Yeah. And then we started just sending team raids, and it was a great time. I, and I think it I think it go. was my shadow. I mean, it, it obviously sucked going dry for all three, but I think it was the shadow that kind of made me realize that I was like, okay, I can do team content now. Right. It, it, it was just that first one. I had to get over that hump, but. Yeah, Even at a point I realized that if I had to see, a, a see someone else get one, but <laughs> take your tipo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just had to happen. But no, I mean, it was good the way it played out, and it definitely made me enjoy team raids. So it was good. Yeah, they finally so chambers. Well, let me ask you guys first. Like, what is your favorite raid? Chambers, Tob, or Toa? Toa. I I get asked this Hands all the on. time. I, I love how different they are. That, that's my first thing. I, I know people hate on TOA all the time. I just, like, neither of them, none of them are the same in any way. And it completely depends what kind of mood I'm in. Uh, I've been doing a lot of solo CMs lately. And, like, half of it, if not more, is resetting Tecton. But it's really fun when you get going. But, like, team content, if you want just only boss rooms, uh, Tob is amazing. And it's so optimized. That there's like these little things you can tweak to like save a tick and that becomes meta in your runs because every room is the same every time uh and then toa scott and i do so many duo 500s together and those are fun for they're kind of in the middle of chambers and uh and tob in my opinion yeah they're definitely like all the different aspect of like how you play them but i'm, I'm a big fan of toa myself i mean I, I think it's after shadow that it really becomes enjoyable i will say right. um and for us, the grind was... without shadow it was, it was shadow last <laughs> yeah, yeah shadow last but yeah. i mean aka sucks beforehand and then aka becomes the best room it's just how it happens but uh yeah i mean to has became my favorite raid just over time just doing the 500s i feel like there's a lot of things you can perfect in that raid and just become very i mean it, i guess a lot of people see it as being very flick intensive and like prayer costs like have to worry about your prayer all the time but I think that's just part I of the raid at the end of the day and becomes more enjoyable less you use it I hear the term DPS check a lot. Like, oh, I don't like this raid because of DPS checks. And that does not come into play. Especially that you can skip the Akka, you know, floor thing if you do lose that DPS check. I, I don't know. My my theory with TOA is when people find it a bad raid or boring, it's because they've, like, settled for a low invocation that they can clear without trying hard at all. And no other raid is really like that. You're always at, like, at least a base level of difficulty. Especially top, you know, it's always going to be at least this hard. 
but TOA people will be like, all right, I'm just going to grind 200s and damn, this is boring. I feel <laughs> like once you get comfy with, uh, with certain invocations, just keep like raising it. If your problem is actually keeping interested, then you should just keep raising it until you're slightly challenged. Maybe not like wiping half your runs, but but give you something to work on. Well, sometimes, medium. sometimes that actually is the way is to start wiping. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Which is Try to push that, that's the tilting thing about it is like, and, and there's also this idea, at least when it comes, like when I think of Toa, first of all, it released when I was the most maximum burnt I've ever been in this game. So I have this like yeah. <laughs> tainted view of it where I'm just like, oh my God, like I just didn't want to even like log in for just right. to do anything and then i had to do toa i'm like oh my god like i just this is so <laughs> bad and, room. And, yeah right. and then the first room i decide to do every single time is monkey room right into bottle yeah yeah so i'm already just pissed off just thinking about the raid <laughs> and whenever i die like that is where i die so i just i'm resetting baba like I'm resetting monkey room just like oh my god i'm losing my mind yep um but the thing is, like, it actually is a good raid. I did the same thing kind of so, or Scott was doing where I kind of internalized that I want to solo everything. And I did this before the raid even released. I was like, I'm going to solo right. everything. That's so cool that yep. they're allowing it to be soloable. And toward the end, like, I, well, I did end up actually soloing all my items, which is kind of ironic. But, like, toward the end, I was actually really wanting to do team raids like scott you were reaching out to me and you're like hey like i'm down to do duos whenever and like that made it literally so much more enjoyable like the success so rate of actually fun. finishing the raid is so much higher and it's just like you can kind of just chill and have fun rather than like yep. everything like you have so much pressure on yourself it's, to, like, it's definitely why I, I enjoy those duo 500s a lot more joe as opposed to the solos because one of my long-term goals is getting 250 fan kits and i think vidcon might be the only iron at the moment with 250 mm. yep. um it's just like kind of a small goal i had and i just enjoy 500s like why not but the duo ones are a lot more chill just like you have room for error with a lot of things and everything's not on you so i mean i butterfly aka he does certain things where he like does more things in the raid and it just makes it more comfy yeah yeah, yeah. and and once you have all the items too like when we're going for fang kits and dragon right. darts and that's it we can enjoy each other getting drops a lot more <laughs> it's not like, like last night was stolen <laughs> right last night scott got his fifth shadow uh, i'm still on one uh in 70 purples i think something like that but it, it's just fine. We, now, we take yeah. we take an even split and who cares yeah. if i don't have an extra shadow on this account yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all just fun that's really yeah that's a nice like feeling as, so, as soon as you have everything you can really chill out yep yeah yeah that 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 feels like that is the main problem with chambers chambers as well has really skewed drop rates like their drop rates in comparison to the other two raids are crazy in my like opinion i, I still don't have a kodai and I, I just kind of like accept i i accepted for the longest time i wouldn't have a tebow until i got one i thought i was gonna be a bufa andy forever <laughs> And maybe have a really bad view on this, but TOA kind of had me missing Chambers drop rates. Like TOA, you do TOA for a day and you're going to get four purples. And (laughs) I think that's also my main issue with the invocation system. Hmm. On paper, that system is so good for the game. I get why they added it. You know, it's amazing. Everyone can get into TOA. But dude, the fact that people are getting shadows from 150s consistently is so bad I, I don't know maybe chambers is too extreme with how rare stuff is but it's kind of nice being really excited when you do get something oh there's a good middle ground but yeah yeah tab is tab is good very difficult one in nine base chance no matter the team size so like the only benefit of 
getting a five min is that it goes faster. Right. Well, I feel like I have maybe a hot take that I've had. Like, I felt this way ever since, you know, maybe like a let's, month or two after, after Toa was released. But I don't want invocation systems from raids. Like, I actually think Toa did a good job introducing a, just a huge number of people into raiding. And so now they feel the confidence to go into the other raids. Very accessible, um, yeah. But the problem is, is like, when you're talking end game like gear end game items like it does feel a little wonky that you can kind of just walk in at any point in your account and just do the latest end game raid and i, I agree it, it's not yeah. even necessarily about that because like what you're saying is like the invocation the invocation system is brilliant but like that could be a system where like i, I know they're trying to release that new mid-level dungeon sort of thing like that would be an amazing place to introduce an invocation system Right. where you can really hone in on your skills, improve, improve, improve. But in my opinion, I think like raids four should just be what they did with Tob, where you have the normal mode and the expert mode, and then you have the entry level mode as well. And they can all release at the same time. That doesn't really matter. But like, I just feel like the entry mode shouldn't have any drops. That's where you kind of learn it. And that's fine. I think it's, I think it's totally fine to not like fully gatekeep people entirely the entry mode's fine don't let it drop anything and then you just have two more difficulties and the expert mode should really be the expert like yeah the crazy mode expert 300 is not expert 400 <laughs> at the minimum should be expert minimum yeah did, did anyone else think it was weird i i remember when they were just releasing blogs on toa and they said you know at this raid level these things will drop and it really sounded like as you went up in raid level you, only you would get, get access them. to one more item one more item but it's literally Should have been like that. at normal you get light bearer and fang and everything above normal you get everything else that <laughs> i yeah. feel like they kind of wasted like those those tiers of difficulty like if you could only get a shadow from a 450 it'd be it'd be a great system in my opinion yeah no i mean in i think in hindsight it's just so hard to change things now because like in right. hindsight oh, there's no way we, yeah. we've we've capped out at a 600 raid so what would be so cool is if 200 was normal, 400 was expert. Like, that makes perfect sense for my OCD mind. Like, okay, we got 600 rank yeah. points. Let's make it 200, 400. And then, yeah, like, you can only maybe get a shadow beyond 400. And the more, I would even think what would be kind of cool is, you know, keep the drop rate somewhat sort of... Um, so so it's not like you're doing like a like a 550 and getting you know 3x the drop rate than a 400 or whatever it goes to but instead you you're like re like the higher you go up from 400 to 600 you're rebalancing the actual drop chance so like the light bearers and the fangs become less common oh and, like, yeah, yeah and the yeah, shadows yeah. become more common. but but it's like every single five invocation level it continually barely skews until when you're doing the 600, you're literally like you have a higher chance of getting a shadow. But the drop rates themselves are actually less. So you're not seeing as many purples, but the purples you do get in the higher invocations, you're getting shadows rather than light yeah. bearers continually. Yeah, yeah. I guess that that's my big thing with that system. It seemed like they stopped short of what they could have done with it, like what you just explained. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they could have been so intricate with how that worked. And instead, you know, I remember on le on release, it was 150s were absolute meta. At least that's what everyone assumed. Oh, everyone yeah. was doing 300s, and I kept hearing, no, go down to 150s. People are getting shadows. Like, it's that's just how it is. And that hasn't changed too much. I mean, if you can do 400s and 500s efficiently, sure. But for most people, I'm guessing the way they do that raid, they're going to get better drops per hour doing 150s. 
Mm. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I actually agree with not doing an invocation system for the next raid. Uh, I didn't get to play Tob release. I don't think I was even doing PVM when Tob released. But going back and watching clips, that looked like such a fun release. And what, it was like two days before anyone completed it yeah. or something like that? Yeah, it was crazy. And Jagex knows that's not as popular when it comes to player numbers, like player engagement. But that's why it's important, I think, nowadays. It, I think it is appropriate and important to introduce the entry mode on release. Yep. So, yeah. You know, and maybe, catering, yeah. catering releases so that everyone can play them for for some content. Sure, that's I get why they have to do that and they should do that. But it's I, it's something I always praised Jagex for in terms of old school RuneScape is you have this you know aspirational content like Inferno, like Tob, that no matter where you're at in the account, you can always say here's a better, bigger thing that I can you know look forward to trying and learning one day. Like Fortnite, uh, <laughs> I mean they added literal bots into their battle royale that's supposed to be pvp you're playing against other people and they added these bots so people could like feel good about getting a kill and at a certain point it devalues everything if if everyone can do every piece of content in the game bro I, I'd, I'm, I'd be very I'm, happy with uh with a hard raid for the next one dude i just need that I, I there's probably a few listeners that know what i'm talking about but um i remember like years and years ago in college they released PUBG mobile and like i was <laughs> i just thought that like when we you play PUBG mobile you're playing against players bro like no. the first the first <laughs> few <laughs> games the first few games it's literally all bots and yep. they act like players and uh you know so like the first game i did i was like oh damn like i'm these everybody sucks like i'm doing pretty good <laughs> and then you notice like okay this game just got instantly bo as soon as you realize that like there might be one other team that's humans. And then you have yep. 96 other players that are just bots that kill each other. And then you only end up really killing like seven bots. And then the, at the final end, that's where all the excitement is because you just have two actual real teams going right. head to head. But like, bro, it's so bad. And they do it for yep. like, oh, you feel good about yourself. You can play this. Like, it's, fucking it's stop. the short term reward. I and know. as soon as you realize that there's no value to, to doing it, to getting kills, it takes all of the fun out of it. It's so it's, bad. As bad as it sucks. It seems to say it, but it sounds like LMS right now. But No, that's <laughs> it, it <laughs> literally is LMS. It's so bad. But yeah. AHK PUBG bots. <laughs> It's, yeah no that is the exact epitome of lms just you just have to go through the bot waves like okay like Maybe hurry up and then at the very game. end you finally play a player and then it's like okay that was you know fun at the very very end but like the right. rest of it's just painful yeah i liked lms too when when it was mostly real players playing it's it's genuinely pretty fun uh I, I never PvP'd back in the day. I feel like everyone's backstory with RuneScape was PvP because at a certain point there wasn't any more PvM to do. And that was never me. But LMS is a really fun way to, to try and get better, at least with, like, tri-birding. I, I still can't venge PK to save my life. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I was entirely clueless before, like, all those updates came out to LMS where I finally, like, dipped my toes in. Um, back when it was... Uh, well, so initially LMS was, like, super advanced i mean i remember like spark mac would run them and you only start off with like 10 prayer points you have to like like one tick flick everything Jesus. just to not die it was crazy and then they finally just gave you unlimited run unlimited prayer all that um but yeah like i did not know how to pk at all i was looking like a total noob but just getting out there and experiencing it like i've gotten pretty proficient 
at least in regards to LMS PKing, where I don't have to worry about prayer or smiting or anything. Yeah, right. So, yeah, totally. It gets so much more fun, too. Like, I, bro, I used to have the craziest LMS addictions, too. Like, I would just randomly have a week where that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> if you start your day up. with that, that's yeah. all you're going to do for the next four hours. It's this <laughs> weird, like, addiction weird where addiction, you, you yeah. get out of that lobby and you click into it again without yeah. even thinking. You, you have to. And, and, and I don't know if you ever, like, just take a moment to breathe and you just feel like your your face is like hot like my face would get <laughs> hot because i'm just like so engaged and i'm like i get pissed off if i die or the rng's not going my way and then i feel like a giga chad once it's going my way and i'm like there's so many emotions going on yeah i think overall it's pretty pretty fun minus the bots yeah 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 no for sure lms was a great addition to the game and what I think one of the concerns, I never really had this concern. I think I've just been out of the early game Iron Man for just so many years, almost seven years at this point. But that was a concern at some point briefly was like, okay, you can literally just start an account and do LMS and just make a significant bank from just like selling rune arrows and stuff like that felt going to say was, odd. was that just rune arrows? You just think, buy them and sell to the Yeah, shop. you just buy and sell them in, and it's just okay. a ton of money. But. but we've, like, gotten to the point where, like, that's just kind of how the game runs. It's just... I mean, yeah. we just have so many other ways to make money that I think just overlooked. Like, if you do that, it's just like, okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I think I think for me, and it was mainly other people that would talk about it. Like, this, they would say, like, this is broken, and I wasn't really in that scene. But I remember... I think it's just the nostalgia. It's like the nostalgia of, like, when I played Iron Man, it was 2016. And you kind of, it it felt like Iron Man sort of had like the solved route, but everything was really difficult. Everything was like, I guess we had winter taught at that point. So that was like the first steps into, you know, entering like, okay, just pimp out your bank on like, you know, in the first month of your account. But prior to that, it really was a sluggish grind getting out of the early game on an Iron Man. And that was cool though. Like that was like the beauty of it. Yeah. I, I think, uh, whoever every single day because i did not have to make this account when bofa existed that seems so i i don't know I, just nothing about the bofa route appeals to me maybe it's more toa route now before bofa i'm not even sure mm-hmm. but yeah i like by the time blowpipe got nerfed i had gotten my tebow one day before blowpipe got nerfed and then <sighs> I, I can't remember when uh Bofa even came out, but yeah, just ne- I still don't have a Bofa on this account. Just never I was had say, a that's the big difference. That's a big <laughs> yeah. difference. I was a Bofa Andy for so long, and you never used yeah. one. No, it was just ACB and Blowpipe because Blowpipe was insane for so long. And uh, yeah, my younger brother actually just completed his armor seeds and Bofa yesterday. Wow! Uh, and now he feels like he can go and play the game and all that stuff. And yep. before it was, you know, ACB sucks, but what else are you going to use? And that was just kind of how you did it until you got Tebow. I wonder what the quiver is going to do to the meta. Um, obviously, everything, like all range gear is going to get a buff, but blowpipe especially is going to really excel with the new quiver because you're getting a two tick speed with 20 additional accuracy. It's going to literally make the blowpipe back to where it was originally, I feels like. Yeah. Yep. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I, I haven't looked into, into max hits at all, but I know for a lot of things... People were saying you have to have Venator Ring and the new Quiver, plus yeah. all the other max range to get a max hit. Is that with Blowpipe too? Do you guys know? That probably probably is. I, I Again, I'm kind of lost in this. But a lot of people said like the Venator Ring alone wasn't enough in most scenarios yeah. to be... It's not like a... 
a good upgrade until we get something else and then it becomes a good upgrade but you have to combine yeah, them right and like you said the accuracy is going to be insane for blowpipe that, that's where it struggles mm -hmm. only place you use it is top when everything's zero defense let's actually you know you bring up the venator ring and um so again thinking back to like toa and the light bearer rings like obviously if we could just kind of rebalance the toa drop rate where rings aren't just being shat out every every single time it could could have been a really valuable drop because technically oh. a raids three ring should be a really 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 powerful ring that's the idea of raids end game items coming out but we don't see it that way because it does feel like okay everyone can just do this at any point in their accounts toa is just the accessible raid but what do you think about like the dt2 uh rings coming out and we have a light bearer where it generally dominates the meta i think i think joe and i are both kind of on the same page as this and we're just, we say. don't <laughs> like the light bearer meta hmm. um and correct me if i'm wrong joe but uh yeah it's just i don't know the ultra ring i like hitting big um and it just gives none of those rings a use if light bearer just is meta everywhere um yeah. i do love the special attack regen don't get me wrong but it just doesn't feel right just not like excluding that ring slot just pretty much for a light bearer everywhere I you go hate switching to it too like having to keep an the eye timing. on your special attack bar oh my yeah. and, and you you equip it a tick early and you lose that entire <laughs> bar i so i know i scott and i both like except for toa 500s we both kind of just agreed to not <laughs> use light bearer anymore i swear we yeah. just don't use it even That's if funny. it is better it's i and i the, think the one thing i would I'm take it out of the super game happy with is uh fasani's even though i i mean like i still need stuff from fasani's but magus i'm so happy that came out because i hated switching between yeah. b-ring and light bearer and then you miss 10 percent of your spec and then you don't get a void waker and then yeah it was just it was annoying i i like the magus meta but i i do like how they, i don't like how they did the dt2 rings i wish the uh the way they did the axe if that was how the light bearer came out i think it'd be a lot more valuable and have a purpose but um definitely would have kept the price higher um but yeah, I know the axe wouldn't have came from TOA, so that'd be different. Yeah, yeah I, I think... Yeah, it, yeah go for if it. If I could get my way, I would just take Lightbearer out of the game. I uh, agree. <laughs> or, or greatly change how it works. I Even make it like... So what, it's double spec regen right now. Make it like 1.5 times spec regen. It just... I, I Like you said, a Raids 3 ring sounds like it should be as good as Lightbearer is. Mm -hmm. And then you realize people are getting it every single raid in 150s. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> what, 2.5 mil? Like it's dude, it's so know. bad. Yeah. I dropped like 10 of them over to my main account and it was like 20 mil. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, the, and so this mainly sounds like a problem with just TOA. Like if it uh, just in a different reality where we could have seen TOA as like three different levels, entry mode, normal, and expert and there's no invocation system and it was a very very challenging raid and the ring was made a little bit more rare then it's like oh my god i got the ring like let's fucking go this is crazy right. like this is such a yep. great upgrade but like yeah for so many people it was like week one of toa okay i already have five light bearers like what is going <laughs> yeah. on right. so it's it genuinely how good it is right now it could have been the same rarity as shadow yeah, I, I really yeah, think overall usefulness it, it's it's up there with it's it. a mega rare it should be yeah yeah no, I mean you're you're totally right. If if they had like let's just say they had entirely excluded the light bearer from raids three, so it's just not even an item you can get, and then they were to just come out with a standalone boss in the future where it just drops three pieces of a light bearer. Yeah, that would be crazy because yep. that would be a super powerful ring where it's like okay, then right. I'm only doing this boss for this one ring, and it's just the one ring to rule them all. 
Um, <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, so this are my, these are my thoughts. I think the light bearer is actually one of the most enjoyable rings to wear because specking is fun. So sure, ultimately, yeah. I don't want it to be nerfed. I right. think um, one of the cool things, and again, this is sounds like it's kind of busted and it's power creep, but I wouldn't be against two ring slots. And we have the space for it when, in our equipment tab. I mean, uh, 10. Let's just get realistic with it. Let's get 10 ring <laughs> yeah. slots. 20. 21 <laughs> for guys. The toe rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but real talk, uh, if we could have a secondary ring slot where you get two rings, but they must be different. I think that would be extremely exciting. And like that could be a raids for reward, just an additional ring slot. So it's similar Ooh, to like unlocking cool. a prayer. Sure. I, I saw people talking about with Quiver, we're going to have the uh, ammo slot open unless you count Penny, which is borderline useless and, uh, you know, two prayer bonus. But it'd be cool if we could just put a ring in that slot eventually. Like, and like you said, it's a special drop that that's the only thing that can go in that slot mm. kind of deal. Yeah, so that's my, um, I, I just think that would be really cool to have two ring slots. Eventually, that would that would make it so in so many situations you can wear a light bearer. And it, it, they must be different rings. So you can't just have two ultors or two light bearers or anything. <laughs> two um, light bearers. That would be crazy. Two light bearers, Jesus. <laughs> Every hit is a Void Waker spec. And we end up getting like four ring slots. It's just, just it's nonstop regening. Um <laughs> No, but two ring slots would be really. Do you? What do you guys think about that? Do you have a disagreement? I think it'd be interesting. I mean, I think a lot of metas would be light bearer and then another ring yeah. for the two rings that you're switching between. I mean, then I mean, could be metas where you wear a belter and an ultra and just stack all the damage on top. So yeah, there. I mean, you uh, could also. I I guess technically you could wear an ultra and a berserker. I yeah. You know that'd be. Well, crazy. at that point, what you would just wear a belter. Yeah. Just get the strength bonus. Oh yeah, that's I, true. But I think if I had my way, I would still take the the men in black pencil, take the Liper out of the game, and just make everyone forget ex it existed. I I, I really like <laughs> the other rings more. <laughs> yeah, I do like using them. Yeah, now that's that's a good point. Um, it would actually almost be cooler if, yeah, I don't know, maybe like there was a, there was actually like a a oh okay. So imagine this: imagine the Liper was never a ring; it was a blessing, and that comes from mm -hmm. like the new raid or something so now you have a blessing slot that's like you're constant you're just non-stop going to be using this because there's no other thing no other thing in the blessing slot that even is good but it would only really be for meleeing because you need your arrows and stuff well i don't know i'm going a little bit crazy now at this point just thinking <laughs> of every single possible idea but like i i, I agree though that slot that. that slot needs more use and when once we have quiver our arrows are going to be in the quiver right right is that how it works so so, I, I thought I thought that's how it worked, and you could have multiple ammo. I remember hearing people with Team CMs talking about how ZCB is like a one-item switch for a spec now because the bolts would just be in the quiver. I, I'm not I'm not totally sure. That's just what I picked up from hearing other I people think talk about. I think you're going to be able to hear hold uh, bolts and arrows in the same spot. I just yeah, really see, so then yeah. more things in that slot would be amazing. Right. Yeah, I, I just wish that the quiver could almost already hold like three ammo. Just because Muspa, you're still going to have to do a bolt switch for the yeah. Sapphire. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that recently, too. Yeah. Muspa's fun, hey, man. I love it. it. I nice. love the new ring meta with it. Duke Telly? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> good, dude. Because Muspa used to be super annoying having to teleport to um, 
troll plays. Yeah, the run Funny story. Yeah. Uh, I was actually out west skiing when Muspa came out, and I I just didn't touch RuneScape at all while I was out there. Mm-hmm. And I met up with a friend who I actually met via RuneScape. His name was I Ski in game. So you know I'm gonna start <laughs> talking to him, and he, it turns out he worked at Breck. He got us free tickets, so we're up on the chairlift with him. And I knew this boss had come out, but I didn't know anything about it. And he was like telling me about the Grumbler and how the Grumbler is so much fun. And I had no idea what he was. I kind of just went along with it and how like, his buddy got the Grumbler pet. And I knew this boss was called Phantom Muspel. I was like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? And and we got back and I think it was like an It's Will thing, wasn't it? He, he like called it the Grumbler a couple times. And that's yeah. just like what everyone called it. That's it so- took me a little bit to realize it was the same boss so funny because i could just imagine you're just trying to be polite and you're like yeah you have no fucking idea what runescape is <laughs> you do you no idea. <laughs> when you're on the chairlift it's not like you can get out of a conversation yeah. <laughs> you got 10 minutes are you confused <laughs> are you are, yeah funny yeah that 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 whole boss um i i know it had because i was burnt at the time when it was released as well so i didn't really play it initially but the drop table was even more busted than it is now yep and i missed out yeah yeah no it d- definitely i mean that's kind of it's funny because you know i do have still that view on the game where i kind of wish drop tables were more modest and not just disgusting and two drop rolls and all this stuff but ultimately and this has come over years and years and years of playing where like i i really do just want a fun game fun is the main focus obviously balance is yep. still important but i think fun overall is what we all want and this game does continually progress and i'm not gonna lie like drop tables that just shit out stuff it is fun it's yep. it's fun but hydro man yeah. just hitting every single hit and then getting insane drops there's just <laughs> something about it it keeps you there <laughs> i hate hydro though it's so boring. Yeah, yeah. It's boring, but yeah, it, the shit out loot. It's just you've been like, going for your pet, right? Yeah, yeah. I realize because I'm only one dusk piece away from finishing dusk. I'm like, I really can't be skipping these. I, 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 I would skip every single hydro task because I just couldn't be asked to. And I'm just like, nope, nope, nope. And now I'm like, okay, I actually kind of need to get this pet out of the way. Like, I could go five times rate. I got to get this. And this is the only Slayer Master that gives the task. So, yeah. I got to do them now. But it's, it's just like this fucking hydra is just walking so slow like a slug and it just attacks every six ticks i'm like bro like this is so boring like this is so at boring. least they added an animation to it now it's that's what i was gonna say yeah. don't yeah. count okay can i just tell you this about the animations this is the same thing with cg it's like yeah. can the animation that it switched styles be like a tick or two earlier like, oh yeah you know what i mean like they i swear to god they purposely did it so that it's like you just have like that kind of two tick window to switch it really quickly generally mainly just a one tick window to switch it because by the time you've actually noticed that it switched head phase without you anticipating it you're like oh oh shit like click my prayer really quickly i just feel like you know they could have done it earlier it's weird though because cg isn't there a noise the tick or i don't know an attack before it's gonna switch and then there's the animation when it switches now oh i don't know i don't know if there's a it noise. does this little like low grumble and it's been really confusing me because the sound will happen like the first sound i'll switch prayer it'll do the animation and i'll forget if oh, i switch no. prayer already or not i don't know why there's two of them uh and I, I thought i was going crazy but yeah apparently they added that sometime after 
And I agree. Just the one beforehand is way better. But having two of them makes zero sense. I I don't know. I don't know if they just wanted it to be easier because every new player is starting at CG or what. Mm. Now, what have they done with Demonics? Have they... I was about to say, Demonics. I did Demonics in leagues, and it was so much better. They have a they have a text over their head when they um you do when they change style like yell. That is dude. That is what they should have done. That is what they should have done with Hydra. It made it so AFK. It was so nice. What does it say to you? Sit. Uh, It's just like roars or something. I don't know. (laughs) See, that's what they should have done with Hydra because with Hydra you can just animation cancel when you switch phases and stuff, and it's like, bruh, like where am I in the cycle? Yeah, yeah, it has like a text server it said that pops up and it, oh that is changes. brilliant see that is the way jagex should go about i would even say with cg as well just add a little text animation set i mean i, I, I still like a little kickback the kickback's cool as well but um <laughs> see if they added both that would be cool the animation and the text above and make the text just make it all earlier make it a couple ticks earlier just so that like as soon as it's switching you already know just make it a little yeah. bit easier for us because i swear it's just <laughs> just just let us like i don't know it's just it's well at this point so many plugins and everything i know right it's hard to not add counting bosses to this game i i feel like it's easy to sit back and say as a player like oh counting bosses but you were on a tick system i i feel like yeah. as a dev it would be so tough to make things unique I actually don't think that. I I disagree. I think the counting thing is like the first thing people think of. I feel like that's the easy way. That's like the oh my god! Like there's just not many. There's not much we can do. So let's just add a counting mechanic. That fun, fun, fun. Count to three. No, I actually don't. I I think that's actually who knows. Maybe I'm just not a dev and so i'm just giving them too much i was gonna say i'm, I'm so clueless with yeah. when it comes I'm, to that stuff I, I usually end up just giving them the benefit of the doubt i feel like so when new stuff gets released new bosses new skilling stuff there is a week or two with a lot of feedback that's given out and i really wish that there was almost like, and this is kind of the same thing where, you know, the polling system, people question that. Well, first of all, everything passes nowadays, so it's not that big of a deal. But the right. the sort of polling councils, like the player councils, where you have like the PvP council and the role-playing council and the skilling council and the <laughs> PVM. And so you have like really experienced players that aren't, so the the council would almost like be voted on by the player base to like get people that are reasonable and understand what's ultimately like healthy for the game but also what's fun for the game and they're not dogmatic about their purest and elitist views so we have this very nice system where you have a community that really cares about the game and then get feedback for updates because one of the one of the most depressing things is seeing an update where it's very clear on the first couple weeks what improvements could be made what improvements could be made to make this boss amazing or just little things little annoyances little things that are just irritating and if you could just iron those out within the first couple of weeks, like, bro, like, I don't know. So could, would they like add it to the polling system, ideally? I don't know. It, I think. Polling system's so flawed. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I that think the actual like system of having a council for these things is kind of like obnoxious and it's convoluted ultimately. So I'd, I'd be down to have RuneScape elections. You, you yeah. elect <laughs> the no. people you think are best suited for it. Now, real talk. But, uh, I mean, I think even just the community, like, um, 
consensus. Like you just, you can just see that people want something to be changed. Like the the yep. overwhelming consensus on Reddit, the overwhelming consensus on Twitter is like, you know, change this, fix this, like do this. And so that would ultimately be like kind of what the council is like. They're listening to the community as well. And then they bring real thought and real like experience to the table. And then, you know, they are, they, you know, with the community in hand as well. Like they kind of just come to a conclusion like, hey, let's fix this. Let's make this better. Let's do this. And sure. I don't know. It is nice. Months late. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with that completely. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. That was a complete player suggestion. And that makes that room so much more enjoyable and with a way higher skill ceiling. As it should have been from the beginning. It just like makes sense that the exploding monkeys destroy, especially with that room being the longest puzzle room and everyone just hating it. Mm -hmm. And everyone, yeah. I do think they just wanted it to be so like they wanted it to be different from Nilo's when in essence it's the exact same minus the yeah. pillars and I think just the change to the exploding monkeys would have been enough of a difference where I, I hate that the spawns are random you get 10 cursed baboons or you get 10 volatiles and it's it's yeah. so weird that it can change that much mm-hmm. uh, and I think just with the exploding monkeys that would have been enough of a change where people aren't just saying oh Nilo's version 2 right yeah no I mean things that just Things that make sense, you know, because initially, and I made it very clear when they were proposing the monkeys exploding, I was really worried that they were not going to make them fully die. I thought they were like, oh, let's deal 10 oh, damage. Oh, 20 cars. damage. Oh, yeah. that'd be, yeah. so I would have been so annoyed. I'm, like, I'm like, please, for the love of God, do not even worry about balance here. Just get rid, just make them explode everything. Just do it. Like, just, yep. just don't try to go the middle ground way. Just make it OP. Yeah, I mean, we're happy when we get a sub three uh, in a duo five hundred, just a sub three monkey puzzle room. It should not be yeah. that long. I, I that's the one thing I agree with. I feel like that's everyone's go to when they say they don't like TOA. Monkey room is the first thing they talk about, yeah, and I, I agree. Uh, yeah, and Baba the red Xing. I, I like red Xing, but mm-hmm. in shouldn't have to red X to complete a five hundred. <laughs> she can hit like a forty through prayer in in like a five fifty six hundred something like that. Uh, and that should not be a thing. You should not be relying on that RNG to uh, to complete a room. Yeah. No, I mean, I actually don't mind the Red X meta. I haven't done it much. because oh, I've fun. I haven't really done the 500 stuff, but it, it feels cool. It feels like you could actually do the room normally, get the extra DPS somewhat, and then you can just go to Red X whenever you want, sort of, like when you're running it's, out. Like if you want more, to be like super efficient, I guess. It's a little more tricky too than people... Uh, make it seem people i remember this one guy was talking about how it's cheating how we shouldn't be using this method it's cheating and he, he made it sound like it was this easy button for you know doing the room but i mean it's as difficult. we can attest <laughs> dude it's so easy to mess that up oh, <laughs> and yeah. just not get back into the cycle she starts throwing stuff the shadow attack under you monkeys spawning persons yeah. yeah yeah switching people too there's a really cool meta in trios too because she targets she has to switch you know tank when boulders come out so even if you're lowest hp which is usually how she picks a target she will switch tank no matter what when boulder phases are are rolling so you like you have to keep one person lower hp and then you let her switch tank right before the boulder phase happens if you want to guarantee it to the same person every single phase Mm. it's like when i'm helping friends get their first 500 I'll be red xing every single phase, and we'll just let her switch right before we proc boulders. Yeah, and I mean that's there's a lot that goes into that. It's not just this easy button. No, it's not an easy button at all. And uh, yeah, I, I never, I never, 
when when that's the only argument they have like that's cheating like okay okay yeah dude that yeah people have a really weird mindset with that i like tick manipulation is cheating and jagex went and added red x back to the game when they quote unquote accidentally got rid of it <laughs> that was like two days right you couldn't red x anything yep. and they they added it back yeah no that's good that was good yeah I, I actually kind of forget that they actually did that that was interesting um in an ideal world it's a it's a clunky mechanic to have things path randomly when you're underneath them but it's been in the game since release uh, mm-hmm. it's not just something they can go and change no one would be okay with that no they wouldn't it wouldn't be okay uh yeah i have like you're right the clunkiness with this game tick manipulation prayer flicking all this stuff has ultimately been in the game for so long and it's enjoyable ultimately like there's a high skill ceiling with all this stuff and it's actually cool that you can have one prayer point and be able to you know finish off a room because you're, you're you're talented enough to you know prayer flick correctly and accurately so yeah if they got rid of that stuff because i i I also actually somewhat have a little bit of empathy for those players that are like super kind of casual players and they just wish the game was more like just click the tree just click the fishing spot and like (laughs) let's let's make it so there's no such thing as prayer flicking so that supplies are used like i actually do kind of sympathize with that mindset a tiny bit Although the downsides of it are so severe yep. that, like, it just would kill the game. And, yeah, like, it makes it so it truly is just an hour game at that point. Like, everything is just AFK. It's just all idle. But, I mean, we definitely have seen an increase of people that actually want a more idle game, especially when it comes to skilling. I, I think, yeah, with, like, Forestry coming out, skilling mini games, people are, are against that when it first uh comes into their brains just because that's kind of anti-runescape at least what we remember from it Mm -hmm. i kind of love that it feels like over half of this game is a complete accident how it works out (laughs) like 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 chambers prayer flicking all that stuff just happened to be amazing and like with a pretty high skill ceiling too you know Mm -hmm. red xing all that stuff was just players found this out and the dev said oh i guess that's in the game (laughs) yep we had no idea wasn't supposed to be soloed (laughs) i know crazy Dude, I remember watching... I don't know if you guys ever watched Hauke on yeah. Twitch. Bruh. When that guy was soloing raids, this is before I even knew anything about PVM. Like, just watching him, it's just so beautiful to watch. <laughs> just like, this guy has mastered this. It was in the early days on his Iron Man. Just just doing some solo raids, and I'm just like, bro, this, this game is awesome. Like, this game is so cool. The fact that these things are possible, if you're, if you're talented enough. Watching Ladius do the you know zammy flicking shield flicking all this stuff perfectly i was like and and when you're a noob and you're watching these giga gamers just game out of control it inspires you dude it's like yep yeah there is so much more to this game than i thought like holy shit and i think that was part of it when i was going for my mega rares like i was like dude i want to get them so i can do this other content i was like yep part of that motivation because people ask me like how do you keep doing this raid after like going so dry on this mega rare it's like well need to get the item for something and you have motivation for it you just want to get it so i mean that was when, when you say mace. when you say so. people asked you do you mean previn asked you <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh previn uh, yeah um okay i i want to bring this up just because we're sort of on the topic what do you guys think sure. about a gnome cube i'm for it 
I saw your video and I'm for it because I'm not a I personally am one that did the celestial branch uh mining just because it's easier and less click intensive. Um, can, I, can I get a brief description of what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so ultimately so okay, so uh I'll start from the beginning. There was a skill that was proposed before sailing was decided on. And some some I think it was two different guys on Reddit made this uh skill proposal called um mastery and it was basically sort of like an artisan's type skill but it was more appropriate like the way they went about it and one of the rewards was a gnome cube and what the description of it was was basically an item that starts a three tick skilling timer so it would be the equivalent of clicking a knife in a log um oh, cool but it's just one just click one and yeah. you also can't mess it up so it won't just randomly turn into a mahogany Battle stock stuff. yeah right yeah or or the, yeah uh, whatever it would be so it's just an item that and it would be a reward and so i really just clung on to that idea i thought it was amazing because ultimately we do have this meta where in the game it's almost decided by the community that like there are high apm skilling methods and there are low apm and the high apm methods really should be the like more uh, XP per hour. Like, you know, if you're clicking sure. more, you should be getting this. And what, but one of the problems with traditional tick manipulation is that there's just so much clicking going on. Like, there's, like, if you're trying to do three tick 4G or any of these, like, three tick mining methods, there's just a lot going on. And then there's also dropping. And so this is, would be an item that almost just brings tick manipulation into, like, a more, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It just, it makes it feel more like it's in the game now because we've already collectively decided that it is a thing in the game. We're not like still in that gray area of like this, should this even be like, should this be bannable to like tick manipulate right. your skills? Like we've all decided. So this would be an introductory item to just make it so, okay, this is actually a skilling method where you can go three tick stuff and now it gets a little bit easier on the wrist. And for those beginners that want to get into this skilling this high efficiency skilling, they can do it with ease and they don't have to worry about like making stocks and just there's just less clicking involved. And ultimately in my head, and this is my view of it, I think tick manipulation skilling is really enjoyable, but not because there's a lot of clicking. It's because there's rhythm and flow to it. And you're in this, yep. you get into this nice flow state. Probably it's, three tick barb. It's nice. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah, yeah, go for it. Go ahead. Uh, I, th I think it's pretty amazing that you could genuinely get pretty good at PVM by doing those high APM skilling methods. It, at the end of the day, it's the exact same, maybe with less, you know, click accuracy. Mm. But yeah, like three tick barb fishing and dropping a fish in between cycles. I mean, not too much of what we do in PVM is harder than that. Uh, and yeah, like you said, it's just getting into that rhythm and starting to, even if you don't realize you're understanding what a tick is, you, you really do start to internalize what it is. And that mm -hmm. timing just becomes second nature. Yeah, I, I love that idea. I think it's really hard to add skilling items uh, as rewards that aren't just incredibly OP or never used. I think that's a good mix of it's not going to make any method faster. It's just going to make it so we don't have to replace three Logitech G502 uh, mice. Yeah, and, and, a 99. and, you know, some of the arguments against it is like, well, this is supposed to be like this was never intentional. So let's keep it 
like this for forever, like where it's always knife log, it's always this. We've already come out with unpulled uh, Celaster Spark, which is a one click. And when you do yep. Celaster skilling, it's so chill. Yep. Like, first of all, it's already easier because it's just actually a four tick cycle instead of a three tick cycle. But you're just, you've drastically reduced the amount of clicks, but you still get that rhythm and the flow. And so ultimately the gnome cube would just be a Celaster Spark that's three ticks and you can't mess it up. And honestly, in my opinion, this isn't even where it would stop. I think ultimately when we see high efficiency skilling, in my opinion, what's actually fun about it and what's engaging and what's good to keep around in the game is the rhythm and the flow. Like that's what makes an enjoyable method. That's the same reason why people enjoy four to one Ulm. That's the same reason people enjoy Verzik and Zarpus and these rhythmic things where you're going in every five takes, going in every four takes. And it's it's very simple. Like everything, like you said, Joe, can be compared to like skilling and PVM. It's like, it's all clicking at the end of the day. So I think, and, and the other problem with not having a gnome cube. So the gnome cube would almost be like just getting players involved more and for those people that already in, are involved in tick manipulation just easier on the wrist um and you're keeping everything that's great about tick manipulation so like when people are like well you're just going to ruin tick manipulation because you know it's supposed to be knife log it's like no 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 the the extra clicking is not what's actually worthy of staying yeah. around i feel rhythm like rhythm is still there in the skill which exactly. is the whole point so I think it would be good. I also uh, like that Elena and some others and one of those, what was it, like the um, OSR's Game Jams were talking about like new skills and really trying to focus on rhythm and trying to focus on like um, sort of like high efficiency skilling that's enjoyable and not necessarily a mini game, but something that they're really trying to focus on the rhythm of it. So I look forward sure. to the future. And ultimately, like, there doesn't even need to be a gnome cube attached to any of this, I think, when we see, and I brought up this example, when we see P2 Verzik, where you're clicking in every four ticks, you know, and then clicking yep. out, clicking in, clicking out, and there's, you know, even in hard modes where there's acid, like, that's enough to keep you engaged. You don't need a knife yep. and a log at Verzik P2 to feel like this is <laughs> all of a sudden, like, way more enjoyable and way more, like, high-tech and, like, oh, my God, yeah, don't devalue my knife log every time I click Verzik. Like, we don't need that. That's yep. not where the enjoyment's coming from. Yeah. My head my head just went to my friends that bring in darts to Fletch and Tob. I guess not recently, but, dude, I cannot imagine... See, and that's and so for those super giga nerds, there still is that option. So people are like, I like the amount of clicking. Don't get rid of it. I like having to click right. more. Like you still can. You can bring out yeah. a bunch of feathers and dart tips and do whatever you want whenever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just I talk about it a lot. I bring it up on a variety of casts just because I still am a big proponent of it. I think it's one of those I, things. I, where, yeah, I like it, like I said, just because it's. I feel like it's very hard to add useful skilling items that aren't incredibly broken. Mm. Uh, and oh. I don't know, there's been so much focus to PVM. There does need to be a little more focus to skilling. I, I in general, like forestry. It is so, like, inaccessible to first get into it. I had Scott in a Discord call. Like, I opened up that shop. I, I guess they're getting, they're making that better, though. But yeah. still, I opened up that shop, and there's, what, like, 30 different things? And I had no <laughs> idea. It's not, none like, of it is yeah. hard. Yeah. It's just so many names. And, yeah, it's just not a great update for people to feel like skillers got this update for them. Yeah. Well, and that's where, like, when I when I went to Max, I wasn't much of a skiller myself, and I'm still not. But I enjoyed 3-Tick Barb, but I couldn't do it for more than, like, two hours without my wrist just being in pain. 
Yeah, just, like, that is an actual fun. thing. And the people, the people that are heavily against, like people that meme on the gnome cube or anything else, generally it's super, super high level skillers that have already done like 200 mils and stuff. They don't want their achievements to be de devalued, which is fair. They wouldn't devalue it, honestly. I mean, it would because your wrist wouldn't be as fried afterward. But yeah, I kind of hate that argument. Like, oh, because I went through this, if you guys don't have to, it's not fair. I hate that argument. Like when uh, combat achievements were, you had to kill like what one fifth of what we had to kill for KC tasks. Uh, and everyone was like, oh, I already did this. So you should have to do it too. I hate that argument. I think yeah. that's so weak. And that doesn't like, you're not like trying for a good game at that point. You're just kind of, I don't know. Being yeah. Greedy. It, it's a weak argument when the actual outcome of what you're trying to change is a net positive. Because there yep. would be a difference of just like, well, just make the Tebow a one in 10. Like you had it hard, but we don't all have, to have but there's a balance <laughs> right. to be had of like, okay, like that would just ruin the game. Like that would ruin the integrity yeah. of these items. And so as long as what they're proposing actually makes sense rationally, then yes, that argument is always very weak. Yep. But again, I am, st I, I still think there is a little bit of value. I'm sympathetic toward people that do achievements on this game and then it gets incredibly devalued. Like, sure sure you can absolutely be sympathetic but if it's objectively just this absolutely correct yes change to the game i think you have to take a step back if you're one of those people totally. like i had all those kc tasks done for combat achievements and they made it better so you know my younger like, brother can, cannot spend 10 hours killing hydra uh yeah which is anyone can vouch for that at Seder with fasani's release Yep, <laughs> I yeah. was gonna say no, anyone, got... any iron who green log nightmare, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally for Fasani's. I'm totally for even increasing the drop rates further, and I'm the one person that should be against it. Like, right. yep, I had to do this the hard way. Everyone else fucking should. <laughs> no, I just for the better of the like, just for the goodness of the game. Please make this appropriate. Yep. It's still not good where it's at. The most sympathy I've ever had were the irons that got jar of darkness or the collection log people. Like, absolutely, that was the correct call to make it more common. But, oh, my God, can you imagine how bad you must feel then? You got this insanely rare drop, and it's just devalued overnight. Yeah. It's a tough one. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm sympathetic toward that. I have zero evil chicken still. <laughs> and I am sympathetic immensely toward those irons that did religious birdhouse runs and were three of four or even some very rare... Um, super lucky motherfuckers that completed Evil Chicken, and then they just fully devalue it with a forestry update. Yep. Like, dude, there. I mean, there are people that have really nice accounts that worked for this shit and got lucky, and now you're just gonna take that all away. Like, there is something to be said. Like, Evil Chicken did not. Evil Chicken has no use in the game. It's purely collection. You did not need to break this sort of grind. I have the same fear with the Dragonstone armor. I bring that up as like a, a similar example. Like if they were to randomly just shit out crystal keys all of a sudden to just some random boss, like here's a crystal key every five minutes just yep. because we want to, you know, because people really want this collection log. Like yep. stop it. This is an, an irrelevant grind that's just for niche niche grind it's, it's niche and it's a collection not yeah. not a com not a completion log so can we stop right. with the random devaluations just to well i think in their head they were saying oh this is going to pump up our forestry analytics numbers so when we sell this <laughs> game we can let's see if there's more players playing this update see our updates are great look at us guys our updates are phenomenal Ooh, forestry, forestry. <laughs> yeah. 
I was that know. a pulled part of forestry? The the, the actual god? Yeah. I was gonna say, god was that like a known thing before it came to the I don't think game? so. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm out of. The, I didn't really keep up, but I highly doubt. Like maybe they did it, but like I don't actually know. But they knew that you, there was world hopping, and they knew yeah. like oh my god, I don't know, it's just irritating. Now with forestry. You know we're not going to be able to teleport into events. Do you guys think that uh, ends are going to stay the same at the very least? That's the one event you can teleport to. I don't think so. I think that's yeah, just going to go with it. And I think so. It's... Then this like two months that or however long for yeah, has been. If you on, abused it a lot longer. If you abused it, you got evil chicken. Yeah. And now people aren't going to be able to. But again, yeah. and so this is my. Um, so I get pissed off at all this, but ultimately I'm like. Dude, evil evil chicken is not gonna be what's gatekeeping you from completing the collection log. Right. No. I think I asked you about that because I was about to do more bird eggs as well, and you were like, "Dude, there's no, there's no point." Like, well, there, especially there's no point on an Iron Man because right, right. you have bird, ha- you got to do bird runs for life. So yeah. why are you gonna just get evil chicken? And are you just gonna? Because now your bird runs feel like shit because you're not actually yeah. getting that passive like luck that could happen. Exactly, exactly. So Iron Man especially, yeah. Don't feel bad if you didn't get your evil chicken and you're going to clog in the future because I'm still 0-4 and I have no worries. I'm just I'm going to keep doing my birdhouses and we'll get it one day. There's not going to be a single person that gets uh, full third age before they get evil chicken. So no <laughs> yeah. worries there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I'm not going to lie, though. There's a lot of people nowadays that are super, super clog-focused and it makes me worried for the future of like these rare grinds because people now expect this thing to be completed and they demand that everything gets changed to be appropriate drop rates, even the things that are just completely pointless to get. Um, yeah. So third age, I am imagining like it's not there yet because people still hold on to value of it, but there definitely are people that are like maybe third age rare should just be erased from the collection log. So so now we can have a completed log. And I just think that's like the stupidest thing to do. I'd to be so upset it. if they did that. It's just so yeah, stupid I mean, because like why? it's a collection log, not yeah. a completion no log. No one's going to finish it in their lifetime. Like, I mean, I, have, having goals too is, is why this game can, like keeps moving. It's, yeah. it's you have these long-term goals that you can go for. And, and it you, know, you enjoy the time along the way. Uh, but yeah, I, I think the simple answer is if they made a completionist cape, to just not have it include third age that would be fine but absolutely keep it in the collection log keep people striving for this you know well i don't even think a lifetime drop i don't think completion escape should have anything to do with collection logs honestly sure sure yeah but it's it's just one of those things where and and again we've also been now we're gate kept from ever having like a clue scroll expansion that just gives out new rewards because people would just scream at the top of their lungs if they had green log the medium log now we're adding five new cosmetics to it because now you basically have to just redo it so i i am sympathetic with that like i i am we have to be like careful when we're adding new things but that is one of the worst parts about collection log adding that is people now have this attachment to it where you can't add things now to previous logs because people are now greening them. And you're just going to fuck over a bunch of people because they expect to complete these logs. And I just feel like we, in my personal opinion, I wish that Jagex would just be very clear. Just like, bruh, we 
do not expect this to be a completion log because we're going to keep updating this game and like don't i don't know like just you just got to understand that you playing this game ultimately like you're you're being inefficient just by playing this game because things are going to continually be added so the most efficient thing to do would just be log out and wait 20 years and just work a high paying job so you can buy microtransactions in 20 years when they release them you know <laughs> yep uh, it's going back to what we talked about too with adding bots just to like have this short-term feeling like you're doing great it's as soon as they would make third age common it loses you lose all oh, interest in so it bad. right i actually uh so i actually do believe that somebody could complete the collection log as is right now sure. um and it would probably take another 10 20 years but the people that are grinding like if they went super 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 hard on masters i mean there's yeah. marnie already has like nine or ten unique piece of third age and a lot of them are the higher tiers right so it is possible but you got to keep in mind imagine going 5x rate on one of those days (laughs) it's like it's like you're there forever like yeah and and then they just come out with a clue scroll expansion where oh my god second age armor boys we're we're sending it out here you go (laughs) second (laughs) age yeah 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 it's definitely there's gonna be that person that goes super lucky too i it was i forget which cast it was but you were talking about this iron back in the day that had like four pieces of third age yeah uh yeah and there's going to be those people. And and the thing is, too, if you don't care about the collection log at all, but you get lucky on five pieces of Third Age, just time-wise, you're ahead of so many collection loggers that go insanely hard just because of the time put into Third Age is insane. Yeah, but then it's like everything sort of balances out somewhere. Right, because there you're is going 20... for a unique piece. Exactly, and because then, there is yeah, 24 yeah. pieces of Third Age, so it's like... right, right. right. I think his name actually was like, it was like uh, Iron Warhead or something. It was something like that. And yeah, he had four pieces of Third Age melee armor in 2015 <laughs> on an Iron Man. And one of them was a dupe. So we had three of the four classic set. Oh, no. And he had only done like 200 or 300 hards. I'm yeah, like, I remember what? asking Casey whenever he was in the lead for collection log i'd be like hey number one and he would never take it like that he's like i might be number one but i have less third age pieces than you know this and this and this yep. dude the way it is casey i i mean he got fucked over because he did so many of his masters before mimics were a thing yep and before collection log was a thing he had gotten a piece of third age i mean he's just insanely unlucky just overall with clues and all that obviously six over six thousand without a bloodhound was That's just yeah. insane but um yeah and, and then he like burnt out of clues basically like he wasn't even doing his clues for a season because he just didn't want he just was so demotivated about them and the amount of time he had already lost but yeah if you're gonna clog long term you have to love clues like you have yep. to that actually goes back to what we were saying about going dry for something as a streamer because that was how i got attached to casey's stream was having you know him having that bloodhound goal and being Mm -hmm. so dry for it that was when i started watching and it's addicting you want to be there for when someone gets the drop yep although i do think he went past the point of he he definitely got up to diminishing returns he was probably (laughs) so done with it (laughs) well because he would he would also burn out as well so it wasn't just a continuous thing yep yeah no, I mean, six. I mean, bro. And that's the other thing. There, there's only currently one Iron Man that has all pets. That's Batman. There was two previous. I believe it was. Jai who was Hi. it? Jai Hai and. Jai Hai and. Um, what was his name? He the, the other Iron one. Um, yeah. Got hacked. Shit. What was his name? 
on the it's like i can like imagine it i'm gonna remember it in like 10 minutes yeah yeah um so there was two previous irons one of them de-ironed and jai high hasn't logged in apparently he hasn't done any dt2 stuff so he's burnt and Badman got 30 pets in a year yeah that was disgusting his last 30 pets in a year so not even the easy one like just the the last 30 he needed (laughs) in a fucking year unreal to, to be fair, to give him more credit, he did have, you know, some pretty dry years prior to that. So it wasn't just like he was. But yeah, he had some bad dry streaks as his, well. His corp one was bad too, wasn't it? His corp is really bad. Like 8,000 or something? 8,500 or something. Yeah. So. Like 10. But bro, third is last 30 in a year. But no, seriously. And he got lucky on his Bloodhound. So it's like if you if you were to go 8x rate of Bloodhound, you're just never getting all pats on an iron. It's yeah. just how it is. Same thing with like Ulm. If you go if you go eight X rate on Omelet, like yeah. have fun. Yep. <laughs> That's Scott and I are both trying for Omelet right now. Yeah. Just at sixty six purples, I think, without it. And I'm just like, yeah. It's kind of a cool thing. It's kind of a cool pet to go dry on if you're not like in that competition race of like trying to get all pets because it yep. is just fun content and you yeah. just keep doing it. I, Definitely I one of my long term goals, but yeah. yeah. Having a reason to do raids. I, I think at a certain point on an iron, like where we're at, you have to just Accept that you're going to do this raid to have fun yeah. <laughs> and for no other reason, and like maybe to make money us, yeah. for your main. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, dragon, dragon darts but, yeah. and kits, 60k a, a raid. <laughs> uh, All right. What are, yeah, your, no. what are you guys' thoughts on the 2k CM cape being just granted to all chambers, KC? I think that goes back to the thing where it devalues the people that already have it. But then again, I think it should be a thing. I think it should be consistent across the board. I think it's but, been too long, personally. I on yeah. release absolutely should have been the case. It's been too long now, in my opinion. Really? See, I, I don't think, I think it, so. I don't think I, it is. Uh, and and the people that say you know it devalues some people that went for two K. First of all, they still did chambers, and most right. actually most people actually think CMs are the fun chambers to do. I, I agree. With they that. are. So yeah. it's not like you're just torturing yourself nonstop. Yeah. Like you you still have to do two thousand chambers and. Most people, when they're going for the 2K cape, are going to do a bunch of CMs anyway. And the other thing is, in, in regards to the devaluement, I just bring up Dead Wilson because uh, he's the one that's like really trying to get this passed to make it so like Chambers kind of because he did 2,000 Chambers before there was even such a thing as CMs. So he's technically the one that got fucked over. So like, if, if we're going to really get as well, I think he just did. I don't know. But yeah. GZ to him. But like, if we're really going to trace the time back, like technically he was the one that got fucked over because it was, he couldn't even do CMs because it wasn't a thing. So what are we going to do? Are we going to devalue those that, you know, did the CMs or we gonna the devalue option, those that didn't yeah. even have the option to do it? Like, what the fuck, man? So, I, 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 and, and in my opinion, I just think for the standardization, the kind of streamlining of things, it should just be yeah. granted to all of them. Because the other two. Exactly. I would have been fine with chambers just being what CMs are. Just always every single room. Uh, you know, again, now that probably doesn't appeal to most people, but having like a, a more linear raid, mm. uh, I, I I like a little bit more. Yeah, I actually I think I lean more towards static nature of things, ultimately than it's just, dynamic. It's so weird when you talk chambers pbs it's like okay but what layout did you get that on That's oh it's so a mess me. it's a mess <laughs> right and like there's a new fastest one now with vasa shamans something something yeah, there's like a hundred 
mans that are possible so you just like there's just a bajillion different records you could ha- hold it's just yeah it's kind of a mess. you don't love seeing your pb for 16 to 34 players <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh it is interesting though because that, like what do you think about the coliseum do you think that's going to be more of a dynamic thing or a static sort of wave base where every wave you go in is going to kind of be the same mobs in the same positions or do you think it's going to be more like dynamic and what would you actually prefer i'm thinking it's going to be static but i i think i'd prefer it to be like inferno where it's static and then you just keep going on as you progress i think that's kind of what i thought about it when i read the blog uh i don't know i think that just have a better layout as opposed to everything being the same as like monkey room as we were talking about like i hate everything being not static well inferno technically yes it is static in a way but it is dynamic because things spawn in different locations yeah but it is the same mobs every way same mobs that's what i mean right yeah i'm I would much rather have it static to the extent that Inferno is. I love mm. the, the two yeah. seconds you have to solve a wave in Inferno is the perfect skill ceiling, in my opinion. And sure, you can get really unlucky with spawns, but it doesn't feel as bad as Monkey Room, where you get these you know, cursed baboons instead of volatiles, and it's minus 20 seconds, no matter what. Yeah. That, that kind of RNG really annoys me. Um, I don't think that's what it's going to be. I think they're going to... Because what they mentioned, we're going to have rewards for every like tier you complete so new players can get into it. And I hate that line of thinking for something that's supposed to be this insanely hard end game. You know, it's everyone, as soon as they get their fire cape, they think either, oh, I'm never going to be able to get Infernal, or that's my goal, to get Infernal. And it's such a good feeling when you do. And I I don't I don't think the invocation style works with, with something like Coliseum, in, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. But they were talking about making it different not really invocations but like you get like power-ups and and debuffs which i don't know I, i'd have to see it i'd have to see it to uh to know if i have a a proper opinion on it i'm, Oops. A, I'm, I'm against debuffs i i i am too i because some of the toa invocations are like that like 100 percent spec bar which by the way just on a side note I think people shoot themselves in the foot when they go for their first 500 and they turn overly draining on. I think that is people need to learn double trouble and get rid of that. But anyways, I I think it's just kind of annoying. It's just, you know, light bear is fun because you get more specs and then they make this invocation where you get less and it's just not really that fun. Yeah, no, that's like exactly how I think. So I, I don't think debuffs is the way to go about it. I think it's just all to be power ups. Like, can you just imagine there was an anti-overload for Chambers? Like, you're going to get more points if you use the anti-overload. So you go oh, drain, drain your stats <laughs> no. to 70. Now it's a harder raid. Like, what the uh, fuck, dude? Yeah, that's like, just not fun. Everyone likes hitting big. That's whole point. Exactly. Half attack speed. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine that was an invocation on TOA? Like, here, just attack twice as slow. <laughs> I think when they add all this stuff to it, it becomes way harder to balance. Inferno, I feel like they just threw shit on the wall and said, we're going to make this really hard, and still someone's going to get it eventually. And they did. And now it's kind of a standard thing. We all do Inferno, there's guides. And I feel like that gets really hard to balance when they start adding all these intricacies. Uh, Because notoriously, this game is not... The the devs don't really know where it's going to land in terms of what players can complete it. Mm -hmm. I think TOA was a really good example. They had this expert mode... And I did it with my friends. I was at at a wedding on day of release. Mm-hmm. I came back. They had some experience, and we did an expert on the first day. Mm-hmm. And we were, we were proud of it. And then a week goes by, and you're like, that was absolutely nothing. 
<laughs> and I don't know. I, I feel like it's easier to just make things really hard, not worry about buffs, debuffs, and just hope that players find a way to do it because they probably will. Yep. I agree. And the, the, the buffs that they should add should be very simple. So yep. just maybe like an inventory, like something like an adrenaline pot would be really fun. I've never gotten to try out the one tick blowpipe from that, that leagues. <laughs> See, I actually would be against that kind of style no, I, I, of buff. That was, that yeah, was yeah. a joke. That yeah. was a joke. That thing looked so clunky. <laughs> the one tick blowpipe was like every, an, every other animations is being like not even shown. You can't move. You lose DPS by moving. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. But that was cool. Cause you would just do a, you know, a big Tebow whenever you move or something. Yeah. If you have one. One, you know what? I mean, real talk though. All we have right now are four tick weapons for melee, except for the ham joint and swift blade, which are three tick, and I guess the event RPG. But I want to see a meta where melee becomes like where you know, even like raids four comes out with a three tick giga weapon. I would even I'm, be okay I'm with the two tick melee that. weapon. I'm all for that. I was. It wasn't mega rare status, but I was looking forward to the the first. What was the first before Tumic and Shadow? A Hefka, I dude. I wanted the two tick wand, man. Just literally, I was just picturing Nyla Room, and I don't even yeah. care if that's the only niche it had. That just sounded fun. Uh, to like have to you know pick when you had this big hit and when you had these small fast hits. Uh, it just sounded. I, I love niche stuff like that as long as there are a couple uses. See, I actually would have preferred the Hecka to just nonstop be two tick. Um, yeah that that too absolutely yeah. there's a high skill ceiling with weapons like that like blowpipe to not lose ticks depending you know like at zuck for instance yep, totally. not losing ticks with healers that's fun and and pretty high skill ceiling yeah the weapons get more um the the only problem is this game has armor strength bonuses so like the right there, there will eventually come a problem like right now with melee gear i mean bro you can punch 30s like with a, you just yeah just have enough Dude. gear on which is so stupid i get i mean it we we play this game and that's just how the game is run so it's fine but like if you think about it yeah just put on a bunch of metal and now all of a sudden you're just hitting like you're just way <laughs> if anything down. it'd be the opposite i right? know yeah. i know no scott and i were doing a duo 500 last night and uh it was aka final phase and you switch from your claws to you know your fang and defender and i clicked defender and must have dragged fang and i punched aka for like a 25 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love this that's funny. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I brought up, a, I think I had a ramble video where it's like, I, I just went into my paint program and put, you know, remember remember uh, the Hulk gloves as kids? We just oh, yeah. wear the Hulk gloves and punch people. Do you know what I'm talking about, Joe? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah they so, had the little sound effects, too. Yeah. Hulk smash. Yeah. The, <laughs> um, so I just like went on Google and just found those and I like, painted them red and I was like, abyssal gloves or whatever I called them, abyssal knuckles whatever they were and um i just think that would be so much fun to have a two tick melee weapon where you're just punching and you have to be in melee range it actually has potentially negative defensive bonuses so there really is a, a trade-off because you're just literally punching shit but um and then <laughs> uh, yeah. i think one of the coolest things would be a a um similar to a claw spec these gloves that have a spec where you one tick for like you know it would even be like uh I don't know, a 20% spec. So you can actually just rapidly, in like rapid succession, just do like five punches, like one ticking. Or something Get him like with that. the uppercut. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, real talk, that would be really fun. It'd be, it'd be fun to balance it so that they're useful, but it would be one of those weapons where like, because I'm just imagining 
you know, somewhere like Nex, where it is appropriate to bring a two-way switch. So you have like your, or not a two-way switch, but like your style switch. Uh, so you have a range style and a melee style because the faster your weapon is, ultimately, the more difficult it is to upkeep that DPS. So yeah. in theory, yeah, it's great DPS, but in practice, are you actually going to be not losing any ticks doing an eight-way switch over to your range? So there's like trade-offs, but I think it'd be fun. It'd also be really fun in Slayer. <laughs> just doing Slayer dash, just punching shit just every two ticks. That would have to be a mega rare, though. Some crazy shit. Rage 4? I mean, there, I was going to say, isn't there like a mini raid coming from sailing? I remember seeing something about mm. that. Level 90 sailing, you get access to Rage 4 on a new island. Well, here Dude, for I'm, down, I'm down. I'm I'm still pretty optimistic about sailing. Uh, and you release a and, raid on the release of sailing, and no one can access it for a few weeks because you're just Dude, like, that, oh, the first like person level, level 90. Yeah. That'd be, That'd be so cool. And it's Dude, called... imagine the hype for the first people to, to get there. Yeah. The first stream, see Bodhi get to the island, he's 20,000 viewers. And it's called Theater in the Sea. So you say, you're, let's grind tits together, boys. Let's, let's trio some tits. <laughs> please, please no more of the fucking three-letter acronyms for Yeah, like the cocks? You don't want to grind cocks or tits? Okay. Well. I don't know why they made it TOA and TOB. I hate it. Oh, really? One, little, one little typo, and, and you're you're talking about a different grade. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, we gotta got we gotta have TOS so we can like have the Twitch viewers <laughs> constantly saying like TOS or TOS. Yeah. There's there's WC wrong chat and wood cutting. You gotta guess. Yep, yep, yep. Or good fight girlfriend. Yep. No, we never get that one. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say wait. <laughs> yeah, that one's never confused. For, <laughs> they would never confuse that. Okay. Um. Yeah. Sailing. What do you guys? Uh. So you say you're still optimistic, Joe? I. I don't know. I feel like it's it's really easy to be a, a naysayer. Uh, totally. W with everything. And I get kind of tired of it. I, I I don't know. If it sucks, we can talk about it when it sucks. What What's the point of like theorizing that mm -hmm. it's going to be this terrible thing coming into the game? You're just suffering twice. There's so much they can do with it. I don't think it's going to be perfect on release, but they've been really good about listening to what people want. And it seems way more cohesive. When I first heard sailing, I was pretty against it. Didn't seem like a skill. I understood that argument. But man, just adventuring and, and all the stuff you can do, like incorporating raids, you know, all these new skilling places, methods, uh, you know, things to fight. I I think that could be an amazing update, given some time. And that our systems have gotten a lot more powerful. Like they're able to, it looks like they're about to maybe even propose some randomly generated items or uh, islands and stuff, which would be amazing. Dude. The Desert Treasure 2 bosses got me so optimistic about future releases. Oh, yeah. The, the, how they look, the areas, the mechanics. The whisper animations were... Uh, dude, oh my god. The yeah. game. Absolutely agree. Those and TOA, honestly. Like the ground yep. effects from TOA. Mm -hmm. There's yep. cool ones there, too. Yeah, no, they definitely have what it takes. My concern is... with as Well, one of my concerns is like kind of... You know how they just pushed out forestry, especially forestry part two, yeah, where just a yeah. bunch of random shit comes out. We're like, bro, this, this shit's yep. just gotten way too convoluted. I really hope that they've learned a little bit from that and realize, like, hey, when they come out with sailing, don't convolute it unnecessarily. Don't just add a bunch of random new items that we've never heard of with nope. weird-ass names, yep. and we're just like, what the fuck is going on? So be very gentle with i honestly rather them release less stuff at the beginning and then totally. like come out with yeah. more stuff and like make sure it's all working properly and, and, and fine make, and going through like tests and make sure it's all running smooth first like and, and just make sure that the items you're coming out really feel essential you're not just 
pushing out a bunch of garbage so it makes it look like this update is full of life, even though deep down yep. we're like, okay, none of this shit's going to be used. Yep. yep. Like, Remember that you know, forestry update? I made those four the armor pieces like out of the tail feathers, and I just dropped them right away. You have no use for them. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that's don't a, do that stuff. One. Yeah. I think the uh, the system they have for leagues, actually, where it gives you this task, could maybe not to an extreme degree, but that could be really useful for giving, like, channeling players into content for a mm. big new update like mm. that. I it, There was some dopamine involved. You complete a task, you'd see the points, and, you know, you'd get the pop-up. Yep. And I think something like that, especially for something as big as a new skill, could keep people really interested. Almost like almost like a sailor's notepad or something. Where like Right, yeah, you can make it thematic. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope it's... I hope that it's simple. They don't go too crazy with it. It's simple. It's fun. There's not much shit that's going on, at least initially. You can slowly add things in over time. And yep. I just hope the core of it is really engaging. And yeah. And, at the end and, of the I, day, and it's also gonna... it's fast too. Like yeah, I know at the end of the day, it's going to be a scaling method, but I really hope it's enjoyable to train at least for like some part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, Give us some sailing it... XP for completing the raid. That's... What I'm saying, yeah, Kraken 2.0 chambers, <laughs> yeah, and awakened Kraken, yeah, <laughs> awakened Kraken, and its mouth is not just made in paint. <laughs> Two more tentacles. Yeah. I actually love. What is your favorite pet? What favorite pet looks wise? Not try to Ooh. discard all biases of like, oh, this pet takes mm. a long time to get. It just looks wise. I love the Kraken personally. That's my favorite, and it's always festive. Honestly, KBD. Mm. It's such an OG one, and I have it on my main, on my alt account now. Um, but yeah, it's such an OG KBD pet. Big fan of it. I think either uh, Zami, I'm not going to try and say that name, or uh, Calfight Queen. I know Calfight Queen's kind of the go-to answer. But yeah, both the Zami's OG styles. Yeah. Just really like. Man, I wish we could get the old Calfight Queen model, though. I think it was the RuneScape historian. I was watching a video. Mm-hmm. I had no idea this was a thing, but the first Calfight Queen was like this little green beetle. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> Dude, yeah. I would love to have that. I want... Sater, I know I linked you it the other day, the uh, Zora pet. The I know, pet. the little snake. Oh, yeah, it's just a little so snake. Good. Yeah. It's so good. I want it. Bro, I used, to have a, I used to have a stuffed animal snake when I was a kid, and I used to call it Snakey. Like, real talk, this is not. <laughs> like, it's just straight up. I love it. I had a I had a stuffed animal phase when I was a kid. I loved. Oh, so did I. I think we all did. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. like you, I think we just put Y at the end of their names. Yeah, Snakey. <laughs> That's just what they were. <laughs> right. That's a classic. If you say Snakey now, you're like, well, it's weird looks. You're like, oh, Snakey. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that that was definitely cool. I, you know what I really like? I like the pets that aren't the exact variants. Um, so like Hell Puppy. Hell Puppy's and awesome. It- it's weird because yeah. people have the exact opposite uh, opinion. I had never heard this, but people like hate the Hell Puppy. I was watching a, I forget who is, mm. but someone's tier list and they put Hell Puppy like all the way down because it wasn't a one to one replica of the boss. Oh, I see. I'm a big, but I'm that's a big so much. Like, dude, that. the Duke oh. pet. Oh, it's so good. Love Baron. Yep. Yeah. I want that pet. I'm actually excited. Now that I have the belt, like, I have to totally. Dude, max wait for that scythe update, though. That's true. Make it even better. Yeah. Potentially Soul might Reaper well. update, too. That might be, get better. Yeah. Might that's well. that's one of the ones where we just hope we go dry on because the dragon arrows you get there, man. Oh, my God. You don't that's get fun, that man. many, though. Like, long No, you get a lot. Really? One out of 100 for 250 if a perfect kill. Yeah. 
Okay, so if you win two arrows, two K. I mean, that's still, in my opinion, that's still low, but yeah, it's obviously low. for a boss, like this is the highest. You it's not get. a raid, right? Bro, when are hey, we going to come out with bone dragons? I was going to say. I was going to say. I tweeted uh, not us so long ago. Yeah. Oh. I even just, I forget whose idea, but turning one dragon bone into one dragon dart tipper. Yeah, that, that's what that I would be. That would be genuinely useful for, for all of us late game irons. Yeah. She's yeah. No, 100%. Um, I'm, I, as much as I'm usually against these kind of things, as I've been very vocal about scar essence and stuff, I guess this technically isn't <laughs> scar essence stuff, but I guess, okay, well, it all stems from, and I'm going to tell you what the problem is, is like lesser ammo being shot out. So for example, yep. bosses still giving rune arrows and rune dart tips and right. rune, <laughs> bol rune bolts and rune javelins. Like, okay. Yep. Like, I understand this, you know, you're just throwing out a drop table. Like, that's great and all. But ultimately, what we all want now, because it's 2024, is we just want, all want the best ammo. So, at least with these endgame bosses, can we just, like, kind of update shit so we're getting maybe less of the better stuff always, though? And the other, and so this is where my weird-ass idea comes in. Like, a, a new spell that converts rune to dragon at a 10 to 1 rate so oh, oh. you can now and it would be a hefty cost spell maybe it's on the lunar spell book or something but you just have a stack of rune arrows or something you cast the spell it's got a cost to it and then that turns 10 of your or maybe it would be i don't know 100 at a time and it turns into 10 something like that but it's a 10 to 1 ratio and it would work with all rune ammo definitely so, interesting i've never thought about that so it, it, as, it's as a, a side effect yeah, yeah yeah go for it it, it could uh kind of be a solution to what we were talking about before where maybe you wouldn't want to sell your rune arrows just to get gp you'd end up wanting to keep them yeah yeah so it would just be a way where and it would be a, a, like a high level spell so obviously you can't just do it immediately i guess not like that's really the problem this is really it's an iron man update for sure i'm not definitely advocating that this needs to come in but an idea like that would be genuinely a very useful thing like yep you know just having a convert spell or it doesn't even need it, it, it wouldn't even need to be a spell it could even be like more thematic and have like a some wizard dude you go to his place and you just put it into something like the enriching thing on a big site what about you defeat a you defeat a boss and you get access to a room that allows you to do like 50 arrows every time you defeat the boss uh <laughs> I, want, I want unlimited <laughs> but yeah no, no no you're right it could be introduced thematically like something like that i just um i, I guess get, uh sorry let's no, just no, get ahead of the comments that are people saying you chose to limit yourself yeah. ammo is such a stupid thing to worry about <laughs> no, no it, it, it definitely is that i think um, so it, it clearly is an iron man update so anyone that's not an iron man yeah. i'm already hearing the uh you know the complaints and everything yeah um it's just what really depresses me is seeing my bank have like 200,000 runite bolts that I'm continually getting more and more and more of that I will never use. Yep. And I think so it's not ultimate it's really this idea stems from 
having things be useful. It's the same thing with like empty light orbs. This is like the the it was you know the crafting meta for so long. Just yeah. blow a bunch of glass into these light orbs that are completely useless. That's why I want Dorgish or Dorgish Con to be updated so that there's a new actual useful mini game where you go around the place fixing light orbs or fixing the lamps. So just things that have no use right now get a use. And so these sure. all these just massive stacks of ammo have some sort of use. They're not just going to sit and rust in your bank for the end of time. Yep. So I'd be I'd be very down. It's just I don't know. I had a a video. I just showed a mm-hmm. playthrough of uh Perfect Tob and at one point I shadow Maiden uh instead of using my Tebow and I like had to explain to people I was like, "Yeah, I I wasn't going to use dragon arrows <laughs> for this boss sorry mm-hmm. yep, yep that's just not what i'm gonna do yeah and i mean honestly i actually use my dragon ammo quite consistently because i actually i am optimistic that jagex will eventually just come out with an update where all of a sudden just similar to the uh, farming guild update where seeds were extremely valuable and then one update just like okay all your seeds are useless i mean yep. not useless but all your seeds are now just in in unlimited supply you're talking about TOA? Yeah, yeah I was about to say. Yeah. TOA, I mean, so many. It's, it's sort of like TOA. I mean, that's that's just how I see the game eventually going, where we're just going to have a, a new boss that's even more OP than Duke that gives us dragon uh, arrow. So uh, I'm always in very short supply of my dragon ammo, but for good reason. I don't want to be that guy that stacks up to like 70,000, and then all of a sudden there's like, an update where, yeah. oh, well, that was completely useless because now we just have unlimited. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's there to be used. I mean, you can pick and choose what you use it for, but yeah, mm-hmm. if you're never using it, well, why do you care? No point in having them. Yep. Yep. Okay, I'm going to go to these Twitter topics. Sounds good. And uh, first one comes from Maru. Question from Purity and myself directed for Scott. When you went for the big three, Tebow, Shadow, Scythe, and going dry on all three, did you ever consider quitting due to burnout? How did you stay motivated? And any suggestions to others also going dry on similar grinds or goals? Um, I don't think quitting was ever part of the option. I've always, I mean, I've, having goals in this game is part of what makes me never burn out. I mean, I think one of the things is showing having always having items and gear upgrades you want to go for and for me in that case it was the Tebow and Shadow and Scythe and I mean as long as you still have them, have goals for wanting to go for them I still wanted to play the game I was having fun playing the game and as long as you're having fun doing it I can't see burning out even being an option um I mean at the end of the day like yeah it sucked going dry for all of them but then you like at the end of the day when I got the Tebow I have 20,000 dragon arrows now to use and I had 250,000 souls and I had all this stuff that like now it makes my account so much better to play because um, I don't have to like worry about as many secondaries and stuff like that. Um, yeah, in the moment, it was definitely, it was definitely pretty bad. Um, but, you know, alt has GP and um, streaming it definitely made it better. Um, and it builds character. To talk to. Yeah, it definitely builds character. <laughs> Going Scott, Scott remained humble. With... <laughs> he, he, had, he had his humble phase. <laughs> that, that, was, that was how I knew Scott was like, this guy does not have a single mega rare and we have like the same amount of play time. Yeah. That, that was, that was when I started watching him. That was just his, his thing. He get attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I mean, I was so into solo raids for the longest time. And then, uh, I think I did like 1200 solo raids with like a Sang Bofa and a Lance and didn't get a Tebow. And then TOA came out and I hard camp TOA and was pretty much, I saw how good that shadow was in chambers. And I was like, okay, I'm not going back to chambers until I get it. There was just no point. 
Um, but yeah, I kind of like set my goals on one thing and then just hard go for it. But it's always how I've been on this account to get gear upgrades, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. And one of the uh, silver linings is definitely like you appreciate your Tebow. I don't oh appreciate my, gosh, my yeah. Tebow at all. I take it for granted yeah. entirely. Yeah, which we one? We talk about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which one, right? Well, and that's the same with my Ellie. Like, I mean, I just got my Ellie, like, right yeah. under drop rate. And it's like, I, I mean, under drop rate, and I don't appreciate it. And it's just yes. like, yeah, when you get yours, it's going to be completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of, pretty pretty uh, easy to see why you invited us on, by the way, Sebe. Two irons that have Ellie's. Yeah, what the fuck? We're, we're not giving up our sources. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You guys are totally spoon-fed when it comes to that. Scott Scott deserves <laughs> it. I don't insane. know about Joe. Joe already had three Tevos. And <laughs> I, I deserve it because I'm a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, that must yeah, be yeah, it. Yeah. I was actually I was watching uh, Star Trek with my girlfriend off stream. And I, I think I was at like 500 corp. So very, very dry. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, got it. I just started yelling. And uh, yeah, it's a nice item. It's, you'll love it maybe, maybe <laughs> i mean maybe i'll get you it will. like you'll like, you if i get it if i get it I'll like, you will. we've been using your method if that's not good karma coming it's actually not you, my method I, I, I copied it from somebody else and i just okay made but... a youtube video of it so now it's all mine just like the gnome keeps my <laughs> idea now because i made a video on it it's all his <laughs> yeah. no straight up though that method's amazing i mean i you know, now going for an Ellie, if you're if you're looking for an Ellie specifically, not green logging corp, but just going for the Ellie, it's only, you know, 400 hours only. <laughs> but like that, that grind used to be almost a thousand back when like yeah. the corp meta used to be Dude. four to five kills an hour. And even prior right. to that, when with Curtis's era, I mean, it was oh, like, I was going to say what Curtis did. Oh my God. So bad. Yeah, it was brutal. I mean, not yeah, only I that, but yeah, go for it. You've you factor in the food you have to cook for that method that like, curtis's oh, yeah. method he had like he had like that... 70 million cooking or something dude just, <laughs> just yeah. and and this was back way back where there wasn't like in i mean there was drop i mean he definitely did a lot of zora he had a lot of like free sharks from there because like, he did a lot of pre-nerf zora and stuff so there's a few minor advantages but no for the most part his six thousand corp was the most brutal shit of all time um people do see him as like going like the first guy that kind of like went dry on corpse like he didn't actually even go dry that's the crazy yeah. thing in, yeah. yep. in corp completion times so yeah but nowadays it's about 400 hours if you have max gear and as soon as they just allow full inquisitors to give us a guaranteed warhammer that shit's Please. actually going to increase it should yep. it should it totally should we there's all no reason it shouldn't it doesn't even make it completely overpowered it doesn't so. it makes it perfectly perfectly balanced i made a mistake speaking of full inquisitors i actually recently finished it and mm -hmm. overall i was not dry for these things but it had been 700 <laughs> basanis since i had seen a drop on the ground Oof. and i get this helmet and i post on twitter i was like i said finally full inquisitors uh, dude eat <laughs> can you imagine what happened oh <laughs> uh, just the flame fast oh my god that. people just like like i attacked them personally they were so upset i used the word finally yep. <laughs> it, it's only in runescape that you can say something like corp and an ellie oh it's only 400 hours like that's an I only know. runescape thing the <laughs> time i put into fasani's i'm gonna say finally i don't care how dry or, or spooned it <laughs> yeah. was dude yeah. sorry i'm gonna say finally yeah. that was a lot of my life <laughs> no i mean even my log right now looks great like it, well especially when people don't think about all the solos i did if you're just looking at it it's like oh you did like five mans or something it looks phenomenal but 
yeah. deep down, I mean, I, yeah, I wouldn't dry for a mace specifically, but you know, my log looks pretty damn average, pretty good actually for the most part, which yeah. is really disturbing because in my head, it's just like this was the worst fucking thing of all time, and it felt like endless. So, because I mean, I've spent like a like twelve hundred hours at Nightmare total, yeah, legitimately like twelve hundred hours. You did the Phoenix necklaces too, right? Yeah, I would one way to do solo one armor. tick flick that shit and be camped yeah, at no. twenty HP the whole kill. Insane. Yeah, that shit was nuts. I mean, it. I mean, the craziest part too. Like, I remember when I first was doing Nightmare on stream, it was brutal because I was dying. So, and th this is not even like the when I say twelve hundred hours, like that's calculating just the kills and the running time there. That's not even including the amount of fucking deaths I had. Yeah. Where right. I'm 15 minutes into the kill, die, have to run back, have to run back again, and start the, start another kill, and just I'm like literally fighting my demons in my head as I'm doing it, just <laughs> freaking the fuck out mentally. Um, was yeah, it that shit was brutal? Do you think if you didn't have your stream, do you think you would ever have gone for a grind like that? Dude, the thing is, is like I just at that time, uh, first of all, I was so motivated. And I really, really, really wanted to just grind clues. But I couldn't grind... Well, I couldn't grind clues because I wasn't going to be able to upkeep my scythe. The blood runes weren't really the Sarachnus. issue. It was just like... I, I In order to do what I wanted to do with like Seracnus... Or um, yeah, Seracnus. I, I would have had to do like 8,000 top just for the vials of blood to do my massive goal. But of course, you know, this is kind of... It was ultimately sort of like for show like okay like this is you know obviously the ultimate goal sort of but ultimately i knew yeah. deep down like okay updates are going to come out and seractus is not going to be the best in slot forever but it was still fun to kind of like that's that's how that we picture. motivate ourselves yeah right like yeah. you you get this item so you can do this thing even if it's not yeah. uh, like i i didn't even touch chambers the first time i learned it on my main until i had was it warhammer uh and a couple other items and i had a buddy that was like dude you can do chambers right now it's mm -hmm. fine and and but that's just how it should work to be honest i think that goes back to what uh you were asked scott where like how do you keep yourself motivated and yeah, having those long-term things yeah. to look forward to and in in like a progression order is so important well, and, it, and it's more of like you get an item because you look forward to using that item at another boss like right and it's the whole thing right. like i got my tebow and i immediately started using it and it's like so nice to see it hit big and it's just like yep. that feeling like i mean it's just all part of using it yeah if you ever logically think about runescape where you get this item to do this boss to get this item to do this boss that yep. doesn't make any sense and it doesn't sound fun but when you're <laughs> playing it and you have those goals it's fun yep. i don't know how to explain it but exactly. it just is i mean it's just like yeah. life you can just put the same thing toward life like all you're doing is grinding for the next thing to do the next thing to do <laughs> the next thing it's yep. like I'm not. I'm not trying to get depressed an hour through the podcast. <laughs> you don't want the deep conversation. <laughs> later, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, that ultimately is what's like fun. It's just endless goal. Endless goal is pushing the boulder up the mountain endlessly. That's all you do. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, the nightmare grind was definitely brutal. Taught me a lot, and I. I mean, I was never expecting to go dry. In my head, mentally, I was like, okay, I'll probably, I'll probably get lucky on a mace. You know, just. 1200, 1200 nightmare kills. I can handle that. And then all of a sudden we're at like 3100. And then yeah. Fasani's comes out at like 3300. I still remember that day of Fasani's release and you did what, an 18 hour stream? Yep. Yep. And I came in the kill you got, the maze. I Bro. came in like halfway through the kill. That was and the I was first like, clip I saw of Fasani's. Yeah, yeah. I saw it drop and I was like, oh my God, that's what he needed. <laughs> I was Bro. Like, 
I was freaking out. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I was excited about the update. The update was everything I wanted. It was just, and I got lucky on the sleepy tablet. So it's just, I yeah. was already rank one overall for Fasani's by, you know, by a decent margin, maybe like 10 yeah. or 20 kills. And I just remember like, it was like 17 hours in and I'm like, like, I just remember thinking to myself, I'm like, this is cool because I'm pulling numbers on my stream. I was at like 500 viewers, like just because I was that nightmare yeah. guy. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to have to do this for a few months, I think. <laughs> like, I just remember thinking about that. I'm like, fuck, like this day is almost over. And I'm realizing yeah. like this is my life now for the next several months, probably. And then I just fucking get it. And I, it's like at the point... You know where you're, like, you're grinding a boss and you don't even remember why you're grinding the boss? You just do it Absolutely. out of habit? That's yep. when drops happen, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is when they happen. Because <laughs> I I didn't even understand what I was looking at on the ground when it popped up. Yeah, just, your your mace reaction was like my Tebow reaction. I just like <laughs> couldn't believe it was real. Like, yeah, like, it actually happened. Like, <laughs> just like that surreal effect. I don't know. It's the best feeling you can get in a video game where you're literally like you lose your breath. You're like, what the shit? Like, I'm. I, yeah. It's so nerdy to even say out loud. There's some people <laughs> listening. Like these turn off like, the oh my God. podcast. At this Listen, point. they're listening to a RuneScape podcast. They yeah, they know what like, a nerd is. Yeah, <laughs> when, I mean that that is really the beauty of Iron Man, especially like Absolutely. we we have it a little bit with um mains now because there's such thing as a collection log, but bro, like Iron it's Man hits different. so different. Yep, and that's why I've had people ask me about like, look, okay, you've completed everything in the game, you need to go play a main or like D Iron. I'm like, dude, never in a million years would I D Iron. Nope. Like, and. all regard, like I have an eight bill bank on my main just from stuff I've dropped over from this account like and that's like, like including stuff from yeah like like just dupes of stuff and it's just like i can't see gp scape being fun to me as nope. at this point in the game like it's i'd rather just runs. pet hunting collection log yeah speed runs it's fun but like do that on this account as well like but maybe yeah. i do that on an alt maybe i train up an alt to do that if i want to um but yeah i can't ever see myself de-ironing this account i would never i would hate myself in a week oh yeah absolutely agree Yep, I'm Iron Man for life. Iron Man for life. Can, can we just, now that we're all agreed on that, can we just come together for Previn quick and tell him yeah. he will get his shadow and he, he should will. not de-iron? This is for you, bro. <laughs> this is for you. Yeah, that's the other thing. I always have to remember because we, like us three, we, we really do think alike. We have that same, like we have the Iron Man spirit drilled into us. But ultimately, I'm never going to be like, you know, I'm, if people want to de-iron for good reason and they've really thought about it for months, like, I'm just going to be like, you know what? We just don't think the same. So, like, I'll do whatever you want ultimately. But um, and I'm actually happy for people that do it and enjoy themselves. But they, they have to know what they're getting themselves into. Right. Like, right. Just, and that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, but I've seen way too many of my iron friends that play late game irons and they, they de-iron. And then a week later, I never see them on again. Yeah, and it's the it's fantasy. Happened way too many times. It's the it's, fantasy yeah. in your head of like, oh, I could just... I could just have I can buy all my potions. I could buy right. every I could have all the end game gear. I could get my blood torva really quick within the next week. I could yeah. get all these things. And then you're like, wait, why am I playing this game again? Like what? Yeah. Like what am I doing exactly? Yeah. Like no, you start doing exactly some raids it. for money and you're like, huh. Like mm -hmm. interesting. <laughs> right. I mean, again, like if you're if you're into the game for speed running, like cause Scotty was a beast Iron Man and he I, I was gonna bring him up. Yeah. I was gonna say the people that 
de-ironed and still play the game religiously are the people that are way more skilled than me <laughs> like yeah, yeah way more skilled that could make speed running just happen he's got what inferno world record one of the chambers records just guys insane and those are the people i know that actually ended up having a good time but dude i, I, I don't yeah, know about I know. you guys i don't even think about the the supply gathering anymore it's no, almost like a welcome like thing you, yeah. you end stream and you're like all right let's just chill and go you know get our redwoods for birdhouses i don't know yeah. yeah no i actually like i deeply enjoy that aspect of the game there's some grinds that are super aids that need to be looked at for example thieving elves and thieving vires yes yep <laughs> that needs to be updated but and and i do you know what well, they just... talked about it and I'm, I'm happy they talked about it I'm, i should become soon yeah yeah I'm, I'm hoping that they actually make some good positive it changes needs to, to be changed at 99 thieving you should not be failing that much and just taking constant damage just and... change what failing even means like this is a whole nother conversation i don't really want to go down because there's just so much yeah to think about but that like that stuff needs to be changed but yeah ultimately i love iron man because i actually do like all aspects of the game i actually deeply enjoy skilling i wish i enjoy parts of skilling but yes <laughs> i mean I, yeah the skilling that's actually enjoyable like and i was yeah. thinking about this you know one of the one of the, I think, I don't know if fallacy is the right word, but we've fallen into this trap where we think like the highest end of skilling shouldn't even be profitable. You should like lose money like granite. Like, bro, like when, money. when the hell are we going to have granite blocks being chiseled into granite dust so we can put it on our cannonballs? Like that makes sure. so, it just makes absolute perfect sense. And it's mm. untradeable. So it wouldn't even actually make it a, a GP. Yeah. Yeah. We, we need untradeable skilling stuff because as soon as Hydra and Zora came out, skilling became a non-thing for mains unless they're trying to max. It, they, it really did. Such a good point with Granite Cannonballs because nobody's going back to GG's, especially after you get pet or yeah. finish log. Like You're just not going to do it anymore. Dude, Dude, I got that pet in leagues. I was bro. so upset. <laughs> bro, gnome cubing Granite or even doing like the 4-tick 3G. Um oh granite and just like sitting there chiseling. and just chiseling the uh dude imagine chiseling the granite also started a three take action so you're just Ooh. you know doing that so you're in the cycle as well while while chiseling down. i don't know how that would work exactly because technically starting the action wouldn't allow it to chisel but that'd um, be interesting bro that would be so cool because then my almost half a million cannonballs would be a slightly more op also can we fix corpse cannonball immunity that only allows it to do 25 percent damage why is that yeah it's pretty Just bad keep it back to 50 like sheesh the other thing is i was doing corp with that method and when i first started i'd forget to empty my cannon after the kill and as i was telling it away it would hit corp when it spawned and it would register as another player hitting it it's and so I would have to, like, annoying. Go pick up oh, yeah, my you cannon, can't enter the door top worlds like oh it's so bad Wait, wait, no no, no. it doesn't actually no, you don't need to hop worlds. yeah yeah you don't need to it'll say that it's a new player but you'll still get yeah the yeah Oh, is that the case? Yeah. But, but okay, because the one time someone else. The one time I got logged and I Oh, if you get logged. Oh yeah, if you get logged or if you log out. It, yeah, I it thought that was the same. Okay, well. No. You learned something new. The yeah. the problem with that, they need to update it because I've walked in on two people's corp kills. Luckily I didn't actually interrupt it. But you get that notification. Like I get that notification because I never let my cannon stop. So almost every kill I enter back if I take too long. I have to go through like, yes, it's me, motherfucker. But then there was actually a guy in the corp cave because I started and I just see that message and on autopilot, I'm like, it's me, dude. Like, let me in. And it was somebody <laughs> else I'm like, fuck. Like, you got to get rid of that. This is bad. Boy who cried wolf. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's cover this next topic from Mutz. Shout out Mutz. Can we just give can we give Mutz a little bit of a Dude, shout out? That guy is, guy is insane. He's so good at the game. He's so humble about it too. Very. Really yeah. is. Such a nice conversation with him. He's just really really nice to talk to. It's a great podcast. He he says. If somehow your current Iron Man accounts turned into a hardcore Iron Man, what would you expect yourself to die to or not? Also, would you have any interest in playing a hardcore Iron Man in the future, being the gamers you are? Yeah, you can go first on this one. Man, I cannot think of anything I'd be worse at than hardcore. Uh, even just like doing combat achievements, not even skilled ones, but just kind of, you know, like any Inferno ones. I get to the end of that Inferno run if I've done everything correct, and I'm like shaking. I, it, it's a it's a game, but I do everything so poorly. And hardcore, dude, I, I couldn't like move my hands well when I was watching Mutz get his Blood Torva. Like I'm watching <laughs> someone else do it. Sorry, I'm never going to play that game mode, and I'm never going to be good at it. <laughs> not even close. Like, let me Let me pull up my death stats from this last year. Oh, God. Uh, 2,600 hours played, 624 deaths. <laughs> nope, that's my answer. It's not happening. Were you one of the, uh, well, I'm assuming you played as a kid, right, Joe? Yep, absolutely. Were you one of those kids that would like enter the wilderness and just be like chronically shaking? Just like. So my younger me. brother and I, yeah. we got 15 minutes on the computer a day each 15 holy Dude, so, i got an hour but, and i thought that was bad yeah we got an hour I, I i swear that's why i'm like so incredibly addicted to video games now because like <laughs> as soon as i could choose for myself i was like fuck yeah dude i'm not doing anything but video games today uh, yeah, yeah, so no yeah. i when i got to like a granite mall stats you know and i could finally have one that had been like a year so I, I really didn't do much with the wilderness or anything like that the game was much more of like this idea than me actually having fun with it um, Bro, fifteen minutes. Yeah, was, Fuck, would you do? You know, there were the occasional days. Yeah, of that, course. You have to like somehow find, like, squeeze in a little bit more time right. or ask. What we did though was we'd play fifteen minutes and then we'd go do whatever else, and we'd end up just like talking about RuneScape for like oh, two yeah. hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Dude, I used to make. You'd be... Yeah, go. Yeah. It, I was just gonna say you'd be like skiing and you'd be talking like thinking about your fucking granite mall and RuneScape, <laughs> bruh. I, just... I I was that guy. Like I I was like I had a really creative sort of. I don't I don't know. Like I was more creative as a kid. I feel like because I would make journals of RuneScape. I would draw. Like I I was actually decent at like drawing characters. So I would, like draw characters and I would make world maps. Like I would fucking like sit there for hours on end when I couldn't play RuneScape. Just be in my room. I'd be like drawing new maps of like the areas i wanted i still have these journals by the way i'd love to actually show them on stream at some point oh, that's then, amazing awesome. make it like a patreon thing yeah i would have yeah I would fucking pay all this shit you guys aren't gonna <laughs> see it unless you pay um that's a great idea joe great job uh <laughs> and i would also have these pages where like i like i i was making my own runescape basically like i'd have different armors and it would it's kind of correlated with runescape but it would go beyond runite rune armor but there was like some other stuff and then you know i'd have like new spells and stuff that i thought were cool like i was so into this shit yeah and i just remember thinking like oh man when i grow up like i don't know how the hell you even get into making video game stuff but i want to make a runescape that's like my way like my way <laughs> of runescape like how yeah i was i was hell addicted having one hour though like you're totally right when you're restricted your whole childhood 
when you finally get that freedom it's like i'm splurging it's the same with how people eat too i swear you grow up eating really strict diets and never having like snack food and you become an adult and that's like all you buy for two years (laughs) yeah and yeah fast food that was my older brother just instantly moves out makes a bunch of money during like you know door-to-door sales and just everything he eats is now fast food (laughs) i had no idea like the health consequences just now this is fun to eat yep yeah yeah uh scott before you answer Mo's question i'm just gonna vouch for him he'd be a much better hardcore than i would Scott would. <laughs> we're, we're pretty similar game level uh but he just like is a lot more careful with stuff and mm. like thought out wait wait uh, so you didn't answer the first question if your current account is a hardcore where do you expect yourself to die uh, i'm assuming if you're like play like a hardcore that's the thing that doesn't sound that fun to me uh because i know if i actually needed to take out the chance of me dying i would have to not do content I'm not mutts, I, so that just doesn't sound fun. But realistically, I died to whatever first PVM <laughs> on the account. Yeah. I've been doing, I've been helping friends with top combat achievements a lot lately, and yeah, one one maze, and I'd be done. All right, Scott, uh, my turn. Uh, for hardcore, I definitely have had thoughts of it. I actually, uh, I really? will say. I have had thoughts. Uh, I had a hardcore at one point. It was 1,100 total, and I forgot the password to it. Uh, <laughs> so that account is no longer. I don't even know the name to it, honestly, anymore. I forgot that's a crazy it. way to lose a hardcore. Um, that's, that's but a yeah, that was the only hardcore I've ever made. And then, that, I, I don't know, the last time I logged into that was probably six months ago, but it was like 1,100 total, not much done. Um, but I don't know. I've, I've really just always been on the whole like one account style forever. I've always wanted all my progress on one account and i'm I'm kind of the same way I, I do play a little safe but i feel like if i were to play a hardcore i'd just die to something stupid and it, it would just i uh, yeah i just wouldn't be able to live it down and i i wouldn't want to become one to remake i just don't enjoy early game that much and i can't put myself through that again yeah I, I, it's just not for me yeah. i did it once so i won't do it again you you have to play hardcore for years and years to really get that intuition that mutz has gained yeah, right. it's just yeah. different. A, like, he doesn't dude, even his... see RuneScape the same way we do. It's like everything. No. He, he has to just be prepared yeah. for everything. Well, and that's his like... teleports. Yeah, yeah. His te- I was about to say, his teleports are just insane. Yeah. His, his instincts, even when he plays on his main, he just has that hardcore mindset. And it's just like, I, I, just, can't, I just can't do it. I, I don't know how he does it. It's built over a long time of playing hardcores, and I get it. But yeah, no, I, not for me. I tried it, but yeah. I probably will stick to my iron pet hunting and clogging here and there. Maybe we'll make a group hardcore sometime. Maybe, maybe. So. Yeah, group. But, I uh, mean, even even group hardcores. It's like, you know, because I've even thought like, oh, that would be a fun way to you know play. Because people have asked me like, what would you do? Like, would you do a content creator group hardcore? Like, it sounds great and all, and then all of a sudden you've lost all your lives. You're like, okay, well, I'm burnt. Oh, like. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> quitting. Exactly. And it's like all you've done for the past several months is just early game bullshit. And yeah, just like, okay. Well, and like, I honestly hate to say it, but Mutt said it in his cast, and everything has been done on a hardcore. Everything. They're like, he, he did it. Kind of ended with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is, in my opinion, the greatest hardcore that has existed. Um, and he's just so humble about it. It's just like, I, I, yeah, I don't think anything else can top what he's done. And I just don't. I think I'll leave hardcore to him and the other gamers, and I'll stay playing my Iron Man mode and dying. I, I think Snowflake accounts kind of took over the hardcore hype 
because there was the time when every streamer was a remake Andy, and mm-hmm. every streamer yeah. was making hardcores, and that was all that people watched. I, I really I felt inferior having a regular Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. and uh, dude, I didn't even start this account as a hardcore. I, I knew the second that it died, I would feel like it was less of an account, so I just started as a regular Iron. Uh, but no, and and then Snowflake's accounts happened, settled happened, and and everyone stopped. Uh, yeah. Except for a couple people like Praise Foot and Mutz, and you guys could probably name a lot more. Well, I will say the the time when I made my that hardcore that I don't even remember the info to it was before I had any of my three megas. I made it, so that was the only time that I was debating playing another account because I just thought my account was cursed at that point. Not <laughs> having a mega account. rare after twenty seven hundred raids, I was just like, all right, I'm just gonna restart. But <laughs> no. It, Ended up turning around. You, so you, you restart and your next account's like even even more cursed. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. But now that yeah, once yeah. I was pretty close after I got the Tebo or Shadow and then didn't play it that much after. I I definitely like so I this account started as a hardcore, but yeah. I started Iron Man mode in general as a hardcore. That was my first hardcore that got banned, got unbanned a few years back. Still hardcore. I could still play it, but I just I'm like you, Scott and Joe, where just one account progress feels so much better, more rewarding. And well, yeah, and like Joe Joe said, he had 600 deaths this year. I had 745, I think it was. Jesus, you guys. Are so oh, I, I take game. I take back what I said before, Scott. Sorry. <laughs> I just I just do. I mean, there are raids and other things. I just I mean I'm not, I can die. I might as well. Like, yeah, exactly. You know. No, I die all the time. That's yeah. I love it. Um, I love being. Well, that was also player. including I trained Wody Prayer, so I was also dying out there as well. And um, and Void Waker Grind, but yeah. <laughs> and I love oh, Death Coffer because like mind. dying means literally nothing. Yep. Except for a yep. little inconvenience. So I'll I'll chance everything. I'll just continually chance myself, and it's I actually enjoy playing that way. Yeah. Like at Seragnus, I'll be at 10 HP. I'll just keep like pr- trying to proc redemptions, even though I'm yeah. chancing myself <laughs> repeatedly. And I'm like, I, I would do that on a hardcore, and then I'd be like, oh wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. I-, I think one thing that does interest me would be like uh, a hardcore, but it's if you die, you lose all of your items, no matter what. I could see myself playing something like that. It's like never-ending goals, and you don't have to remake an account necessarily. Uh, and I also think that if chambers and inferno were made dangerous for normal hardcores now yeah Uh, they'd have to make it kind of a different mode or else it's like well mutz you know could have died at chambers i I don't know if he did or not but i think that would kind of revitalize it too Uh, it's so weird that those things are safe deaths to me it's just odd i mean because even mutz and i were talking about that like you really can't do it at this point because then it just kind of taints the normal hardcore mode and then like oh you're 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 some normal hardcore little pussy like right right it's like the green helmets now (laughs) yeah yeah dude did you see that fucking guy that got a a third age bow? third age bow. oh my god first did you like did you have him prove that because i saw the reddit post and my first thought was no he didn't this is just like bait it had one luck gambling caught and it was on his collection log and he had zero master clues done i i saw that but i think the original post was just a screenshot of like it in his inventory and then i saw your tweet sater and it was uh uh, more proof no this guy like the screenshot is him in the chat box says new collection log third age bow the collection log pop-up the third age bow in his inventory everything looks totally pure and then in his the, the, the craziest thing is that he has zero elites, zero masters done. Masters. Third age bow. I'm like, yeah. bruh, like that. It's a somebody calculated. It was like one in like almost seven hundred thousand chance to 
have this happen. And that's like a legitimate chance. It's not some like skewed shit where like you get a back-to-back and you just pump up the numbers, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it's like legitimately it would take 700,000 account creations to finally get a... Th- I, I think the way they calculated it was a piece of third age. I don't even know if it was sure. specifically third age, but I think it was like one of the kind of mega rare, like thir- like the more, like the non-hard clue third age. I don't actually know how they calculated it, but something like... It would, it would feel the same if you got a third age longsword, for example, or a third age pickaxe. Yeah, right, so they're right. calculating that all in. But um, So cool sure. that it's a useful item, Bro, too. And, and let me just pull this up for the YouTube's end. But, like, the Power Ranger outfit that he has on <laughs> is fucking unreal. Like, look at it. I don't know if you guys are on Twitter right now. I've, I've seen but, it, yeah. But, like, the group Iron Man armor looks actually badass as shit. It actually does. It makes it matches perfectly with a third age bow, and I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. Like that account, like it, I, it would be different. I mean, I don't really care that much about like group Iron Man or like unofficial. He's unofficial. Is that what the green is? I don't fucking know what yeah. this stuff is. Like, I actually have no idea how that works, but yeah, I think green <laughs> is unofficial. Works. Green is like basically they can trade with other players, but yeah. they're not a man. It's, I mean, this is just insane. Yeah, and he can't th- do any clues. No, I know, I know, and and they already hasn't. So it's not like it doesn't look like he's. A, I mean, he's done some hards, but right. yeah, it's it is the most pure thing I've ever seen. One lucky total, zero clues completed. Third age bow. I'm like, Actually, dude, absurd. This guy's immediately applying for barbarian assault uh, carry teams. <laughs> I like how that's always something that's like said in the comments and everything. Just like barbarian assault, it's like the first thing anybody <laughs> thinks of with third age bow. <laughs> Third, like, is yeah. is it better than craws for like fight cave speed? I think Webweaver uh, passed it, didn't it, or did it not? Did they like make some? I feel like Webweaver. I, I see everyone using Webweaver, so I'd imagine you're right. But I used to assume it's like, oh, this guy just didn't want to buy a, a third age item for like one hit. Yeah, the third age bow was better than a craws bow, but I think the Webweaver came out and it's better because it has the spec as well, or something like that. Or I don't really know. I don't do barbarian assault. I, I've been using Webweaver in my fight caves for like if you just want to hit something far. Uh that's very nice for that's that. Three tick weapon, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm just so third age bow is my favorite standalone third age piece. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. Like if I were to see that in a clue pop up, like it, I mean I've opened like fifty or so lucky implings throughout my account as well. So like if I were to just see that, bro, I would pass out from just like what the fuck? Yeah, like that, that, oh, the ginger beardy. Yeah, I mean that's like that's like Ellie on steroids. I mean that's yeah. just like something that yeah. I've already just decided I'm never having on my account. It's just too rare to get or to go for, and you know. Yeah. So, oh my god, dude! Like the and the, you know, I've seen people um, show their third age bows that they pull just like on their main accounts and some. Some people have it on their irons. Like every time I see a tweet where somebody pulls a third age bow, I'm always just so fucking envious. I'm like, bro, like you don't even know how much I want that so bad. I felt so bad when Marrow pulled one in uh, leagues. Oh, see, that's that is another reason why I would just never do leagues because I would want to do. Yeah, I got a third age play party in leagues. Oh, just you get it, dude. Did you see Maz? I don't need to pull up Maz's. Uh, yeah, that was disgusting. His log. <laughs> Dude, he... Oh, he got he partnered. Suffered. Fuck yeah. He just got partnered an hour ago. That's it. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Congrats. Um, Have you there... seen uh, the, the Partner Plus program, by the way? Yeah, it's running. Yeah. I, I had no idea that existed. Yeah. yeah. 
where you like you get in a 70 30 split is that what you're talking about yeah did that just happen because kick happened or is that been yeah a thing for a while? That, i think some competition and also just probably just to up their pr and they can do it i guess like they should do it right bro this is his law so actually is there a better picture of this dude the, oh my god yeah, i guess this is the best picture we have of it he ha, he maz completed all gilded on the leagues he got every single fucking gilded piece in a bunch of third age like almost completed the melee set like all this shit on like in leagues i'm like bro oh the fake dopamine like the dopamine of like having that filled out log but no, i don't know like it looks sexy but then you also have to know like this is all fake it's all fake it's too. deleted in a few days yeah, it's so sad i have to say i had a, a much better time playing this leagues than i thought i would this is my first one that i had played and i always had that opinion that i'm never going to feel motivated to get something that's going to be gone but it's it's a fun time until you start thinking about it too much and yeah we just yeah. went back to the main game and had a good time yeah, yeah it was just, my first time playing leagues and i enjoyed it yeah, it's just the time. thoughts that creep up you're like this is all pointless and i get those thoughts instantly it's really sad yeah. like i wish yeah. i could just last a little bit longer but you know it just it translates to real life just can't last long man <laughs> but uh yeah i just i i, I kind of wish i could do it especially as a content creator you want to like milk those things but absolutely corndog murphy has six questions so first one is oh well, i guess the first one's not a question tell me about that dog in the, <laughs> in the picture that is uh that's her dog corndog <laughs> murphy's my girlfriend we met actually covid uh, I, I, just to go into this, this kind of answers both questions because one of her questions is how did me and her meet, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so COVID hit and I actually moved into a nursing home uh, where my grandparents were living because they were having a bunch of issues. And, you know, at that time it was like no contact with anyone. You know, you, we don't know what this thing is, how bad it is. And they were both really compromised anyways. So I moved in to be like a stay at home nurse. And that's actually when the iron started and like my RuneScape streaming kind of started. Uh, but before that, I had been streaming RuneScape or, or Fortnite. And I'd had a friend that also streamed with a lot less viewers than I. He barely got over one viewer. And he got a peak ninja raid. Like I'm talking 300,000 viewer ninja what? raid. Uh, from a, <laughs> it, was a, it was like one of the two random raids ninja's ever done. He talks about how much he hates them and stuff. He was scrolling down a list to one viewer people, raided my friend. Holy uh, Allie had been in his stream, in Ninja's stream. So then my friend gets raided. Allie's lurking in there. My friend raids me, that same stream. Uh, and that's how Allie follows the stream. And Holy. I think it was like, <laughs> dude, it was like two years after when I, I broke my shoulder blade, like clean off. And I posted about it and she commented. And so we started talking that way. But we traced it all back to Ninja. And let oh me tell you, when, when we get married, I'm inviting Ninja to the wedding. <laughs> He's coming. He's going to ego you. He's like, who the right, hell? Right. It, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, but yeah, crazy. so we met that way. And then she was great. We were talking on Discord like every night uh, during COVID and you know, ended up meeting up, got together. But this is her dog, Tilly. And I have to say, I hated small dogs before this dog. They always seemed like half the brain capacity of bigger dogs. Sorry if I'm offending anyone. <laughs> uh and like you could just like yeah yeah and and i've come around completely she's amazing she goes uh we do a canoe trip every year on the wisconsin river 
where we just like camp out for three nights on a sandbar and take psychedelics and she always comes with she stays in the canoe uh just like wanders around the sandbar but always comes back to us she like dug up potatoes under the sand one year uh she's amazing she's a fun wow. dog uh, we're awesome. gonna be selling some beanies that ali is crocheting to pay for she has a heart condition that's getting worse so we're gonna be fun like a gofundme but you get a beanie out of it Ooh, very cool but yeah so that that's uh that's tilly that's the dog Wow. Um, okay, well, that answers the third question. How would uh, yep. Joe and his girlfriend meet? She puts herself in the third person. <laughs> uh, how, how did Joe and Scott meet? Do you want to take this on, Scott? Uh, if I it kind of sums up our whole, our yeah, whole relationship. <laughs> this going to sum up everything. Uh, when I, I think I was coming to Fasani's, well, attempting to kill Fasani's, and I died, and I was running back to Fasani's, and I... Uh, see joe and i just type in the chat you saw nothing and i think maybe on the same tick if not one after it was the same tick it was the same tick. Joe, joe types i saw nothing and <laughs> it was just like running meme of like the scott effect um yeah we, uh, we ended up naming it uh, yeah i don't know if it's scott anything effect. scott effect so like him and i just like even in game and like irl will just like say things or do things like in game and it's just like it always happens we always just do the same thing just kind of weird it's <laughs> it's borderline creepy and it yeah, makes it, it makes weird. it makes doing duos hard because like toa right you'll have the kefri room let's say and you have the melee up and the ranger up and the ranger is one hp and we have to kill the melee still we'll both think like ideally one of you wants to do one of those things and the other does the other and we'll like sometimes both we'll both think, stay on of it or we'll both get off dude and, so like, and we'll think like three steps ahead like no he's gonna do this so i should do yeah. this but because we're both thinking oh it we just it, i swear we could we could take like a minute off of every single duo we've done if the scott effect didn't exist yeah. we just like yeah it's pretty fun dude you know what's one of the things i really enjoyed about normal nightmare the, the one thing probably there's not much that was great about it but um was watching puggin and lake do duos um, yeah oh yeah because they just, you know, they, and the same thing with them doing chambers and stuff. But, like, I feel like you two, like, it would have been so cool if Fasani's was able to be, like, potentially four-manned or something, like, up to four That's or so something. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Because having I, that kind of rhythm and having that sort of, it's almost like you're, um, like, like figure skating together, like, doing, I don't know. I would like, absolutely figure skate with Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be really cool. There's a, there's a. The correct rotation for the last set of skulls in TOA, uh, you do like this crisscross, and actually, I think figure skating might be like the closest comparison to. Yeah, it. it's so it funny. Is. You're like synchronized, like yeah. crossing over each other. <laughs> I mean, there, see, when I think about, you know, this is kind of going back to, you know, like how how are they supposed to design new content with a rhythm based game and stuff, like without it being counting or stuff, right? Like, right. bro. The it would be so cool if they were to come out with some sort of like sepulcher ish thing. I, I have a lot of ideas for sepulcher. One of them is like the cave of wonders, which I'll not go into on this cast. But like the like another thing would be like imagine a duo sepulcher where like you have to be coordinated with a, so a teammate, yeah. and like there's certain things where like you have to hit this tile, then the next guy has to hit this tile, and you're just in this really beautiful pattern where like as long as you guys are both perfectly in tune with each other you guys will just be super efficient like that would be so it, fun it adds at this insane skill ceiling too like i have a lot of people that hit me up for helping them with the 500 and i, I don't do carries like uh, they'll do the entire raid with me and i always tell them if they 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. They have a shadow. It's way easier for them to just do a solo than a duo. Because having two people that can make mistakes just increases the difficulty by a ton for almost everything. I, I loved the idea for Duo Inferno. Maybe, maybe not in a practical sense, like what would be the reward just for fun is yep. fine. But that sounds so much fun. I, I love team content uh, yeah. in this game, which as an iron, I guess people would think is weird. No, it is fun. I actually really like that. Uh, I don't know. I think the Wildy bosses are cool too, that they allowed irons to do it. So much Dude, fun. yeah, that Callisto session was fun. Dude, I want to do more of those now. Like, I, I'm actually kind of upset that I completed... Uh, the wilderness already because like having like getting to do those three bosses in masses would i mean it would have taken yeah. forever but yeah it would have yeah. still been cool did you still get leaf clues from it so yeah that's true, true. did you see my uh Vedion, casey no I, I went seven times drop rate for the void waker blade oh. and at the beginning of the grind i i pissed off the wrong clan oh. uh, literal like racists oh. and stuff oh no. like they spent it was over a month they spent over a month stream sniping like i'm talking i would get on i'd do my birdhouse run they'd be at the birdhouses already like just ready uh stream snipe me the entire day they doxed me doxed my girlfriend uh like you know spammed the twitch accounts with profanity to follow all that stuff and and i went seven times right on top of that it was the most (laughs) miserable month fucking a Uh, dude you are you're crazy for not just having given up and just waited it out. Like it was close. It was very close. Uh, you sh- know what actually yeah. ended up happening? You yeah. know the PKing clan fools. I mean, not they, really, they, but like I can imagine. Them, yeah. They like it's won dead man finals and stuff mm. before. Like they were they were a rot uh, rival. A uh, bunch of Finnish guys, just just like rowdy but very very nice guys. Mm. They they PKed me, and this was like three weeks into being stream sniped every single day and they'd be kidding me twice in the same day so i called them stream snipers and uh the guy came in and he's like hey listen sorry that's happening we're not stream snipers and for the next like week and a half they just protected me like did the service thing i wasn't paying them anything they just stood there and the stream snipers couldn't touch me and that's when i ended up getting it so kind of cool how it all worked out met a bunch of dope guys uh, like super supportive of the stream and everything see there do you yeah the PKing scene can go really crazy and it's because you know the people that are really toxic have full like they they basically have full access to being as toxic as they want because the wilderness is is the way it is um when i did my grind it was like the first week of um leagues like at least for my void waker grind i've done a lot of wilderness content over the years but 
yep. for that. I was like, dude, whenever I see anybody, the first thing I'm going to ask is like, how much for off? Because I just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's just it's just annoying getting interrupted. And and so one of the nicest things about that is like you will get you will get a team or something. That's and, and this is for the multivariance. The singles it doesn't matter, but for the multi, I was like, I, I need to do the multi. This is taking too long. And uh, as soon as you just ask for off and they're actually down, like they want to protect you ultimately afterwards yeah. because they're like they just instantly kind of just like okay like this this guy's cool so yeah like uh i met up with like four people that were just always on the 2.2k worlds and i was like i died once because i couldn't even type fast enough and then <laughs> i was like how much for off and they're like 20 mil i'm like that's it like fuck yeah, yeah okay. like, so here, here's, <laughs> here's a dupe like here here just fucking have it here's like an extra five mil or whatever yeah and they're yeah. just like frothing over it and they're just like <laughs> if, if you see any other pkers let us know so i just got like a double whammy but basically like now protection on top yeah, that's of so avoidance but no i i didn't even offer these guys anything it was just like they they didn't want me to think they were stream snipers and they wanted to you know have fun in the wilderness and they, they let me finish that grind it was pretty cool Legends. that's nice yeah, that's uh, the wilderness is definitely something else. Though. I've I've definitely had very 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 toxic experiences where it's just like I hate this. Like I hate this so you, fucking much. Yeah, you know your uh, your wilderness guide and your two tick dark crab uh, video were the first two videos I ever watched. I think that's actually how I came to know who you were. Mm. Yeah, the two tick dark crabs man saved me from next. That it was getting so bad, and I just wanted hard food for next. I see. That was amazing. It's such, it's such a cool. I I wish the yeah like that method actually is just really nice um I, yeah i wish ultimately like you could kind of like i, I want to be able to tilt my camera a little bit further so the click distance isn't as much just for that yep. clicking the golem over and over but um yeah that was a nice method plus the clues are really good for a, for a skilling method so okay uh fourth question is why osrs versus other games I, I guess I kind of briefly talked about it, but and it, I think it's part of the reason I'm optimistic about uh, future content and just like the Jagex devs that we interact with on a day to day basis. I, I can't speak for the higher up company. I don't think any of us can. Like at the end of the day, they're going to be motivated by money and that's that. But coming from Fortnite, one, the age difference is huge for streaming. Like the, the donations I get, I'm not kidding you, I'd say one in three. And back then it wasn't bits, it was PayPal donations. And I'd get messages like, hey, this is so-and-so's mom. They used my credit card. Can I get it back? Because <laughs> it was like 11-year-olds. Like they don't have money, but they want to support a stream. So they, they take it. Jesus and, Christ. <laughs> and even on a more basic level of being able to relate better to people like that all played this game as a kid, you know, we've yeah. all at least got some stuff together. Uh and just being able to like be really good friends with people has been amazing. Uh, and then the updates. I mean, I could go on the entire rest of the podcast about where Fortnite neglected to do anything that related to making the game better. Uh, FOV slider is the big thing. They, my, my girlfriend gets really nauseous when she plays really tight FOV games because when you move, it looks a lot more dramatic, and so you get motion sick. Mm, yeah. And they like. They didn't allow this. We, we used to compete and we would play on stretched resolution, which got you like maybe three degrees FOV more. And you had to play on this ugly screen and they banned it. Uh, and still to this day have not added just a slider for FOV. That's and Jagex is not like that. They love the game that they play uh, and, you know, work on. I feel like every dev plays the game. 
uh, and, and you can tell. I mean, even if every update's not perfect, you can tell they like what they're doing. Yep. Now we we really do have a good and like what other game has been around for twenty plus years basically right. and is yeah. still like and we just growing. Our player count. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Despite half being bots, but yeah. yeah, definitely still a healthy player base, which is nice to see. And, and I guess just streaming the game too is really it's a really easy game to stream. Uh, you know, it, it's not like Fortnite where if you're in a fight you can't get to a message for ten minutes or yep. whatever. Uh, it's, I'm just clicking and reading chat and connecting with people. Yeah, and there's so much you can do. It's not just a shooter. I mean, you can yep. do LMS on stream. You can do PVM. You can do skilling. You can do so many things. Yep, so. yeah, definitely love the variety of old school. It's totally. one of the niche things about it. Did you ever play uh, or stream different games, Scott? I mean, we played a little bit of Apex and we were both kind of burned. Yeah, a little bit of Apex, but I never really like actually streamed other games. I've never really been into it. Before RuneScape, I played... Um, like Call of Duty and Fortnite a little bit, but never got into streaming with them. But yeah. It's just a perfect game. It really is. It really is, dude. And and the best part is like, I already love all the aspects of it being an MMO and, you know, creating your own path. And then on top of it, it's a rhythm game. Like yeah. the whole game is rhythm based. And bro, like I played donkey conga as a kid that fucking bongo game on the gamecube <laughs> yeah. i played guitar hero religiously like i'm talking for years just i would grind that shit i'd be on practice mode like i love rhythm games so much i even played guitar hero on my iphone i was i actually was like world record holder for like three different songs online on the guitar hero uh, app that that <laughs> was an amazing it was like the new and improved tap tap because like I guess yeah, tap tap yeah, was like the yeah. three buttons. This had four, and there was also like hammer ons and other things, like little um, yeah, like sliding things. But bro, I've always been super addicted to rhythm games. And as soon and and the thing is, like old, like when I played RuneScape as a kid, I didn't see it that way. Yeah. But in adulthood, Absolutely. I instantly started seeing that, and so learning one tick flicking, learning like tick manipulation, just feeling like the feeling of this game where you've learned a boss fully perfectly and it's just pure rhythm it's so good dude i tell you that's how i feel about 500s and like people are like how do you enjoy toa i bring five restores into a 500 and i usually have one yeah. left over like I'm not pack hacking supplies it's like it's enjoyable to get better and bring less stuff bring more switches and improve at the game like that yep not yep. just like going through the motions kind of thing it's it's funny because uh, I think a lot of people feel like once you get your infernal cape, uh, you're you're into the end game. You understand PVM. I swear, it's when you realize what people mean when they say rhythm game is when you get good at PVM. Because for the longest time, that sounded like such nonsense to me. Like people talking about ticks and rhythm, and and I'm like, I'm just clicking. You know, I I didn't understand that at all. And as soon as you do, uh, you can make those improvements and get so much better. Yep. As soon as you understand when people are like two ticks after that, do that, or like three yep. ticks, four ticks, and, and uh, trust me, I remember when I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Luckily, I was in that era where like everybody was kind of like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And I kind of learned yeah. with the majority of people. Sure. But bro, once you understand what it means, what a tick really means, and you've internalized it, bro, everything's just you know, so much more fun. How I've been explaining it when I when I help teach content to people. If they really aren't getting the tick thing and, you know, it just goes in one ear and out the other, mm -hmm. I ask them if they ever just click to walk when they're bank standing. Because nine times out of ten, they already know what a tick is because every time they click to walk in a bank, they're clicking every tick. 
you know, you're just like randomly pathing because you don't have anything else to do. Yep. Yep. And I swear that clicks with people uh, quite a bit. Yeah, it's that, really that not would... more complicated than that. It's just walking and yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the worst things that I see that's actually just makes me depressed is seeing people that don't understand what ping is, and so they'll just log into the, any odd world. Oh They're just like, gosh, let yeah. me just go to this fucking Aussie world with <laughs> eight, like you know eighteen hundred play. That never happens, but like some high yeah. pop Aussie world on peak hours, and they yeah. think, oh my god, this game is so laggy. Like this is unbearable and. And then on top of that, I see these people on those shitty worlds doing chambers where it's like unscuffed ohm, so crystals are hitting you earlier. It's like the whole game's just unbearable, basically. Just yeah. like this is the fucking worst. So as soon as people start understanding, like there's certain worlds that are optimized and you have to be on those worlds to really experience like nice flow. Um, I mean, I even see people on the game that like, are on 2200 worlds, like nonstop with those fucking random intermittent spikes where it's like you can't do anything for four seconds. Those worlds are yep. so bad. It's just like unbearable. Like when you really get that rhythm down, you need a stable world yeah. to have fun. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's the worst thing is like when you're trying to teach somebody like what a tick is and they're on this like painful world where like their cannon is just out of control <laughs> like just whacking out basically like stalling for five seconds and then yeah. like just jittering yeah it's horrible so it is really really hard to teach people that though it's just really is just a matter of playing and playing and playing and playing it just clicks eventually yeah okay um i guess we've already kind of heard this but how did you guys both get into streaming I mean, mine was just wanting to have people to talk to, honestly, when I was mm -hmm. playing the game. I, I didn't really have any motivation, per se. It was just like, I was at college and had free time, and I was like, eh, I don't want to stream to see if people want to watch, and Send it. ended up improving by it, you know, to talk to people, and people much better than me coming to my chat and give me tips and pointers, and it was really nice. So, I just kind of stuck with it after that. Uh, for me, my first stream was actually uh, playing Destiny 1. And you remember you could just go live from your PlayStation. Like I'm talking, it was the most rudimentary thing ever. Uh, most people didn't even have webcams, but you could just click a go live button and it would do it all from your PS4. And I did it because once in a while, one of my buddies wasn't in a raid with us or wasn't in a, you know, Trials of Osiris and he just want to watch. And so I'd go live for him. I think I built up like maybe like 30 followers just from that. Uh, and then just a quick shout out. I have a, one of my first online friends, Baby Nikki. She's a pretty big Apex streamer now. She's dating Sweet Dreams. Uh, but I used to play uh, Destiny 1 with her all the time. And right as Destiny 1 kind of faded away, she stopped streaming completely. And I started kind of trying to do it legitimately with Fortnite. And, uh, man, I was that stereotypical, like, hey, can you host me? And I hate <laughs> that. Now. But back in the day, I didn't know there was a stigma on it. You know, whatever. She was just a friend and she wasn't streaming. And so I said, hey, can you just, like, put me on your auto-host list? And she was more than happy to do it. And it just, like, boosted my stream. That, that got me past those one viewer numbers yeah. way quicker than I should have been able to. She um, is so kind for that. that would that's be, what I'm like, saying. Block. She could have just stopped being <laughs> friends with me at that point. You were that guy asking for a host. <laughs> I, I was. Straight up out of the little Thing is, like... <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I actually... I get people in my chat occasionally that'll come in, and it's very, very clear that they're trying to make it known that they stream as well. Hey, I'm going live after I watch you do your fun thing. 
yeah. <laughs> or they'll just be like, man, like I, w- I just ended my stream and like this is what kind of happened. And, and, and you kind of have to do it. I don't, I don't actually blame anybody for doing it because it just shows that you have that drive to be a content sure. creator. It's cringe as hell. Yeah. But ultimately, some of the time it works. And like you got to like in the earth, like, dude, I, I remember doing that a little bit. It's like yeah. five years I think, ago. I think everyone does at some point, And then you hit that point where you're like, wow, I should not do this at all. Yeah, you do hit a point where it's like hey, you really start judging yourself. And you're like, I was very cringe. That was really bad. Yeah. But ultimately, there was some that you did gain something from it. And it wasn't the end of the world for you. Like nobody ever remembers that I used to do that. But like a very occasion. I mean, when I like my first couple weeks of streaming, bro, I was in Iron Clan, I think. Iron Clan seventeen fifty. It was like the the more elitist players that seventeen fifty total <laughs> right. higher, and uh, <laughs> and I would just every time I'd go live, I'd be like, "Hey boys, like live on Twitch in the clan yep. chat." Nobody would fucking say a word, and I'm like, "Oh god, like it's just gotta do it." Though occasionally I get one person that pops in for five minutes, and I'm like, "I just have to do it. I have to." And then yeah, I'd go yeah. and I'd raid people and just exactly. I was gonna say, I think. I think if people want to do it in a non-cringe way today, start find someone near your stream size. Don't don't think too big. Like don't go and host Bodie with three viewers, but like find someone you enjoy watching and just raid their stream every single time they're on. Don't like do it because you expect it, but like if you like their content, then I don't know you'll you'll have stuff in common with them. You'll have stuff in common with their viewers, yeah. and hopefully, like I don't really think of Scott as a friend. I'm just using him for viewers, and uh, it's working out pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I do the same uh, thing. But but no, it's it's just, you know, <laughs> set your sights on it and don't to be obvious with like self promoting. Don't don't think about yourself. Just yeah. uh try and build a community. That it is important. Um Yeah, and yeah, you just you gotta go through that painful phase of just yeah. But this was like early days on Twitch too. I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna yeah, early, what, early days. You know what I love about Twitch recently is they've actually added some nice features for creators. So, like, when I go to my, like, homepage creator dashboard thing, like, as soon as I click on yeah. the creator dashboard, it goes to this thing. And you scroll down a little bit, and it'll show viewers that are in your stream that also stream. Yep. And I've actually found, like, five or six new streamers just in the past, like, two weeks that I've, that, like, I'm looking down there, and they're live right then. Like, they actually yep. push those people forward, so... Oh, I didn't know that. So some some people are even too humble with with self. Like there, there's a mix of like letting people know that you stream in a not obvious way. Yep. Like I was getting a, I was getting hosts from this guy, uh, Agile Tom, who's you know my size Twitch stream, but he's got this pretty big YouTube and has mm-hmm. great videos. And I think he hosted me like six times before I even found out that he did YouTube. I was like, dude, you know, you could have told me. <laughs> That's all right to at a certain point. Uh, yeah, I'm no, happy he's. To like- I just, yeah. he was actually one of those creators that I saw on my dashboard and I followed yeah. him just in the past two too weeks. Hum- almost too humble. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, straight up. But I mean, that there is something to be said about that. Like it almost gives you like more respect. It almost makes you want to help them out more Absolutely. because they didn't. So as soon as you find them, you know, that's a huge element of luck. Because yep. I remember like I had to be like three to four months of just pure like zero to five viewers for my first four months. Stream. I totally understand. Yeah. And I'm still empathetic toward those people that are streaming. So I really try to do my part, even after five years of just, I'll even go on on my phone in the late night hours and I'll just go to the zero viewers and higher on the old school section, just find new people because I just remember being that. 
And I would have, and I wished in those first three months that somebody would come and see my stream. Yeah. It's so nice. I love popping in the streams with like zero one viewers and saying hey and talking to people. It's so hard. It's such like a chicken and egg situation because it's so hard to make content when you don't have people that are providing it for you. Like bigger streamer, you're always talking to people. They're giving you topics, even if they're not super interesting. You have this constant stream of like, I can just talk about this. You have zero viewers and you're trying to attract more. You're who, who I think this is also in your cast, actually, uh, that someone like went into a different stream when they started streaming and responded to not their own chat messages. T Papa doing the it's will. Dude, and that seems yeah. really weird to me at first, but man, would that help you uh, just know what to say and not be like, all right, and now I'm attacking Ohm. Oh, and I just attacked the other Ohm. Like, uh, yeah. No, it's straight up. Like, and the thing is, is. Think about it's Will, you know. He's a genuinely amazing entertainer. Yep. But bro, yep. if he went live and there was two viewers in the stream, it would It'd not be, so be that entertaining of a stream. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it would just be like, okay, where's the energy? Like what's going yep. on here? It would just then that that's the painful fact of like starting off streaming. You could be more entertaining than it's Will, but you have two or three viewers or zero. Good luck trying to build up some energy and have a great time and just exactly. show that and you're not, funny and, and show that you're having not, a good time. Not like getting your head about it, too. The second you start thinking, man, this sucks. I don't have anyone to talk to. There's no way the rest of that stream yep. is entertaining. Yep. Yeah. It's so, so brutal. Well, that's, that's where the one thing I also see some people like when they type in my chat a lot and they'll like be typing like line after line after line and we'll having like conversation. I'm like, it's a good conversation. Like now if it's like backseating stuff, it's a little annoying, but... And then they'll be like, they'll apologize for typing. Sorry too much. for spam. Like, yeah. yeah, sorry for spam. And I'm like, no, that's the whole point of me streaming. Like, I want to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I, think, I don't get when people like apologize for stuff like that. When absolutely genuine conversation. I, I swear it's a stigma from texting. Like, oh, you're yeah. cringe if you text four lines in a row. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I completely agree. If it, if you want to yeah. like help anyone that you like as a streamer, just like chat with them. Yeah, it's definitely Honestly, the best thing. Just just to sort of push back slightly on that. And sure. I feel like there's different um, sort of categories that you fall into as a streamer. And so, like, for example, if somebody were to, if like, it's Will, for example, had a chatter, just nonstop messaging, like, a com- right. like that clearly wouldn't fly. Like, it just wouldn't right, work. Right, right. First of all, he for wouldn't sure. even read any of that because there's too yeah. much going on. <laughs> but there, because I remember, like, I wanted, like, when I hit, like, 10 viewers and stuff, I just wanted to have a conversation with people. Like, that's how it ends up being. And then you get to more people. And then the people, because I do have people where I actually... I'm glad people acknowledge that they're spamming in a sense because you do get people that are just like, okay, now, like, I guess in my head, I just think, okay, I'm a quote unquote content creator. So I have to like give time for everybody at this point. It's not just right, like right. conversation in between. It's definitely them. harder when you get more viewers and as you go on. Um, Self-awareness is good. Yeah. Self-awareness comes into play. Totally, like, totally. You have to be know like where you're being aggravating to a streamer where it's just like yeah dude have you had a viewer that or like somebody that you know irl pop into your stream and just start doxing you absolutely. yes you know what I, I texted he, him so fast so yeah i was gonna say you can you can go first scott yeah i had a, i actually had a buddy who was pretty close to me I, he watches my twitch regularly and yeah. he tuned in he saw me on like behemoth i think and he was like dude i didn't know you still played this game and i was like yeah like we used to play like a long time ago um we shouldn't talk to him we actually caught up but he came into my stream and he was like he was like hey and like 
typed like hey scott like whatever and like started talking about some other stuff and i was like whoa, 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 whoa like hold up <laughs> like he started yeah. talking about some like IRL stuff that i was like <laughs> yeah. Hold starts on. talking about like hey how's your sister so-and-so doing like, yeah it was like, like sh- it was just like family stuff and i was like ah we'll just catch up later you know yeah, so i just like important. texted him um but it was cool it was like cool meeting someone that way it was definitely like um i've met a few i think two or three people that have played runescape from irl that have like tuned in my stream and like yo i didn't know you still played this game so it was pretty cool what, what about you joe did you have a bad experience for me uh my uncle he lives on washington i'm in wisconsin but yeah. he taught uh he taught middle school science and he dude it's it's really cool like i feel like it's really rare to get family members that are like proud of the streaming thing so he was this is not on him at all he was like talking me up to his i, I think probably trying to relate to younger kids too like mm. oh you know like ninja my my nephew streams uh and so naturally they're like oh what's his username and stuff and so he shows the entire class uh who all know his last name and therefore my last name and where I live and everything shows in my profile. And I got three kids that day that come in here, call me by my last name, uh, talk about my <laughs> uncle's full la- full name. And obviously, my my first name is easy. It's it's Joe. Uh, so if you know my last name, you're good. Uh, and I, you have to ban him for a second or like time him out and yep. have to explain it. Like, sorry, dude, that you just can't. <laughs> yep. Especially getting doxxed and all that stuff lately. Like, nope. Not taking yeah, no, just like in your Vedion arc, can you imagine? Just like oh my god, <laughs> they, they found out way more than I thought was possible. Uh, so I'm sure it's not that hard to find that stuff. But yeah, yeah. It, it is cool though when people take an interest. Like I've started finally getting over my like, oh I'm a nerd. People don't want to hear about this. I've started like posting some RuneScape stuff on my normal Instagram. Mm. Uh, it took me a while to get out of that, but it is cool when people you find out people you haven't talked to in forever actually have the same interests, especially RuneScape, man. Yeah, everyone we went to like elementary school with has a really decent chance of at least knowing what this game is, if yeah. not still playing it. Yeah, so yeah, it's cool, but be careful. <laughs> yeah, the doxing thing. I mean, I had to like, I mean, I was not even using Facebook when I first started anyway, but I had to delete that. I had to fully deactivate it. I'm like, there's no way because my Facebook, like I had when I was like 12. <laughs> and there was yeah. everything yeah. on there from when yeah. I'm like 12 yep. to however goddamn long. So I was just like, no, nah, we're deleting this. And uh, I I also had to like, I had to dox myself, like as in like pretend like I'm the one that's trying to, you know, find out information about myself, like search right. me and like delete college projects and stuff I had worked on. Because like I was, a, I was a communications major, so I had to make like WordPress fucking things. Sure. Search my name and just seeing like college projects that I had. And I'm like, yeah. delete that. Like, had to like remember the usernames, like, try to like break into my WordPress account. <laughs> so like, I don't fucking remember any of this info. And I didn't yeah. care at that time. Like, back right. back in the day, just put your full ass address number on your Facebook, just yeah. every okay. single family member you have, every single high school, and like just everything. Social security number. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's just what you did. You would, so. you would add random people on Facebook. And this wasn't like a follow. This was like they get your birth birthday they get where you live <laughs> yeah. they get and you just people just add you yeah it's just widely yeah. accepted yeah early days dude and as a kid <laughs> like bro i don't even want to imagine the cringiest shit i would post <laughs> oh no on oh, my my God, no. I, i'm I, one of those I people i can't look back six months and not cringe at myself uh yeah. I can't imagine that far back. Bro, yeah. bro. Okay, so the last thing, I, I just remember I briefly reactivated my Facebook. This is probably like two years ago. And I just checked out my um, Facebook Messenger. 
And there are conversations from when I am 12. <laughs> Bro, I went back there and I was uh, just literally talking I to my read friend. And I'm, I'm inviting him to my 13th birthday. <laughs> and I swear to God, like, I'm like, who the fuck was I? Like, I, nothing about this is familiar at all. In fact, I'm just like, absolutely like this kid needs to be punched in the face, basically. <laughs> like, this, like, who is this? And I'm looking back at like all these conversations and I am literally tense. Like, I'm like actually tensing up because I'm just like, what the shit? Like, this is so weird. Dude, speaking of this. So, you know how we, uh, I, I don't know, like thinking back to that, it reminds me of how bizarre life is and how bizarre like our narrative of ourself is as well. Because yeah, oh, for sure. I'm just yeah. thinking of myself and it just feels like a linear path up to where I am, you know? And it's like, oh, I've always been the same person. And I look back at that. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm no, one, I, I don't recognize anything oh, yeah. about myself as a kid, like hardly. Can you imagine if we had like 100% memory capacity? Like, I, I think that's half the reason our brains work the way they do and like block stuff out. If, if you could remember everything about who you were. Oof. Oh my God. I don't think I'd want that. In our defense, we were kind of guinea pigs of. Still are. Still te are. Texting. Oh, at, in, in a lot of different ways, but like online texting, uh, all that stuff. Like, I'm very glad I didn't grow up now. Like with all the thank technology, God. dude. Thank it, God. Be, Even I'm just the Fortnite up, like, going outside and stuff, like, dude, the Fortnite yeah. kids in my stream that don't have a single consequence for anything they say or do. Uh, we we had a we had a good mix, I think, of knowing that like the real world was there, and then the internet was like a way to access sure. it. But but now it's all meshed. No, I mean, One we did two lobbies made us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> built us and who we are today. Oh, yeah. for sure um no but real talk like i do not envy at all growing up and right now like that would be very brutal because even right now i mean i'm a little bit i like i'm definitely one of those people that like i value progress and i understand how much better we have it than obviously 50 years ago and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. but i'm like bro i am still like i am I like I isolate myself. Like it's just it's so easy to. You have online space. You just it's like if I were living thirty years ago, it's just like there's no such thing as just sitting at your place on your computer. Like there's not yeah. A, yeah, you just be with people all the time, and that like immensely helps with your overall like you know social connections and happiness and just like all these other things. Like because you're just with people. It's just like human connections makes life better. So those kids that grow up and never experience, because at least yeah, I got difficult. a really good like experience of growing up and being around Damn. people, college, all that. It's only like yeah. recently in the past like five years I've chosen to <laughs> basically like just, you know, be alone, play games. And I love it. But ultimately, like I still know there's a downside to that. And uh, absolutely the people that just don't ever see that don't ever get to experience it because every single thing they do is an online experience is terrifying. Yeah. So my uh, my nephew is two years old right now, and I have to say the way my older brother and and uh, sister in law are raising him is amazing up to this point. His screen time is like non existent right now, mm. uh, just to like try and keep that from him as long as possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, hell, I didn't get a razor smartphone or not a smartphone, just a razor phone uh, until eighth grade, I think, because yeah, I think, my mom I think mine was seven. Yeah. yeah, like everyone had them and stuff. I didn't understand oh, the flip it. Phone. But yeah, yeah. yeah. 
dude, Razer's are the cool phone. So yeah, probably like slide phone dollars oh. to yeah. Yeah, my mom had a um, razor. Yeah, but I, I think it's so hard to like balance that now as as parents and as kids. It's and the, tough just and with all the access like, technology too. Exactly. Just so much access to it. So and many... it's hard to interact with our world without it. That's, like, that's everything is built around it now. You're yeah. you're almost doing yourself a disservice by eliminating Not, it. Like you yeah. need to have a healthy like you need to know because like my sister and brother in law have a child and like she just turned six. And it's yeah. like she has an iPad like that she uses for games and learning programs and stuff like that. And she's amazing at it. Like she knows everything about an iPad, like just yeah. more than I know, like at this point, she <laughs> knows right. how to get everywhere, knows everything. And that's a really valuable skill as a child. But ultimately, like you still have to have the balance of like you can't be on this thing all day and yep. do real life things. It's, it's, it's so tough, though, because if you if you isolate your kid from technology, then when they getting into the real world like bro we're living in a world that's all technological like, you need to know this shit like yeah yep i get to just feel like a god when i change hdmi inputs for my grandma <laughs> <laughs> yeah no old people bro old people like my so my um my grandpa on my mom's side like both of my mom's grandparents have died or my mom's parents have died and right my mom's dad my mom remembers him being the most tech savvy person of all time like when she when she grew up, you know, she's my he knew everything about, you know, fixing things and the latest technology and gadgets back in the fucking like eighties and nineties and stuff, you know, just it's that old right. stuff. And I mean now I mean he's dead now, but like he did not know about technology as like the yeah. older he got, he just became unaware and it would just surprise my mom. It's like wow, like my dad knows nothing like about and any of this stuff. It's clueless. And it's gonna happen to us. I know. It's already we're, happening. We're gonna be talking about our we're gonna be talking about our click rhythm game. It's gonna be like you're not playing on holograms. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I like the more mechanical stuff. I don't like the whole like eye movement. I like clicking stuff, you know. That's right. my generation. <laughs> <laughs> Physical I will say buttons. At, yeah. As a counterpoint, I, mm -hmm. I still absolutely agree kids are not getting the right balance between, you know, online stuff and real world uh, mm -hmm. interactions. But I think we're inherently like guilty when we stay inside, even if we're talking in a discord call with 10 of our friends playing runescape all day, there's that guilty feeling because we grew up thinking outside interaction is the only interaction. Uh, and I feel like if you, people can get past that a little bit, obviously find your balance, but it's really nice. I mean, I talk to, I don't know, 20 different friends every single day. Uh, and if I didn't feel like a little bit guilty, it'd be so much more enjoyable to just like have all these connections and, and genuine friends, even if you don't see them in person for your first three years of knowing each other. Mm. I Yeah, I really do wonder because we definitely adapt as humans. I just think there's something like with language in general, like there's like all we're getting right now is just audio. Like we're talking to each other and we're just getting audio cues basically. Yep. And that's that's enough for majority of language and stuff but like when you're in person with somebody you're picking up so many signals and so much energy from the person and it just makes communication and just being with each other so much more vibrant and just like bro like I'm yeah. just here like literally here in the same place and you just pick up on so many more things so definitely I'm, I'm really in person yeah making eye contact with people so online is perfect mm. same <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know why. I just like it's that Midwest thing. You're passing someone in a hallway and you like look at your feet. I don't know what it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. 
I, I had to serve, um, a, I had to, had to serve a two year mission for my church. So I had to just literally be, uh, I had to meet strangers for two years straight. And like, that really helped me like, yeah, I'm sure get out of my, I, I was already pretty much like a class clown. So I was already kind of like had that energy, but yeah, over the past several years, I've definitely like, almost, I feel like I've lost my social skills. I, I built up, but they're still but there, again, technically. You, you think that, but you spend your entire day interacting with hundreds of different people. And like, even if it's not in-person signals, you're picking up on like who they are over time mm -hmm. uh, and doing these podcasts. I mean, what we're episode 155. Yeah. So even if it feels weird to be in person, I don't think we're necessarily losing it. Uh, it's just it's just a new world. And we're, we're kind of that bridge between those two worlds right now. Yeah, when we grew it's, up. it's really it's it's fascinating. It's terrifying and like exciting in the same way. But I still I still think there's something that you you really can't match a physical Absol connection absolutely. with somebody that's like in person. Like that's just never oh, no. You definitely need both. Yeah. Absolutely. Or okay. else uh, my girlfriend and I would yeah. still be long distance. Oh, dude, I can't. So I've just had a couple experiences with that. Just, man, it's so hard because nowadays, like, it, at least in regards to dating and, like, relationships, it's like I want somebody that understands me. Like, I want somebody that, like, I don't have to pretend to be somebody else. Yeah. And it, that dude, always yeah. kind of felt like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, it, it literally yeah. has always felt like I could, I can't truly be myself because my true self like who who is that attracting you know I'm, yeah, i want to play right. runescape like that clearly like nobody's into that i have to be a giga chat alpha and like you know just <laughs> shoot guns drive trucks and shit um, let me oh, just uh let me just recommend meeting through ninja <laughs> you, you meet through ninja you don't have to hide any bit of your nerdiness it's all it's all right on the table it dude it's yeah. it's honestly amazing though because that's how we met on twitch you know she likes watching video games she likes yeah, playing yeah. video games I, I don't have to hide any of that and now we live together so i mean there's been I, I won't name names but there's been a couple girls that i've like have met me through my stream and we talked you know and it's sure. like this is so nice because yeah. they already know who I am. Like, they right. already, like, yeah. literally know who I am. <laughs> I don't have to fucking hide shit. I don't have to be like, oh, crap, when am I going to tell them I play RuneScape on stream? Like, shit. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's part of the struggle, too. But, like, yeah, yeah. No, so. You get a ninja raid, but. But long-term <laughs> stuff, like, not being able to be in person with somebody is brutal. Yep. It's brutal. Yep. It was tough because when we started, it was COVID. So you had to really like work hard to like set up a safe meetup, at least yeah. in my situation when I, I didn't want to get my grandparents sick. Mm -hmm. um, but it worked out. Yeah, that's really nice. Okay, the last question from Corndog Murphy. Any advice for newer returning RuneScape players? Uh, join a clan, I guess would be solid. Yeah, solid advice. Uh, Want to clan? Go for Barrows Clubs. Do quests early. That's it. Yeah, Questscape. Questscape is good. Don't Questscape don't follow my, first my path. Yeah, yeah. But Questscape also, the first like, big goal is really nice. It unlocks you so many areas and gets your quests at a good base level. And you, sh yeah. Yep. Good just know how you your can. brain works too. Like for me and Scott, I think we're very very similar in that we can just hammer this one thing until it's done uh, yeah. and not get burnt out. But some people they'll think. Oh, this guide said I have to go for Questscape. I'm going to go for Questscape, and then they burn out because they don't even try anything else, and they're getting bored. Yeah, so if, and you, I will if say, you know you're that person, just branch out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about you. I didn't follow a guide for my Iron Man. I 
I looked at the Osiris Guide. I forget what version it was. And I remember reading a few lines and then it said, get 99 thieving. And I was like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I closed the guide and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to like play my iron, get Barrow's Gloves, see what I want to do after that. And like, I mean, ended up working out and I enjoyed it. So I probably filed a little bit more of a guide than you did. I Alfie had this paste bin for a PVM oh, yeah. rush hardcore. And even though I was an iron, I, I wanted to get to PVM quickly. Like, yeah. I did my first solo chambers with a Sraknus cudgel uh, and Damn no, like, Warhammer or anything. Oh, yeah, no. My my early game was all super just... I did Barrow's early game, got more hard diaries, and then just did Slayer, like a normal account. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I mean, guide, guides are good. You'll, you'll have people that argue that it's ruining the game mode because everything is so optimized. At least yeah. one one path is. But um, if, if you it's need that structure, optimized. go for it. Yeah, structure is nice, but I'll definitely just say play the way you'd like, enjoy it. Yeah, early game goals. is fun. Goals, early goals, game goals. and mid game. Yeah. Early game and mid game in your first time is really fun. So new first returning players, nice. like if you're playing an Iron Man, especially like I, I was the same with you, Scott. I didn't follow any guides. I just did whatever the fuck I wanted to, and I had a great yeah. time. The, the dopamine from every little upgrade as an Iron Man, I think that's what got me hooked on. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I, you people just get over that. Your first sure. dragon skin, like your yeah. like first rune skin, even like you're just like, dude, I got a rune skin. No way! Like it's just like dude. that feeling, like you get an unlock yep. and just earned it yourself. It's so good. Something different uh, about it. Ancient staff at one point is your like depending on when you get it is your best in slot yep. melee yep. weapon, and it's so exciting getting it, just bashing things with it. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, it's uh, it just depends on how you play. Questing I never enjoyed, but ultimately I always recommend quest cape. Because Plus Helper it, now makes it a lot. Better. Oh, I can't even imagine. Oh, actually, I can imagine because I did my first ever Quest Helper quest the other day. Oh, yeah. The other day, yeah. It was absolutely stupid. Yeah, yeah. Literally just click blue boxes. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it makes it was, every quest half the time. It was so nice. So, yeah, getting a quest cape nowadays would be a breeze. Yeah. But, Plus, you learn some PVM stuff. Like, Seren is not an easy fight. Nope, uh, nope. Desert Treasure Two, definitely not easy. Uh, so you can you can Those pick up a lot of stuff. Those end bosses are pretty uh, pretty tough too. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. I think that sums it up. Know what you're playing for, though. I think is the biggest thing. Like for me, I had the main. I love doing chambers. I was like, I cannot wait to get to this point where I'm grinding for my own Tebow on my iron, and yeah. just get you going. Slice of mayo asks 1v1 battle to the death loser deletes their iron who's winning <laughs> what 1v1 like irl battle to the death I delete your you iron fight. you've deleted yourself irl what the hell or what is this 1v1 battle in pvp in pvp and joe's it, probably winning i don't joe's know better PvP. what about lms yeah Same joe's winning. really joe's winning i think yeah. i've just done it more okay. yeah I mean, P- when it comes to pvm we're, we're like the same like legitimately we're like basically the same our yeah. pbs are, are similar i i i think if he did it more we'd be even i think irl scott is definitely more athletic than me i think i have like reach on you probably i'm only five ton, but yeah i'm i'm six foot so i'm a little bit but i still think you win wait you're six foot so you're actually five eleven <laughs> i was gonna say i'm i'm six foot and I probably am 5'11", not for the reason that people lie about it, but for the reason that I play RuneScape and I have a gamer's hunch back now. <laughs> that, that's why I'm 5'11", okay. instead of 6 foot. It is so. interesting. 6 foot's an interesting one because it's the one thing where it's so... If you actually are 6 foot, you can just say you're 6 foot and it's way easier. But ultimately, most guys give themselves an extra inch. Well, until you hit like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, then it's like you almost want to give yourself like a negative inch. 
Yeah, nope, like I'm, I'm actually six foot. My younger okay. brother is six two. My older brother is five eleven. I see. Yeah, I'm five two. My, both my brothers were taller than me. It's human. Yeah, I'm ju- I'm just under better. I'm just under five eleven. But uh, yeah, and, and my two brothers are taller than me as well, just by like an inch, like inch yeah. and a half. So I guess Scott's deleting his iron if we PvP in game, and I'm deleting my iron IRL. Yeah. <laughs> Scott would show up with a baseball bat too. All I've got is skis. <laughs> yeah, he's an actual baseball player. The guy could fucking smash. Uh, it. That's what I'm saying. I'd I'd be done. Unless you we have love a gun. Mayo, by the way. Yeah. That that guy's a legend. Oh, <laughs> Unless yeah. you have a gun. All right, we're talking about this now. Okay, gonna <laughs> always have a gun. All right. Uh, top three most memorable RuneScape moments. I'm gonna go first. Actually, go on. Top Do three: it. Mace. Crossbow and um, I think Scythe. In that order? Nah, probably Crossbow first. Actually, no, actually probably Mace. It's it's hard because Crossbow was like the that was like the first huge like relief of all time. Yeah, it's like three months of pure rev degeneracy. Finally got it. Just was over. Just all it it just ended right there. It felt so good. Mace was. I think it's just be, simply because Mace was the second time. It, I just feel like the, the crossbow might actually get a little bit of an advantage. But I would probably say they're like neck and neck. Scythe was amazing. I wasn't streaming for it. But uh, I don't know. Third Age is also... The, God damn it. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. <laughs> but I'm just thinking of drops-wise. Those are my probably top three. What about you? Yeah. Uh, For me, probably Tebow number one. Probably Shadow number two and Infernal Cape number three. I, I still remember my first Ooh, Infernal Cape like it was fuck, yesterday. Fuck, I forgot about that. Damn that I like still best top three feelings in the game. I was so happy when I got that. It was my first triples and first suck. And it was my 17th attempt. You're and right. Was, Dude, no way. We're even similar on that. I got mine on 18th. Yeah, very happy on that. It, it was, I mean, I, I felt the ground and joy. Same with Tebow, but please. Getting an infernal, I'm gonna just delay Joe's answer and just say <laughs> no, that that infernal cape, bro. There's no better feeling. I just remember, for an item you know you're gonna get like if you complete the KC because obviously like chambers is a drop and like mm-hmm. shadows a drop, but yeah, infernal cape, it's something about it just hits different. Because like just I got no eating it. I got my cape a year after it released. And on release, I vowed to myself I'd never even go there. Like, fuck that. That's just the most yep. insane content of all time. Hell no. This place looks AIDS. Like, it's too impossible. I have to have best in slot gear anyway, so I'm not even going to try. And then getting that Tebow 20KC, I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that's – I could actually maybe do this. And, and, again, I was in the Iron Clan, like, 1750 thing, and there was, like, one person with an Infernal Cape on their iron, and they were worshipped. And I was like, bro, like, I wish I was worshipped. Like, how fucking badass would it be if I got my Infernal Cape on an iron and just got to, like, slay with it? Like, can you... I would just, I would fantasize in my head about, like, just doing a Slayer task and being able to wear an Infernal Cape and then having people be like, yo, nice cape. And then, you know, getting the flex that I'm an Iron Man, too. And they're like, what the fuck? And it actually happened several times afterward. But, like, bro... There is no better feeling than getting your infernal cape and just feeling like a literal living god. Yeah, you feel like a beast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Actually, all right. What about you? Yeah. Just... I was going to talk quickly. We we all get that reaction now. If you have Blorva as an iron, you get that reaction. Like, yeah, oh, nice oh Blorva. God. Oh, 
<laughs> iron. <laughs> iron. <laughs> Maybe not as much anymore, but dude, yeah. when you, when we first got it, because it took so long to get those orbs. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't know, when I had to practice on my main, I didn't have anything. I had a fire cape, uh, uh, no gear. So it took me a while to even, like, I went and got my infernal on my main just to practice to awaken bosses. Uh, but yeah, even that was, like, pretty pretty soon after it came out, and it was a good feeling. Yeah, you Top, guys got uh, it earlier. You both did. Yep. Uh, it was fun grinding that out on release. Like, even, like... Sorry to delay you again, but... No, no, no. Go for it. Even, uh, like, I, that was one of the pieces of content that, like, obviously it wasn't accept, uh, accessible to Iron right away, like Blorba. Yep. Like, I mean, some of them, like, Puggin and Lake were trying it on release, like, burning, like, using their orbs right away. But it's like, dude, I'm, I'm waiting. Like, I, I wasn't going to do that right away. And that's one of those pieces of content where, like, I was kind of, like, I was kind of fine with it being just acceptable or accessible to mains and having them yep. only do it and watching it on stream because remember Adicon had like 20k viewers same with sync like that was yeah. such a cool night like watching them do that all day um and compete to like world's first that was such that was such cool day yeah that was sick i remember i was at the the sync party when he got it and mod, yeah, uh, mod nox was like turning into jab and stuff yeah. it felt like one of those classic runescape moments that yeah, I don't know, was really I, cool. I, I missed with not being there for like top release and stuff mm-hmm. yeah, very good really update cool. And also leads into what we were saying with the sailing raid. Like delayed stuff can be so yep. sick. You you yeah, have this constant, so cool. dude. Especially if you're trying to get like ninety in a new skill, that could take so long for yeah. some people. Not not only that, but then to complete the raid, it'd be yeah. amazing to watch. Yeah. Uh, as far as moments, Infernal Cape has to be has to be one of those. It it like you said, I I promised myself I was not going to do it. I said nope. Fire Cape is where we stop. I remember telling my friend that didn't really play much RuneScape how impossible Inferno was. I could just never do it. Uh, So that's got to be up there. I tanked uh, seven ranged hits at 30 HP off prayer to survive (laughs) to get my cape. Holy (laughs) giga gamer. No, it was not gaming. I I got up to Zuck on my 10th attempt. I didn't get my cape until my 5th Zuck. I just kept it, it's Same. what I was talking fifth about earlier. Fifth suck for me, dude. I just kept it's the nerves, it's the shaking. It's like I I become half the player I am, bro. I'm like nervous about something, bro. My first Zuck, I got past healers. I finished the healers. Hey, me too. Ooh. And me I too. stepped out of the fucking shield and I died. Oh, yep, no. exactly the same yep. for five Zuck healers first. Yep, yep. And, and that was devastating for me. Yeah, yep, devastating. I, I will just say sat that there and I just was like, cause, cause I could feel the cape. Like I could feel it. Like I was like, I'm yeah. going to get this. Like, and it, this was only like a few days in, I got to Zuck. Like this was like, you know, maybe four or five days in I got there Yeah, and it took me another, like, you know, seven days to finally get my cape. But like, bro, when you feel it, like, I think Zuck was like, you know, 150 HP left just fucking died yeah. and i just sat there in disbelief and i just felt sick i wanted to puke i was like oh my god i can't so imagine fun. that early too like we oh. have so many resources that you did not have yeah. to get up to that point i i will say i'm really trying to break the stigma of oh once i get my cape i'm never going back i feel like so many people view it as this terrible chore and it's such a perfect piece of content that becomes so much fun like the two seconds you have to solve a wave plus mechanics uh, and and the you know longevity of it is so mm-hmm. much fun. My my younger brother is going for his right now, and he still hates it. And uh, I'm hoping he gets to that point where he can start enjoying it even before you get your first cape. It can be so much fun. It's hard uh, to enjoy it before your first cape. I was, I was yeah. about to say it's, it's funny you say that because even after my first cape, I wasn't enjoying it. Then when I went for CAs, and I that's when I started enjoying Inferno. Oh yeah, 
I, I just hated it. I hated it going for the 50 HP task, but it taught me so much about Inferno and how to do it. Absolutely. And it was actually enjoyable. It is hard to like wrap your brain around getting ready for a day of Inferno. You're like, yeah. I'm going to go gear up after getting a task and it's going to take like the next three hours. I, I guess for Zuck Helms, it's going to take a long time. It's kind of like clue scrolls are for me. I'm not as motivated as you guys. I get a clue and I think I have to gear up for this. I hope have to hope I have the items for it because I'm still missing a couple of things. And uh, it just seems like this chore to like get started for it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't do them very much. And I'm sure that's how people feel about Inferno too. Just like this big chore. But dude, it's yeah. such a good piece of content. It is. But, um, really so good. Inferno Cape, definitely big one. Uh, Void Waker Blade, absolutely up there. That was like the biggest. X like, rate. Was that all dude, that, Calvarion? Nope. Vedion, oh, yeah. solo Vedion. All Vedion. So it, was, it was clans. You want to hear something funny? I, I got so tired of stream sniping uh, <laughs> that I added, if you go back and look at the clip ever, I added a fake health bar in the spot where the normal health bar is and i changed it to calvarion instead of Vedion. so when people would glance at my stream it would look like i was oh killing calvarion. my god that is fucking funny uh and then they caught on to it so yeah. i just added a bunch of uh like just banners that said not Vedion on it but then i'd like i i'd think about it even more and i'd go to calvarion with the not Vedion things on so they were like wasting their time <laughs> hopping to look for me at Vedion. So, but anyways, when I finally got that, it, it was like an IRL relief. I was just, oh, okay, yeah. I'm not going to have to deal with restored. these guys. Yeah. Uh, Allie was like, I, I actually called my local police station and said, hey, if you get like a swatting thing, like I'm not abducting anyone. Everyone recommended to do that if you're getting docs and like they know your Holy address, which, which they did. Uh, that is terrifying. My older brother is a, is a SWAT medic. And a flight medic. He actually, on YouTube, if you ever search prep medic, that's my older brother. He's got like 500,000 subs, 600,000. Um, but yeah, he said, wow. absolutely call your local police department. Because I don't know how many people have died from swatting nowadays. But uh, Jesus. It's a funny call to make, though, because you're like, hey, I'm not going to do any of this really bad stuff. So don't worry about it if you get a call. Like, it's, <laughs> it sounds super and that's probably the like, most suspicious thing ever, but they knew probably, what it was. Yeah, that's probably yeah. not even the most rare thing now because there's such no. thing as content creation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, holy shit. So it, it was not just a relief in game, but I was just so happy to not yeah, have to deal with them. They, they lost nice. interest very, very fast. Yeah. Uh, and we got a couple of them banned. The ones that had like blatant like N-words in their name uh, yeah. Yeah. got them banned and stuff, so... So that was number two. And I don't know, number three, it, it might be weird, but Scott getting his Tebow in that raid, I was so relieved because I still felt so bad for getting the one yeah. in front of him, dude. And I just knew like, okay, now we can all just like play the game relax. and <laughs> relax about it. That might be up there. I still think that's one of my most viewed clips, Scott, is Damn. your Tebow in my stream. <laughs> Damn. I think that's probably the three. I'm sure I'll think of something else that was big, but... Seven. I just keep thinking of it as a 7x rate hilt because, like, I went 3.5x, and that was bad. Yeah, so it was, uh, see, it was 2,500 Vedion. I think, like, 150 oh. of that was before the rework for Comet Achievements. And then How many it was pads? Zero. What? And then uh, it's that much Vedion, and then Calvarion was 1240 Calvarion. Wow, no pet rip. No pet. Uh, just to go over the wall. Probably got a quick. bunch of rings though. Dude, the Sam fuse. Oh, I you had, probably have like two thousand plus now, right? Yeah, I had I had uh, over two thousand. 
I, wow. I've used so many of them and because I just didn't even think about using yeah, them. So I'm down to like 1,000 now, but I use them in Inferno, uh, you know, in our 500s. But seven Ring of the Gods, 14 Dragon 2Hs, 14 Skulls of Edeon, and then one Blade. Yeah, mine is... Um, uh, crap, where is it? I had nine Skulls of Edeon. I, those were pissing me off. They're so annoying. They're just And they're not even loot-beamed. Depending on what your settings so are, they're garbage. just this little ugly item on the ground. <laughs> I, I got to I, I just remember because I already had a ring in my. I already had two rings, but only one was in my log, and so because because I already got the pet uh, before the collection log was ever a thing. So right. I got a set, dude. Getting that second pet was so tilting. I so bet. it was like three x rate of blade, and I got the pet. I'm like, I'm gonna throw something like this is out of control. I. I should note, by the way, I didn't have a uh, chain mace for any of this. This oh, was all blood. No. This was all. This is no. all bludgeon. Uh, dude, I ended up bringing two inquisitors pieces in when I had fools protecting me. I uh, I brought like inquisitor as risking a bunch of shit. Damn, uh, savage. And still, bludgeon is like, it's so much worse than chain mace. Yeah, it, it's so like cool. twice the kill time yep. as chain mace yep. is. Painful. Yeah. I. Oh my god. Oh, see, I would have, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just thinking if I had a bludgeon, maybe I would do Calvarion just to like, but then again, it's like 3x, The they have to do so many more kills there and it feels almost like the exact same. There's just very little difference between the two. Funny enough, I used Scythe with Calvarion with two Inquisitors pieces. Oh, wow. How was that? That's interesting. Uh, is, I, when I calced it, it was still a lot worse than Chain Mace, but a lot better than Bludgeon there. I think Elder Maul is technically better than Bludgeon at Calvarion because you can do so much damage in one hit. And you yep. know when he's just immune because he hasn't gotten to his attack cycle yep. after killing his dogs? Like, you're not wasting time with Elder Maul hardly ever. Those are ticks you already point. had to lose. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, Scythe was fun. I, I, at least it, like, was something new to try. Bludgeon is, like, the worst item in the game. It's so ugly and, like, the sound is bad. And what? <laughs> I actually love the bludgeon. I love what I, it lo I love, like, how you get it. I love the look of it. I, I, I miss when that was the best-in-slot crush weapon. I, I loved the look of it on release, and maybe it's just because I, like, went so long using it there that I got tired of it. Oh, I, I guess bet. you 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 have more reason to complain how dry you went on that mace, so yeah. your opinion probably goes further. No, I, I actually, like, deep down, I kind of wish they would make a, a, a almost like a like an upgrade to the bludgeon or something like that. Some, are you useful I, again? Yeah, I just love the bludgeon. Like, I was even saying, like, how cool would it be if, like, the bludgeon got, like, some special attack or something? Like, it, they would have to do so much to it. And then the other problem is, well, then what is it? What happens to the mace? What happens to the other model? What happens to the, yeah. everything else? But I really do miss... The bludgeon okay, just, being good. Just changing its sound to what the sound that the Inquisitor Mace and the Seractus Cudgel makes would make that weapon better in my eyes. I yeah, hate just, the bludgeon sound. Like, I Doom. love Yeah, I love the mace sound. That's uh, actually let's let's talk quick about crush weapons mm -hmm. and how dumb it is that the executioner's axe is not a five tick crush weapon. Like primarily. I know it has a crush yeah, yeah. option. Why did they make this thing compete with scythe? When when crush was wide open, there are no good five tick uh, crush weapons. Yeah, besides the leaf bladed battle axe, but that's not really good. Just <laughs> right. Yeah, no, interesting. Um, yeah, they wanted it to be like this direct comparison, and especially with Scythe getting buffed, there is zero reason to ever go for that axe. 
I, I don't know what the time to get it is compared to Scythe, but it can't be that much better with the four pieces you have to get. Thing is, like, I don't actually mind it being Slash, actually. Um, I just think it's harder to fit it into a place where it'll definitely. be Definitely. It's, it's definitely hard to fit anything in because people have these attachments to certain weapons. Like, they never want... It makes... it For, for good reason. Currently, mm -hmm. the Scythe shouldn't be devalued. But, like, they don't want certain things to be devalued. And it's just so hard to fit things into the meta. So, I think... And I don't even think they were trying to compare it to the Scythe. I think they were just trying to... Because the whole idea behind the Soul Reaper Axe was just this idea from Reddit. And they just took it. And it's just the most convoluted weapon to use. And it's actually really AIDS using. It's not fun. There's like the one place it's all right using is Vardorvis. Right. That's yeah. simply because you're already focused. But if you're trying to use that, because the axe in theory is really good at Slayer. You know, if you want to do some melee Slayer tasks. Like sure. if you just camped at five. But the problem is, is like, it's actually just unbearable using because most tasks, you're not just fully focused. And so you're just nonstop losing HP as soon as you don't attack for, you know, eight ticks. Yeah. And just, yeah, just stacks going away is such a weird so thing. Stupid. That whole thing needs to be fully reworked. Just del it's like, just rework it entirely. Don't have it have anything that it has right now. I feel like just make it some make other niche. I, I like that it could potentially be best in slot versus two by two monsters. I like the niche that the scythe fills where it's like all big monsters, three by three or larger, it annihilates them. Yeah, That's right. what it should really fill. The shadow is the off case of the mega rares where it just annihilates everything. I think that's so stupid. But how about axe with blood fury? When you proc a heal, it heals double what the normal blood fury does Ooh. and it uses half, half the charges. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. No, they could. I mean, they're, they're. I mean, it could even have something like. Just imagine they fully reworked it, where like the Soul Reaper axe, its spec was just a big hit that guarantees a Blood Fury proc, so you can guarantee a heal with when you spec with it. Obviously, you would still use Void Waker specs and other things, but at least it but has it, that niche. Is it still charged with? Or you're saying take I away the like? I just say get rid of that shit. Like I, I, I don't like that whole yeah, like stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. it's. And, yeah, if they're if they're gonna go down that second orb route, like I think there actually is some really cool niches to fill, especially in regards to skilling. I hate that the skilling um, specs are just raise your mining level, level. by three, and yeah. it's useless at ninety nine. Like the whole thing's stupid. They could really do something amazing with a second orb that does have charges that you stack up, and then you send them. And for like mining and fishing, you can send it. When you have a big charge, you just guarantee fish or guarantee ore or guarantee, you know, multiple ores or something. Something that keeps skilling a little bit more engaging. Yeah, sure. And and they have the potential to involve that in PVM. But, oh, my God, like, how they've done it is just bad. That's part of the reason why I'm still three out of four with it and I haven't finished it. It's, like, one of the items I still don't have on my account. And I just, like, can't be asked going back to Whisper for my final piece. <laughs> I'm, I'm three out of four as well and also need Whisper. Yeah. The Scott effect. It's so crazy because I'm actually like done with DT2 and I started like hella late on that shit. Like I just did you did you get Virtus then? You I got no, okay, I guess zero. Oh, okay. Zero Virtus. <laughs> yeah, you have zero Virtus. I know. That's that's how I was surprised when you said that. No, no, no. Honestly, that's, I'd that's be true. more motivated to go for Virtus than than Axe. Uh it's pretty cool. It's actually have some like uses at uh obviously Slayer, but top too, bringing one piece of Virtus with the Odinus ward. I've actually found a decent amount of uses for it. And I've been barraging jellies, which has been nice for hard clues. Yep. Super nice for those. 
I, I got really lucky at DT too. I've heard some really horror, some bad horror stories of people going like four X rate of like an axe piece and stuff. Like oh, yeah. every, all my vestiges and all my axe pieces were right under rate, just barely. That's so nice. So I got everything nice, um, no vertus at all, which is actually like the best thing that could happen because now I could just do any bosses I want and have that's true. Chances. I guess. I still have the conspiracy theory, though, that each boss has a slightly bigger chance for one piece of Virtus. <laughs> the conspiracy I, I, I swear. I swear that... <laughs> how uh, could you even... Like, but the, the thing is, they're so rare already. Like, how could you even, like, possibly yeah. think that? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it a theory, and I'm not trying to prove anything. All right? You know what my theory is? Duke. It's Duke is yeah. hat. Okay. It's Leviathan is body, and Whisper is rope skirt. And Var doesn't drop anything, and everyone knows that. That is funny. You know what my conspir- biggest conspiracy theory is of this game? Yes. Corrupted Hunleth has this thing where you get it down really low HP and it just oh, makes you hit zeros. Absolutely. It's, it's, not, it's not even like higher defense. Like maybe that's the case, but it's just literally it just forces you to do like three yeah. zeros at the end. 100% yep. agree. I remember like, going for that CG time. I was so... Like was I'm not so going bad. crazy with that. Like everybody believes that. I feel like that's I not think- even... From a realistic standpoint, it's because you're paying more attention to it, so you notice the zeros more. Like, but why does no other boss kill, feel like that? Why is it only the Hunleth that feels like that? It's there is something going I on. <laughs> I think it. I think it's because of how dumb it gets, how, how annoying it gets at the end, where you're like, yeah. I need to kill this before next tornadoes, or else it's going to be extra annoying. Dude, it is how I would view it. I, I still know. feel like that place which gains. I, I agree with you. It gains so much. It's, it's, it's there's something going on. I need to ask. I I I almost like want to ask a J mod because I don't know if anyone's asked that before. There's got, there's something going wrong there. There <laughs> just has to be. I've done too many corrupted. I've only done 500, but like every. Say, they're very very rarely will i just actually finish the boss like normally yeah. without hitting a zero it's like one in 20 hunt but like the 19 out of 20 it's just like here's three zeros at the end right at the end <laughs> just like what the hell dude i still have to get my uh my bofa so i'll, I'll let you know yeah just just pay it more attention to it and, and <laughs> it's not the attention thing i don't think so because i understand what you're saying where like it almost feels it's like when you're watching time. It exactly. feels like it's moving slower. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, in this scenario, there's just too many other bosses where it would feel like the same thing should happen that Hunlift is doing, but it doesn't. And I don't know. I, I think I've played this game too much to just... I can see slight discrepancies, and that's the one of them. So you'll have to... to I'll keep it. I'll keep a RuneScape notepad. Yeah. Scott, Scott, what about you? Do you have any conspiracy theories? No, not really. I thought it'd come to mind, but I'll let you know. How about uh? How about when you take a break and you come back you get and you're lucky. like more more prone to getting a bigger drop? Absolutely. Yeah, you made a whole hardcore. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe in that. One of the conspiracy. Well, it's not even a conspiracy, but I just feel like what what happens to me. Actually, there, there's a good question as well. I want to I want to ask uh, this next one, but something about like when I get a pet early. Uh, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to get like four pets now. I'm, I'm just going to yep. get like four more pets until I get the thing I actually fucking yeah. want. It happens so often. Yeah. Like I got I, a night. I got my I got my first nightmare pet like six months into the grind. Within the next 12 days, I got three more pets. Yep. Yeah, I only have 13 pets on this account, but I've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten dupe pets. 
in in only 13 i absolutely agree with that one i have i have 32 unique pets and 28 duplicates jesus it's bad i can check a lot of dupes as well though i have like four two a pets two tob Eh, not too many dupes it's like five six dupes and 22 pets like i got two hunlifts four nightmares 10 sirachas two bloodhounds two vedions Two Venonatus, two Vorkies, three fucking pet Dark Cores, two Callisto. Like the three Dark Core and the two Bloodhound are crazy. It's so crazy. Can I say I really hope raids for uh, pet is is like omelet rare. I know people will hate me for saying that. I hate Gosh. how easy it feels to get Tob and Toa pets. Mm. Maybe Toa maybe it's just I agree me. with, but. It doesn't uh-huh. have to be the same mechanic, like roll a purple, and that's the only way you can get a pet. Say, but... If it's a purple version, I'm not yeah. a fan of that, because I think I... that's just so demotivating. <laughs> I don't know a single iron that completed TOA without pet. Like, they got their last purple Bad they man. needed, and they didn't have pet. Oh, did he? Badman went 2,000 for his pet. All right, well, that's that's because he's... Yeah, that's really rare, but you never see that. <laughs> Most people are about yeah. top, right? Yeah, top. Whoa, wait, oh, sorry. Were you saying TOA? Yeah. I was saying TOA. My bad. I think Tob is like in between, right? Isn't it? Yeah, Tob's in between, I feel like. Yeah. No, you're right, though. That is appropriate. Any cosmetics or any like pets, like those pets ultimately should be the rarer, the the rarest thing on a drop table. That's the stuff you go for, like the completionist style. Give us a reason to keep doing fun content. Yeah. You know what the worst? My younger brother got oh, the so top yeah. pet yeah. and the dust and scythe within i think he had done 10 hard modes and like 50 normal tops jesus christ he's got a dusted pet with scythe on his iron <laughs> dude you know what the Absolutely worst insane. thing is is dk's pets yes yep. one in like... 5k and there's three of them <laughs> For like, each of the... oh god dude okay I, i'm not gonna lie like i understand there's already like two caves and you can do some like abuse with that sort of it's but can we just fucking increase like we just have a third cave or something where the they spawn in every 30 seconds instead of i say you just need to 90. decrease the despawn timers i know just make it 30 so seconds because everyone nowadays has this crazy gear and you just sit if you want to do it traditionally where you're just sitting there waiting for the next one like you're literally waiting a full minute sometimes yeah and you can't hop because there's a bunch of fucking whatever they're called spin ellipse or whatever S- yes spin ellipse <laughs> it's the worst that's the most it's the most free combat achievement reward too, just to make a teleport to the Dagonoth Kings. That that I would help know. so much. People and I can't believe in, they haven't done it. People are so into their like never change DKs, like never so like weird. It, this is iconic. Like I understand it's iconic to fucking run a a marathon literally to get. It's there. arguably a worse run than Nightmare, but you don't. Oh do yeah, much. it is worse. <laughs> it is worse. Something to be thankful for, though. Uh, that our Dagonoth Kings don't look like RS3 Dagonoth Kings. Oh, let me if look. If you don't know what they look like, they're so bad. Ca- catch a look really quick. I'll look. They're so bad. It's maybe the worst looking. <laughs> like, it looks like it'd be in like, a Marvel mobile game. For, oh like... my God. What the <laughs> fuck did they do to these? Why is the wiki white? It's just bright as hell. We're in light mode yeah, right so... now. <laughs> Dude, they look like half assed dinosaurs. They look Bro, so Bro, this is the shit where you're like. The, this Thank is God the, we play OSRS. <laughs> yeah, like the, the, these, when I see these, this just reminds me of like new mobile game, Monster Hunter. Exactly. Like, get your free, or get your, you know, like 
night buy your bag of gems to unlock this new monster like oh my god <laughs> cringing out of control those IRL like oh. Raid Shadow Legends ads were <laughs> exactly that. Dude, you remember when those ads got really crazy and they started like adding like these basically like half naked like chick yeah. avatars that would like yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like what the like dude like what I, are I you saw, doing right now? I saw some yeah. theory that that whole thing is a money laundering scheme and they put every single dollar they earn from the game itself into advertisements and they don't like touch the game i, I can't remember where i was reading about this but it was like backed up to a certain extent uh because i wouldn't be surprised i i know everyone gets sponsors and i guess if you guys want to be careful with what you say because you mm -hmm. might get a sponsor that's fine. no 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 i'm, I'm totally I, free to hear this tell me okay i've never seen someone enjoy that game what raid shadow a, legends not a single person uh, and maybe You'd it's be because i don't watch that you would be i don't know, surprised the, the category is like three-fourths people that are on an ad bro they like have they have to play it bro it's literally they, they are making so much bank from that game because you get one oiler that just gets addicted and it's just okay. I'm gonna just it's just like any other credit money. card game yeah. where you just yeah. buy gems or Bro. something. And you have, they they probably do have a shit ton and, of money. Yeah. And and the, <laughs> and the craziest part is is like okay, they did such a good job. Like Raid Shadow Legends in particular did such a good job. They advertised that shit so much that it I'm became saying. a meme yeah. where we would advertise. We're advertising it right now just by talking about it yeah. because of how crazy. Yeah, they go were. play it. But <laughs> but the thing is, there are people that play it. Like Zoe Pancakes plays that game unironically. Oh, I'm sorry, Zoe. Yeah, she actually, and there's like people in my chat that like I I took the sponsorship twice, and literally there are people that still play it like it's on their phone. I'm like, who are you? Like you actually play that? <laughs> like what the fuck? It's speaking, so weird. Speaking of pay to play games, because I know you guys both know what mini clip is because we're playing. Yes, yeah, of course. Did you guys play uh, the first BattleBots game on mini clip? No, no. Yeah, dude. Oh, and, and the people who paid for shit early on, they would get, like, the flamethrower and stuff. It yeah, was yeah. this really it's simple spooky. game. Like, like the simplest polygons ever with these two little, like, they, they look like Tesla Cybertrucks do now. Yeah. You would just drive them around and you try and push each other off this arena or destroy the other bot. And you would get these upgrades. It it would It's like third age on RuneScape if you wanted to upgrade your, your bot, you know, authentically Holy. without paying for it. Uh, but these people would pay for it. And I remember that was the first time I was like, dude, I want to become really good at video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get that flamethrower. Yep. Yeah. I, I had a friend in college that played Clash of Clans. And yep. Yep. It seemed that one like, I can understand more, at least. I, see, I never played it. Um, I played but, that for a long time. Never bought gems, though. Fun game. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, he, he said it was fun enough without playing, or, or sorry, without paying. But in my opinion like as soon as that's introduced it's just it makes me not want to play the game yeah. as soon as there's something that's like pvp sort of ish like we just they have other people competition high scores and then it's yep. to, and then it's all of a sudden it's play to win it's like no nope. yep. or pay to win exactly Jesus. what microtransactions would do to runescape yeah it's just yeah. horrible it if, it if added in that way yeah if they add a squeal of fortune to old school and you can get a third age uh, ancient plate body from a squeal god that'd be so bad yeah, just no, that in, the insta kill darts were what did it for me oh i didn't hear gosh. about those for a long time but you just get these darts that can one hit any boss in the game yeah you just run into necks and one shot it like get an actual loot it's like so a cool dude like 
There's your bot kill on, for Zuck. on PUBG. Like bring in an insta-kill with uh, Dart for Zuck, and then you just finish the wave once you finish the wave. Yeah, that is so <laughs> odd. Yeah, they... uh, that that's easy escape. When people talk about easy escape, that's easy escape. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a good thing. I mean, I'm actually surprised that I, f I feel like people have told me. I'm not positive on this, but RS3's Iron Man is actually pretty non-tainted. Yeah, I've, heard, I've yeah. got a, I've I've got a buddy that is religious with it. He's just recently started playing an old school Iron, but he's mm -hmm. loved it for years. Yeah, that's surprising, and that makes me like the fact that they haven't tainted the RS3 version means like OSR's Iron Man. Like, no way ever will this game mode be tainted in any way. So that's another yeah. reason, you know. I, like Iron Man hits even differently, uh, even more different than like we had already kind of said, like just in comparison to the main man mode, because mains technically there is a way to well, microtransaction. It's just not something that anybody's going to viably do. And it's not like you're getting straight up XP or anything, but yeah, right. But yeah, yeah, for sure. It is nice having this fully like you ass and chair. That's all it is. It's your credit card will not help you in any way. Yeah. Sometimes I can't believe we haven't gotten microtransactions though. It's crazy, With, dude. Like uh, Overwatch, they they gave up like their entire second game just to add a battle pass because they saw all of these other games making incredible money from it, and everyone hated it. But like, at it a certain point, so it's not up money. to these yeah. these devs that we see and love. Like, it cannot be up to them. And I'm amazed that they've been able to like influence people so much to say like, "Hey, your game is gonna die if you do this." No, it's it's actually insane because you know OSRS would still it. be alive. It would still yeah. be fine. It'll lose a lot of players for sure and lose a lot of the community respect because they're so technically it all is money at the end of the day. Like they know they would end up losing money in the long term. Sure. sure. By destroying this because the community would just trash on the game endlessly. Yeah. yeah. It would turn into RS3, what it, what RS3 was like where everybody would just dance game RS3. Like, that was just the meme, you know? Just like, fuck yeah. that game. I mean, that literally stopped people from playing it. I, yeah. If people still had a positive reception toward the game, I probably would have played it. I've never logged into RS3. I've never wanted to. And probably the biggest part of that is because of people's, you know, just the, like the way I've seen the community react to the game. It's just like, this game's dog shit. And that was yeah. the case for so many years. There's just sort of been a revival lately of, over the past couple of years where people are like, oh, R3 is not that bad. But for, for years, sure. it was tainted. Kuna asks, favorite update since you made your Iron Man? Start with Scott. Honestly, I mean, cliche, but TOA. Yeah. I think it just... I mean, it unlocked a lot, and I learned so much from that raid. I think it was just, I mean, it definitely has had its ups and downs and definitely still has places it could improve. Um, but I think overall it was my favorite update. I learned so much from doing that content. Met new people, and yeah, it was, it's a fun raid, especially when you learn a lot about it. I feel like in the beginning it's a very simple raid, and then you keep adding stuff to it, and it obviously makes it more challenging, but find it uh find it more enjoyable that way. I'm going to go with Sepulchre. It's definitely not like the most insane update of all time, but just knowing that skilling could be made really good and seeing that actually happen was pretty cool. So I, I get yeah, excited about good content. Sepulchre is such good content. I wish I wish Marks of Grace would, like, you could get Marks of Grace from there. Please. please. Or just Amulace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, be able to trade give, in give the Marks from there. Yep. Um, Poker is such a good piece of content. It's just like after you finish the ring and finish the log, there's no reason to go back. Besides clues, I, I guess. But, but the clues are I had bad rates. 
Yeah, not I've good been moves. dreading doing agility, and I have done like four levels now at Sepulcher. I I don't think I've thought about my XP once. I'm just having a yeah. good time doing yep. skilling content, yeah, and that's, great that's content. so that's so rare. I don't think there's any other. Maybe like Guardians of the Rift uh, is the only other content that comes to mind for skilling where I'm not actively thinking about my XP uh, 100% of the time. Yeah, yeah, content. that's what that's when you know it's a good update. All right, what about you, Joe? Favorite update? I I think it would have to be either TOA or Desert Treasure 2. Desert Treasure 2 is really good. Uh, yeah. but, but I don't think anything can compare to like being endgame iron when a new raid is released. That's so exciting. Like thinking about like and I didn't get Shadow anywhere close to release. Uh it was on my fifty-third purple. But knowing that like I could be one of the first irons to get a shadow and to try it out and you know make videos about it and stuff, that it's just so exciting and learning all this stuff. Yeah, I don't know about you, Joe, but when I uh when I started two was learning in teams, I I mean I did all my first I think all like two fifty of my normals in the beginning, first few weeks were all in teams. And it was sure. so fun learning that raid on release with people. Yeah. I think it was yep. my honestly top three moments of like just like learning new content because that was the first like big piece of content i learned on release and, and you're uh, not going by guides you are yeah not going by guides i remember going into aqua room with three of my buddies and we went into the mirror room and i still can picture the layout to this day and we were like dude there's no way to solve this <laughs> we, we left the raid and went into a new one because oh, like, no. we're, like there's no way to solve this uh, mirror puzzle and it was just like behind the top one, like one row above it. <laughs> and we were, we were like, dude, no, like once we figured it out, we're like, there, there's no way we didn't see that. Like, <laughs> just so funny. That's funny. Dude, yeah, figuring out all those when... like weird techniques was so fun. So yeah. Cool. Do you remember when Jagex first mentioned that there was going to be a mirror puzzle in Raids Three? Yes. And everyone's mind went to, uh, what's the, what's the quest? Morning's End, yeah, Part Two. Yeah. Dude, I that was the first time I was like, this raid better not fucking suck. That sounds so bad, but it, it's a really good room. It's fun doing it fast in our duos uh, when yeah, we get it good. like optimized. But yeah, I, I think it would have to be TOA. I, I was really pissed I, I wasn't there on the actual release day. It was my girlfriend's brother's wedding. Mm. Uh, and I'll never prioritize IRL over RuneScape again. Um, good. <laughs> no, it was... It was a great piece of content to learn. I really wanted to like figure out one thing that I could call like this was something I discovered in the raid because you don't have that option nowadays, really. Uh, there's highly optimized stuff, but like, good luck trying to figure out a new meta for Tob. I mean, there's there's such a little chance. There's, but yeah, TOA you had so many chances to like discover something. A lot of fun, and I think that's right around when we met Scott. Like it was like half yeah, that was when we started years. like yeah in the middle of it, I think. Yeah. But yeah, as long as you keep up in those invocations, it's still such good content. Yeah. And All I will right. say solo TOA is fun, but I will say Team group TOA is, two is so uh, Teams, man. a lot it's... more reclined and it, it makes the rate a lot and better. And, and they're respectable purples. drop rates. Like you actually right. get more purples if you have a tank going. We were doing those Team people... 405s and you just print Yeah, dude. So good. I still, I still think that eight-man speed time is like the most fun combat achievement out of all of them. I know it sucks getting a group, but man, when you get a group and you're just having fun with everyone, and it's pretty fun, like uh, meta. Go fast there. Mm -hmm. I, I know people will be pissed about this. I think raid should be almost exclusively team content. I like, I like that chambers is way harder to solo. I think that's fine. It wasn't intended to be soloed, but people figured it out. I. I don't know. Something about solo raids uh, just does not feel like it should be that way. 
I, no, I, I mean, love all, having to like find friends and what what yeah, they yeah. what they've done with TOA was perfect. Where like inevitably you kind of want to be in teams because right. you are getting more purples if you have a good yeah. team going. The problem with team chambers is like you're ultimately just trolling. Like you're getting fewer purples and now we're adding more people to your team. Right. And the same thing with top. Like as soon as you're in a five man, it's just like okay, like you're gonna get less splits because you know so and uh ron plays games and i like had him on the cast and we were talking about like because he's really against what they've done with a lot of he wants team-based content to be absolutely incentivized and the way to do that is to not make a hundred man chambers be the most difficult fucking thing in the entire world literally it's like one of the hardest things to do a hundred man cocks like there has never been a hundred man cocks where all hundred people are in the Ulm room. It'd just be the fucking most disgusting thing ever. It'd be so hard. Yep. But if they were to make it so it doesn't scale to the absolute extremes, and when you have a hundred people, you just annihilate Ulm. You'd have some fucking party raids, you know? Just yeah, right. like, <laughs> bro, if I could, and this is kind of selfish as a creator, but like, dude, if I if I had like a Sebe Saturday redeem where it's like, dude, we're gonna fucking send a hundred man cocks and it's actually doable and it's viable and it's fun as hell because you're all just yeah. running in there annihilating things, bro. And you're getting a purple guaranteed every raid and multiple people can get a purple. It's just like, yeah. it'd be fun as hell, dude. So Everybody would want to do team raids. Can you imagine large team Tob? Like more than five men? If, if there was incentive to do it. Dude, that could be so fun. Would be fun. If it actually like scaled well. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would just really like yeah. solos not even being on their agenda. Like, if it happens by accident that people can solo it, fine. I I still think solos at TOA are more are too incentivized. I think it's still really efficient to do solos. I, I don't know the actual numbers, but um, yeah, I would I would want it much more like Tob, if anything. Interesting. I think Toa did it actually really great because you're actually having more fun in teams. And yeah. um, solos, it, I actually don't mind it if you didn't have a team. You're not like, okay, it's not even worth doing solos right now. It's actually kind of cool yeah. that you could. Like solo. you have the option. Yeah, but I definitely like an option. But you're right, and like I'm, I'm generally against scaling in general. Like next, I like because you go into next, and next is what it is every single time, yep. no matter the team size. Yep. If next got rid of null damage. And the starting got rid of null damage and you could skip phases. Like as in like you can you can just keep fucking hitting next. Like as long as you're not on the minion portion. And and so start the boss and not have to wait a minute. Yeah. If if and the if the intro was just instant, like bro, that would be so fun. It spawns or like you can just click start. Mm -hmm. That'd be so fun to do masses, but mass next is like the most troll thing ever. And don't get me wrong, small team next is really fun. And part of the reason it is so fun. Well, one, you have to be a little bit more like in the zone. You got to be doing your thing. But on top of that, you're just getting more purple or more uh, drops because it's obviously more yeah. efficient. So we, we did a lot next. I think that's the first time we played together. Uh, Seder was doing next. Oh, yeah, that might have been. Yeah. Although you had ZCB early and that was my like last drop. I, I don't think I got a single MVP when I did next with you. It was before Fang, too. So it was. Yeah, we. Uh, w- I think you were doing next with me when that MVP bug. Was MVP a thing. bug. And I got like <laughs> sure four was. fucking drops. Yep. Yeah, I just kept getting them. I was like, "What the hell?" Like, okay, I'll take it. I had no idea that it was an MVP. <laughs> <bug>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, uh, wait. So, have you green log next, Joe? Nope. 
Okay. Uh, what are you missing? So I'm at check shards. It's really weird. I got, I still have half of my drops are from masses. And then I went so during that time when I was doing next with you, mm-hmm. I went 1800 trios and duos without a single item on the <laughs> my name. Uh, and I got, so I got two vams, two plate bodies and one plate legs from, from literal release masses. I'm talking like the wow. full 60 man. Wow. And then just didn't get anything from, uh, that's wild. Yeah. It, it was really dumb. So uh, what are you overall? Here? I'm not the, so I'm missing hilt. I'm at, 4,400 shards. I'm missing Hilt and Pet. And I actually... Dude, I went dry for the same item in Leagues that I did in game. I went dry for the Helm. Mm-hmm. I, I was like I was like four times drop rate in Leagues. For yeah, I, I was watching your stream and Scott's doing that. Yeah. And, <laughs> he uh, kept going to the wrong person. Get all your drops yeah, and then I got the Pet in Leagues, uh, too. I was, I was bummed. But I'm kind of excited to have a reason to go back there. It's actually content I kind of yeah. like. And Fang now... Uh, and Missouri too, for that mm-hmm. matter. It's going to be great there. And the quiver coming out soon. Oh, yeah. quiver. I didn't even think better. about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, Wait, I'm, is, yeah. Is range camping going to be, no, there's no way it'd be better than no Fang. No. In big enough teams, like six man is definitely going to be yeah, yeah. annihilating. But yeah, Bruno's Fang is amazing. Gone. Fang is so good. And Void Waker. Um, yeah, 2,700 shards here, fully grained. Yeah, six thousand. That, that MVP bug is working for you. Wait, how much did you have, Scott? I had six thousand two hundred shards missing hilt. <sighs> Jesus, I think that hilt was so nice before I got the plate body. I was like, I, and I just don't even care for it anymore because I'm green logged fard. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, the the and the ancient hilt's gonna get nerfed too. So. Right? Why right. is it getting nerfed? That's so. Is it just a PVP? It's good thing? in PVP, but but even sure. so, like I don't know, man. I feel like if I was a PvPer, I'd be pissed about that because Void Waker is getting nerfed, which maybe is more liked in that community. And Ancient Hilt is getting nerfed. I didn't feel like it was this crazy edge over over any other spec weapon like Claws. It was just a little bit better. Yeah. I think it was just like time to kill is what they said was bad. That people just healed up so much that fights would take longer. I almost wish like they would buff the other God Swords. Well, I'm mainly thinking of the Saradoman God Sword. Like it. I actually miss using the Saradoman Godsword, but Ancient Godsword is just so good. Just if, maybe if the Saradoman Godsword actually like healed more prayer than it does currently, it only heals yeah, it a tiny yeah, little bit. Prayer. If it healed like, yeah, like maybe, maybe triple yeah. what it does, like ooh, double or triple at least. Be nice. Make Ancient Godsword the health one and Sarah uh, Godsword the prayer one. It, yeah, I mean, it would even be cool if yeah, Saradoman Godsword. Well, actually, Only I, I actually do like that it heals HP too. It's just nice that the whole thing is just a recovery spec. But I haven't got yeah. to use it in so long because Ancient Gods were just more DPS. Did you have it with you for your first Infernal Kit? SGS? Was that meta yet? Yeah. Oh yeah, I used. I, I thought that was like essential. <laughs> like, yeah. I literally went <laughs> out of my specs. way to get an SGS. Like I wasn't gonna start the Inferno until I got it. Yeah. I did too. At that and point. I got it. And I got a Tebow Sarah for my hilt. Oh, it was so fun! It was so good. Yeah, yeah that was a. I love the SGS, and I have the ornament kit for it. I love it. I love how. It yeah, works. I have that kit too. So nice. The only thing weird about a god sword is when you're equipping it, your dude like literally stretches. You ever notice that? <laughs> the weird stance change. Yeah. Yeah, like your stance changes, but your dude's like literal face and torso start stretching upward. It's like to make you look like you're breathing hard. It's the weirdest fucking thing ever. I'm gonna actually show it on YouTube's end right now just so they can see what I'm talking about. It's Run, dad. 
it's graphics disgusting. to a pixelated game from mini clip it's like they couldn't just add a breathing effect their art team was so minimal at the time they're like yeah we'll just stretch you <laughs> I'll just make stretch it out i can stretch you out a little bit <laughs> watch this <laughs> you'd see literally see your face just stretching and your arms just stretching upward it's just so odd the actual blade itself stretches too just everything waist up stretches oh interesting it's really weird and the cape starts moving like there's wind all of a sudden <laughs> i do like that cape effect with god swords yeah it is kind of cool just flows in the wind okay um overall thoughts on more iron man catered updates Go ahead, Scott, if you have thoughts. I mean, within what I mean, like within reason, yeah. I mean, I'm all for quality of life updates. I don't think that things should be updated in the game to make it so that it's like, oh, if a like Iron Man's not gonna be able to access it, then like it shouldn't be into the game. Like like I just think that Iron Man updates are great. I just think quality of life ones are like all we need. I mean, certain pieces of content such as like thieving, for example. That obviously, like, nobody likes thieving blood shards. It's just, like, mm-hmm. not a fun activity. But you gotta Especially do it. bots get taken care of, dude. Mains yeah. are not going to have blood shards. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but it's just, like, things like thieving that should have quality of life updates. I think we should have. But, yeah, I don't think they should go overboard on them to make everything accessible for irons. I don't think everything needs to be accessible for irons. Such as, like, clue scrolls from implings, like, being able to catch them that fast or, like, anything like that. But... Yeah, I'm here for quality of life updates for sure. I think there's a limit. And I guess I'm not sure. It's hard to like see which side of this he's on. But I think a lot of people get mad because of the whole you picked this limiting game mode. So you should have to stick with it. But like the games have to progress. It has right. to change. Right. Uh, and I feel like a lot of people are mad from this viewpoint of like, well, you got this update, but I didn't. I don't know how you would like make updates specifically for mains other than like G tax, you know, yeah. item sync, stuff like that to make the economy a little more stable. I, I don't know. I don't think people should be upset over something they don't have. If you don't like it in general as a game update, fine. But yeah, it, I don't know, man. It's like snowboarding and skiers. At the end of the day, we're sliding on snow. I don't really yeah. understand the people who think there's a real rivalry between irons and mains well it's kind of like what we talked about earlier and making like dragon like for example one dragon bone being equal to one dragon arrow tip or something uh like being able to chisel it down and like that wouldn't ruin the economy in any way like if anything especially because like a dragon bone yeah because a dragon bone is more than a dragon arrow and you're just getting rid of them um but like i mean what do i know about the market uh i I haven't i haven't interacted with it But, yeah. but it's just like one of those things that like i don't know i feel like that wouldn't be like the worst thing ever to happen to the game and it wouldn't like ruin metas or anything but there's obviously yeah. an extent we, we don't want yes. a easy escape iron we did pick yeah. this game mode because we like the challenge and we like the reward of getting something ourselves. i like the i don't think of it. yeah i don't think anything that's maybe you guys can remind me i don't think anything that's come out lately has like violated that Scar or been too fine. easy I, I know you think I, I this is one of the things I disagree with you on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I so, so I made <laughs> I made ten Reddit accounts and badmouthed you. Um but that's all behind us. Uh we've that's moved, a joke, we've moved past that. <laughs> that's a joke, by the way, just to be clear. Uh no, I, I like the scar. I don't think it was the solution. I think it's a fine solution. 
yeah, I think it, it should have been more. It should have been more runecrafting themed. It was a really easy way to make skilling more viable, and they kind of missed that. But I think it's better than how we had it before. Is kind of my view on it. Mm. It also allowed me to do a plus five boost for wrath runes because I don't have ninety five runecrafting and get enough wrath runes in one go because that scar essence to do like a million CMs. <laughs> so I'm happy about it. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of problems. There's a lot of negative consequences to it, but with people that are just purely focused on pvm it's like they one they don't even have that mindset most of the time to even care about the balance of skills sure right which yeah. is fair i mean so there's a reason for that skilling is not in a great place but yeah that's something like that i i guess that yeah that is a good argument i can see why that wouldn't just be a oh you got this yeah. and i'm and mad about it I, I can see why people don't like that update at the very least i like it but I yeah can and see if that. there if it was just if it was just until the end of time room crafting will never be updated or have scar essence yeah then i can see that argument like that's that's how i saw most people seeing it as as like room crafting either stays the same until the end of time as we have it now or we introduce the scar essence and there's just so many better ways to go about this that yeah, would have I agree with that. been right. more updates. Yeah, that. it would have taken. I a lot think room crafting is very outdated in general, and I think you've already touched on that. But yeah. it's just they need to make it so that like it makes sense based on your levels, and I feel like that's the same with a lot of skills. And but yeah, as as long as that's not the permanent solution, I'm very happy with it being in the game. I I'm one of those irons though that never has GP, and for me, the most tedious part about buying runes wasn't even like the actual physical interacting with the shops. It was getting enough GP buy runes that i should be able to just make as an iron man when you think mm -hmm. iron man you're like oh you get your own supplies not you get your own gp to buy stuff that's that's mainscape yeah um so yeah i'm i'm like i'm like half and half but i have enjoyed not spending as much time doing that tedious yeah part. yeah yeah. so um in conclusion i don't think there's any been anything insanely yeah. Like, we love Iron Man, we hate mains. Yeah, in but, fact, yeah. I think a lot more people are making mains nowadays with collection log. Uh, I think that gap between irons and mains, it's a lot easier to justify a main and say, I still have the same dopamine getting oh, a yeah. because I needed it. Yeah, collection log already made that gap. And of course, you know, the hard, like you were saying earlier, the hardcore Iron Man hype all ended and people have been going back to main. Bodhi has been a big influence on that as well. And just... It is fun to play a main. Like, it, it actually is. And you yeah. still get all the... You still get most of the dopamine from the collection log. So that's really optimal. Yep. And yep. there's a lot of people that actually do have lives. And they want to <laughs> actually live their life and play this game not nonstop. Ten <laughs> kids. So, ten kids, five jobs. Yeah. Three wives. Yeah, um, yeah if, if there is a, a bad Iron Man update that's catered, I'll try and be the first to be objective about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So just to add on, his last question is, are Iron Man ruining the MMO aspect of the game? I completely disagree. I don't know. Well, well he's well, asking. I, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So no, no, I don't yeah. think so. But I Scott, also disagree because I, I don't know. I think it's, I think the whole, I don't, I, you still play with others, right? I mean, it's still an MMO at the end of the day. We're not completely alone. So, I mean, yeah, we get all our stuff by ourselves, but an MMO at the end of the day right yep we've got clans we've got raids all the new bosses they've been releasing lately for the most part if they're multi-combat you can do them as an iron with mains mm -hmm. that's good uh i like that i i think at some point jagex stopped caring about 
accounts being boostable. That was like the big argument for no multi-combat bosses for irons is, oh, you can boost for them. And like, sure, if people don't want to have fun, they can pay teams to boost bosses. But like, I hope people realize we're playing this game to have fun. Like, if, yeah, right. I've never understood the ping for, for boosts and raids, like to get raid items. But that's a whole nother rant. So yeah, no, that, I, I don't think they're ruining it at all. That rant in particular, the whole like being able to do like a one plus 26 thing and get yeah. items boosted. I'm, I actually am against that. And I understand the argument of like, well, nobody's, nobody's actually going to do that, but people right. do do that. And uh, yeah. that's against the Iron Man spirit, in my opinion. And the thing is, the reason it's, the whole reason it's a problem is because it's a, it's a literal glitch. I mean, you're leaving and the points are still staying. Right. Yeah. So it's not doing the work. Nightmare boosting was a thing too, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was another yeah. similar problem where like, okay, those points should leave, like the, the, you're now like giving somebody free points. You're giving somebody free raids points. You're giving somebody free nightmare percentage. That's where the problem comes in. It's not. So if they were to just yep. fix how that is all, calculated that alone would be fine you do whatever you can do whatever boosts you want in those team content but when the system itself is flawed and it's giving people free points that's the problem the only time i can get behind it is like how lake did it where he is playing for his own hardcore he is doing the harder raid on his main to get a job for a hardcore it's still not how i would do it but like at least you are doing everything yeah i'm still i'm still against that if you're if fair enough if you're paying people to do the most fun content in this game for you, though, that's just weird. <laughs> yeah, and and I and just that's keep in weird. mind, like, I don't blame the player because at no, this no. point in the game, it's, it's, it's just, allowed it's in the game. Yeah. So yeah. if you're gonna allow stuff and you're not gonna have anything, like, that's fine. I would never blame the player. It's literally just I'm talking to Jagex. I'm like, is this what you want in the game, or something where like somebody? grinds a bunch of points even if it is them on a different account like that hardcore didn't earn those points they're funneling into that account like is this is fundamentally flawed in like the the chambers itself needs to be reworked so that points aren't being funneled into other accounts that's yeah yeah. that's the problem with it and chambers was go ahead sorry so so chambers wasn't actually I mean, that was supposed to be a skilling plus PVM minigame. I mean, it used to drop a Dragon Harpoon, and it was meant to be like <laughs> you're going to get points that. from skilling. So ultimately, when people do just fish and they pull purples, like that actually was fundamentally what raids was supposed to be. You sure. were supposed to be skilling right. in it. Yeah. Catching some bats. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think as long as we continue to have solutions that prevent boosting while still letting irons like experience a multi-combat boss with friends that are mains and all that stuff... I, I think nothing is happening to the, the quality of our MMO. I, I think RuneScape's a weird MMORPG to begin with. It's really hard to make certain comparisons like that with like WoW. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, I love the social aspect we have in, in my clan. It's half mains, half irons. You know, we all are in Discord together every day. And I'm well, sure... just the irons are in the Discord, right? No. True. <laughs> the other ones are in a Discord alone. channel below us. Uh, yeah. Just to assert dominance. <laughs> Uh, but no, I yeah, totally. I've never had, and, and it's easier being a streamer. I can sit up here and talk about how easy it is to make friends. But I, I, I do think with a little bit of effort, you can make friends. I mean, just go to four sixteen for a day, and you'll have one out of every five teams that's a good team, and add them and have fun with them. Kind of, kind of deal. Totally. Okay. Uh, Jordan asks, "What is y'all's mindset?" Like, once you hit the drop rate for an item and start to go dry, do you get more invested in wanting that specific item or start to lose interest? 
Scott has more experience with this. <laughs> I say, personally, I gain interest. I just want it even more. It's like one of those things like, I mean, I know like hitting drop rate means nothing because you're obviously at the same rate as you were at 1kc is getting the item. Um, so that's just like not how RNG works. But yeah, it's just one of those things like, like I talked about before. It's like knowing what you're working towards, getting that item, like just wanting it. Like you want nothing besides that item in the moment. You're not going to do anything besides grinding it. Just like keep on going until you get it kind of thing. Yeah. Like Savio was saying, really start imagining scenarios of using it, like his Infernal Cave. Like, Dude, the amount of dreams I had. Oh Dude, you gosh. actually dream in RuneScape. I, 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 I have had dreams I really knew shooting I was a Tebow before I had it. And it was <laughs> vivid dreams. And it's just like I wake up in the morning, check my bank, and well, still I got a Bofa. It's just like... Um, keep doing Chambers. I mean, dude, but Chambers is fun. I, I really did enjoy the grind, and... uh there was nothing better than getting that. I mean, I still remember the, the feeling of getting my Tebow, which just didn't feel real. Yep. Wielding it every right. time. Like you said, like, it, I appreciate it every time I wield it. Like, yep. You appreciate that item when you work so hard for it. It's I think if I was ever going to get demotivated for an item, it would have been Void Waker Blade. Everything bad was happening, and I was still, I don't know if this is a bad quality in me or a good one, but I was still so stubborn about it. I woke up and I did that, and I, like, dealed with the stream snipers yeah. and, and yeah. all that. So I, I I agree. It's it yeah. motivates and, you more, especially uh, as a streamer. Honestly, mine was the same in TOA. When I when I hit drop rate of Shadow, I think at that point I was at like around twenty five hundred combined raids between uh the three without a like mega rare. And it was at that point I was just like, Okay, I'm doing nothing but TOA until I get this and I was doing like ten to fourteen TOAs a day, like four hundreds and just seshing them like get out of the raid and I just go right back in. Like I just didn't take a break. <laughs> And um, then you can start to complain without people getting right. mad at you for saying finally. That, that's actually like a, a light at the end of the tunnel. You can actually complain a little bit and people can be like, oh, you're not even a dropper yet. Well, actually. <laughs> and you just ban them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually. Um, but no. Definitely uh, just to chase the item. I mean, yeah. It's my my feeling. favorite yeah, okay. slightly in, in that topic is when you're dry for something especially as a streamer you're gonna talk about it it doesn't mean you're hating your life or anything but like hey i'm, I'm dry for this and people like take it as this competition and they won't e it won't even have to be about the same item you'll be like oh i went dry for this tebow oh yeah i went dry for my shadow even yeah. more dry than you're going now <laughs> i hate it. it so much with runescape so I, i'm funny. guilty of it too i, oh, yeah. I do it so, you know you hear someone Everyone else you think it. about yourself that's very very natural but yeah. i'm so tired of it at this point too funny. it's all one big competition i've seen some people with some horribly bad luck and it it's a friendly reminder sometimes like i i, I don't yeah. know if you've started Even watching perspective um, i don't know if you guys watch jenna that new uh yeah OSR streamer hardcore iron I, woman jenna's jenna's so nice by the way quick shout out she's amazing and um like she's dry on her tebow and i just i just yep. it, sometimes seeing other people's bad luck it just it's like okay whatever it's you're fun. grinding it's like it's not that big like i don't know i just see people yeah. that are really suffering out there like not having a tebow in 2024 like oh my god like it's just, it's, yeah. it's did you guys grow up hearing "eat your food" because there's children starving in Africa? Yeah, everyone Did heard you guys that. that. Yeah, that yeah. That, that's how that's how we should internalize RuneScape. <laughs> someone's someone's going dry for a Tebow on a hardcore. And the and the craziest thing is like I remember my Iron Man when Curtis was like the inspirational Iron Man. You know, like he was, I mean, goaded. You know, just like his Iron Man was so insane and like. 
you know, he's doing corp on an Ironman. And I just remember thinking, like, bro, like, I would kill for an Ironman like that. Like, that would be so cool. And that was weird. my absolute inspiration. Yeah. yeah. And, like, we all oh, three have, like, insane. gotten, like, surpassed, like, that point. And it's yeah. just, it's funny because, like, you get to a point in your Ironman where, like, you would have, you would have, like, virtually nutted over having an account like this. But it's just, yeah. like, everything, <laughs> is just, it's just, everything's just, like, a slow grind. So you never, like, deeply appreciate, like, what you have. Oh, I yeah. actually... I'm not going to lie. So I, uh, luckily years ago, I had seen other people burn out and like drop all their shit from their Ironman and stuff. And so I was very aware that you have burnouts and you come back and you're more motivated than ever. And the last thing you want to do is do something rash and like drop everything over. Right. So yep. the times when you do come back, when the motivation starts hitting, like I had that like late last year where like I actually yep. started like really like getting cravings for the game again. One yeah. of the nicest things was logging in and just looking at my account, and I'm just like, oh, like I still have everything, like every, you like know, everything yeah, where I like I, I left off. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's all there. It basically feels like a main. I can gear up and like pimped out armor and go do whatever content I wanted to do. And that's like honestly one of the nicest things about Iron Man is like well, getting to that stage. Yeah, and you just, you just talked about that, like getting to the main. Like we're at the part where like like you don't have to keep up resources that much. Like, yeah. It's not like it doesn't feel like a chore to go do stuff besides yep. blood shards. Maybe that's the only thing that feels like a chore to me. Yep. But one thing. I'd say outside of that, like I feel like I'm playing a main for the most part. Yeah. Dude, I, I don't <laughs> even um, do dailies anymore. Me neither. Yeah, I, I don't do them. I can't remember. I don't do like herb runs every day or like on the hour. Like, I, I did a, for a while, I've but herb run in months. I do my birdhouses. Yeah. I try to keep keep consistent with those. I do a bird run yeah. here and there, but just like no, I, you I don't need to. Agree. Yeah. yeah. Did Did anyone else feel really weak? when you'd be on a burnout period and you'd hop on Twitch and Curtis for like the eighth year straight is still just playing as Iron Man every day. Yeah. <laughs> I felt fucking weak, man. I was like, how am I burnt out? Running. And he is not it, just the most consistent guy. But yeah, he was, he was the first ever RuneScape stream I ever watched. And I was like, uh, that's, that's it. I'm going to make an iron. I don't care about hardcore. It's going to be an end game iron with like every item on it. Like this guy's hunting Zami pet. Because he has nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cool though, getting to that point where you're like, you're. Iron. I mean, every point along the way felt good too. So it's not yep. just like for those that are thinking like, oh well, it's pointless until you get oh, to yeah. this point. Like, dude, every little upgrade you get, you're just like, mid game. Yep. Like, I think from the 87 Slayer point on is like, yep. like oh, the 87 Slayer grind is kind of a drag. I will say that is the one thing that's just like. I mean, you got to get through Slayer. You just yeah. do. On the but, other side, I loved Slayer every second. Oh, yeah, Slayer is great. And the hard clues, yeah. it breaks it up. It's a great time. I mean, your whole account progresses so much getting up to that point. Bro. Then once you get yeah. Trident, you get so many upgrades so fast yeah. that, like, you just see progression so much then. Bro, well, when I, nowadays, when I had a Warp Scepter, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. true. Dude, when I, had, when I got Tacits, I got early Tacits at, like, 38 KC. Yep. And I was running around with tacits and a torso and a fire cape and a fucking yep. whip. And I'm like, I'm Absolute fucking giga chatting right now. This is amazing. <laughs> so every little step along the way just feels so good. I mean, getting my first ancestral piece was insane. You know, yep. on an Iron Man, I have an ancestral. Like, holy shit. Yeah. People really gloss over early game, too, that it's not just this like means to get to end game. But you get dopamine every single day early game. You get a new item, a new quest, a new reward, something every single day. And, and you have late collection game, log it, it, too now. Exactly, yeah. And late game, that can take a couple days to get something big. But early game, Even level up really dopamine. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's something I miss. Like being maxed yeah, has I was its gonna perks, say. but like it's, yeah. 
it was it I, I played League pretty recently and the level up dopamine was pretty nice from that. <laughs> you have like your uh your fake level up notifications on, don't you, Scott? Yeah, so, like, I do. When you hit the virtual levels are pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't do that. I've, I never got dopamine from them. I just thought it was annoying. Not dopamine. <laughs> I, nice I, to see. I even. Milestones. I even at one point had the virtual levels on my skill tab just to see. Yeah, I don't like that. I didn't like that either. I just like the clean 99s around. I just have a pop up my chart and I'm like, oh, it's a little bit more XP. How do you guys feel about like giving levels 120 caps like RS3 had? I don't see the point of it. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, I'm actually not fully against that. Um, I just know the community's not for it, so I don't even think about it. I just don't even, fair, like, give fair. it the time of day. And I'm also not, like, I'm indifferent, basically. I'm not what if it was like against it, though. Sailing unlocks the ability to train this past 99 kind of thing. That'd be a little strange, <laughs> I think, <laughs> personally. <laughs> I, you know what one thing I do want, though? And this is going to sound really nerdy, but I wish we had 200 mil capes. And it's no, we definitely should. I agree with that. Yeah, it's just purely cosmetic. So you would just attach it. And um, and then if you had 200 mil all, you would have a slightly different cosmetic max cape. It's On the same topic, do you think we should have a champion's cape? We do have a champion's cape. Oh, champion's I mean, uh, no, uh, completionist cape, sorry. Oh, yeah. So completionist cape, I'm more, I'm actually, I lean more toward no, but ultimately, like when I see graphics on it on Twitter, like little, it, look really nice, it right? looks really clean, but it has to be simple. It can't yes. have anything to do with collection log. I'm just thinking right. quests, combat, combat tasks, achievements. combat achievements, all emotes, all music tracks, and right. Zuckhelm. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah that is the combat and being maxed. Yeah. And and like that's the extent of it. So it's like you just have done all the basics and now you have a cause purely cosmetic enhanced max cape or something. Or maybe it has like one more teleport on it. But the last thing I want it to do is like effect where like every single update comes out and you're just like, oh, time to go fucking try to get my collection or my, my right. completionist cape back. Man, it was bullshit. Yeah. If, if that's going to keep happening with and and I know it's how everything works. It's how quest cape works. It's how achievements. Well, I guess not really, but achievement really diaries did it perfect, in my opinion. Thank God. Yeah, you just yeah. do it once, you're done. I wish yeah. CAs had been that way, but I know you can't. I just, at the very least, I want updating rewards with Suckhelm. Say, hey, if you get this tier with yes. this update, like when we get Desert Treasure Two, you get that Dagnoth King's teleport. That would be so. You're so right. That's the way to do it. Instead of just being like, you want to get your shit back. All right now you same can up, yeah. same rewards, but you have to do four more bosses. Yeah. Make the gommel section a lucky penny and just be like a thing. Like don't make us like have to wear. Dude, it. why does the it's penny so not work too. on Blood Fury? It's the one thing That's it should work weapons. on, and it doesn't. And rev exactly. weapons. And rev, yeah. Oh, does it not work on rev weapons? Like, nope. What the fuck is the point of that penny? It doesn't work on anything you know, actually useful. Funny, only it works. I use it at uh, pickpocketing virus because it works for. Dodging yeah, it works on jewelry. <laughs> it works on like games necklaces, like oh, too. I, I got like mildly excited when i figured that out <laughs> yeah that's pretty mild yeah <laughs> post that Very to mild. subreddit mildly interesting <laughs> there, there should be a runescape mildly interesting fucking subreddit i guess we already get enough looks of that. nice dude speaking of like that wiki twitter page that like pulls up like weird facts bro there's some that's weird so cool. ass shit in this game yeah oh yeah. it really is like the gorax i, I love 
Dude, Easter eggs Sable like that. Sable, yeah. I, I hope they can make sailing intricate where people are finding stuff out about it for like years to come. That it's not just all on the table right away. I love little stuff like that. Uh, especially if it has a use. Mm-hmm. It, it'd be so cool. Dude, do you see that guy that was like searching um, drawers or crates or something and you can just eventually get like a red topaz? Yeah. Other yeah. yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's and really then, cool. I don't know. In the last couple of years, the guy got the first Onyx from yeah. gem bags. And that that was so sick. It's like, wow, what, who who knows what other stuff is in the game like this? Yeah, one in a hundred million. Is that what it is? Yeah, but it's technically one point two, one in two point five million because it's like yeah, forty gems. Yeah. There was a a uh, CS:GO gun that was a one in was it seventy seven million, and it's going for like one million dollars right now. <laughs> It's just pulled for what? the first time, like people. Yeah, and I was thinking about that. It made me think about RuneScape. I was like, dude, people definitely have better RNG than that. <laughs> and we're not getting that. Not that I support real world trade in any uh, sense, but yeah. I think I think one of the most exciting things um, when it comes to luck in this game is thinking about the most disgusting clue you could possibly get because you have multiple roles going. You could technically get a clue. That's all there's a age. double third age. There was a double third age I've seen. Yeah, yeah. At one point. Yeah, there was actually two double third ages I've seen. One was from a mimic, or one of the one of the drops was from the mimic itself. But one of them was that thing I retweeted years ago of the guy getting two third age from a hard casket. Yeah, that's Holy. just absurd. Yeah, that's so rare. Elites are better rate for third age now, right? They change that. Then hards barely. Yeah, they're one in one in twenty nine thirty two, and hards are thirty two fifty. I mean, that was a needed update, even if it's not super uh, significant. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I I still just wish elites had a slightly higher mimic rate. It's one in thirty five, where masters is one in fifteen. I really think that the elite should be one in twenty five. Because the first bingo we hosted, I put. Uh, kill a mimic as like a really easy tile and people got so pissed i, I did not realize how long it could take people to get a mimic <laughs> that <laughs> people that don't do clue scrolls were taking like three days to get this mimic and yeah, I, I felt bad it's funny yeah there's like people that go like 80 clues dry for their first mimic soundtrack it's like the worst grind in their life and i'm like bro i've done yeah. this shit like 80 <laughs> times almost yeah right. <laughs> he's, all, he's still on bring up third age right no 2x rate no dang, dang. Yeah, do you, you think there should coins? be a uh, do you think there should be a mimic transmog for bloodhound pet yes of Ooh. course there should i'd never heard that be before one. that's uh, be so sweet objectively bloodhound pet oh I'm sorry bloodhound everyone pet better. It, it's ugly sorry i'm whoa, gonna say whoa, whoa. It. it's it's so rare it's so cool <laughs> i'd love to have it it's ugly Off, sorry I disagree on that <laughs> it, its tongue looks like the bloodhounds or not the bloodhounds it is the, the blood, uh, blood velds <laughs> it, it oh, looks like the blood velds that's funny it's still bumping yeah um sorry sorry i know you guys are upset now well they're called santa pigs during christmas all the blood belts have santa hats i call them santa pigs <laughs> so cute they're so festive i love ho- i love yeah. the holidays uh on runescape i love yeah, that they still keep, that, keep that shit up that is a primal nostalgia feeling when you log in and it's a holiday event going, especially Christmas. Mm-hmm. It, it's oh, that yeah. meme that gets posted, like you just walked home from school, like it's the RuneScape Load Christmas up RuneScape event. and you're in Fowdor. <laughs> hot, hot cocoa, yeah. Bro, as a kid, those holiday events slapped. As an adult, get, I've gotten yeah. so apathetic toward them. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. 
I still like the hollow. I, I still like the, the festivities, like all the the pets and the bosses have like a little festive stuff. But the actual event itself, I always ignore it at this point. I'm so bad at just like I haven't caring. done them yet. I didn't yep. do the one this year. <laughs> I know I didn't get the fucking music track. So now, I mean, yes, I, I still got to use my music tape, but. <laughs> it's just like trimmed, right? If you get the holiday ones. Yeah. I mean, I never wear the cape. So technically it's still trimmed in my inventory, I think. Is it? I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, that's I weird. I don't think you need the holiday ones to trim it. Oh, then what is that for? I think I that's just trim. like you have a achievement diary no, as well. I, I, think it's, I think it's trimming it, isn't it? I thought it I was trimming it. Trim I'm about to go check. But you're right. My thing is still trimmed. I think we have the best wiki out of any <gasps> No, I untrimmed it. Now I can't trim it. No. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Our plan worked. Oh, God. It's gem. over. It's a chance. <laughs> it's so over. And my, my achievement diary cape is still... Wait, it, can this one trim? Because this one's already untrimmed. Okay. The achievement diary can still trim. Just the music. God damn it. Fuck off. <laughs> I have to wait a year. Oh, Actually, no. though, a year. <laughs> yeah, we got him. Yeah, you fucking got me. God damn it! That's crazy, <laughs> though. It's still trimmed. I wonder if I could have worn it like that. I probably could have because don't they just normally come untrimmed? Like as soon as, or maybe I don't. I should have tried to wear it at first. God damn it! Rip. <laughs> Didn't try it. All I remember when I think of that is uh, on my main when I got my first 99 people said to do that drop trick with a telegrab and a world hop to get oh, it untrimmed yeah. and I, I fucked it up and I was so upset and then I realized it really doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> nobody gives At a fuck yeah. no <laughs> I mean it would I, I wouldn't I mean I don't know there there are some people that really take that shit seriously so I don't want to devalue theirs but like I wouldn't even be against untrimmed like Slayer is cool I like that one yeah I mean I still don't care but yeah it's just <laughs> they care so I'll, I'll, I'll show that I care <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just don't really. Um, Hugh Jass asks, "Is that dog going to be on the cast as well?" She she's usually in this room or with Allie. I've finally gotten to the point where she like I'm I'm an actual person to her. She would always just go to Allie if it was me or her. She'd be with Allie. Uh, but like in, during the morning, she'll like stay asleep with me instead of Aww. out with Allie. She was gonna be in the room, but she gets really defensive and she barks, and I didn't uh, I didn't think people wanted to hear that. So very, no, very sorry, but we've got some clips. I I can't remember what drop I got recently. She was on the chair next to me, and she like visibly got excited for me. I swear, <laughs> she like perked Aww. up. She's on the camera. Yeah, she's a cutie. One one of our three dogs and three cats, by the way. I'm allergic to cats. I I find cats so cute. I just guess what? <laughs> I am too. Really? Allie had three cats when we met. I have had to just I just the prescription allergy meds. Uh, Is it working? Always. Enough? How bad do you hate waking up knowing you rubbed your eye until it's like bled? Because if you don't like that, then I would not say <laughs> it's worked Ooh, well I'm enough. So sorry. Yeah, but no, that, there's no way me. she's getting rid of her cats, and I would never ask her to. And they're they're great to have around. They're so cute. There's yeah. a clip of Oakley just like biting me while I was streaming, and it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> so there's there's like some like thing you can do where you can like like it's like a process over like six months or something where you can just like be immune to your allergies of cats. I don't know what the thing's called exactly. There's like some. There's for me, it's just certain cats I end up building uh, an immunity towards, and mm. certain cats I don't. Like her, two of them, I really I could pet them and not be too worse okay. for wear. I've, I've allergy induced asthma too. 
Uh, so as a kid, I couldn't even be around him. Like I couldn't stay over at any friends that had cats. That's gotten better. That's um, good. But her one cat, Oakley, I am like deathly allergic to still. Uh, and he's the one that loves being in here and loves like biting me when I'm not petting him. But you have prescription um, medication. Hopefully that does enough to not make you yeah. want to die. Yeah, because for me, like I'll stop, every night. I'll like stop being able to breathe. I went over to yep. a friend's house after playing with cats. The, the oh. friend I stayed over at didn't even have the cats. I, I went over to another person's house, had a bunch of cats, went over to my other friend's house, and I, I couldn't even breathe. Like, I was just like, <gasps> like yeah. fucking yeah. Give, send me to a hospital. It does get better. It does get better. Okay, that's good. So, um, no, no dog on the cast, but she'll be on, on the stream here and there. All right. And by the way, guys, for those listening, down in the description, we're going to have Joe's and Scott's uh, socials, their Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. So, go to, wait, wait, Joe, do you have a, you both have YouTubes, right? Now? Yeah, yeah. I, I had been going. We're, we both started, believe it or not, at the same time. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. I'll have both both of our first videos was a bank, bank video. video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it's the Scott effect, man. Yeah. Everything. Scott effect. Uh, I've been going really hard with it lately. Uh, I've been doing like shorts. I did a perfect top. Like it's not a guide as much of a as a playthrough, but I did it recently to help friends and been doing my PBs. Like I got a almost a sub twenty eight solo CM. So doing videos on that. Very very nice. Yeah, and I'm I'm more so just posting like Iron Man completionist type videos. So uh, taking a part in like friend and Creole how they do style and videos and just doing like clog and uh, pet hunting stuff. So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to watch those. Same. I love those. Should be a good time. Okay. Please ask. Okay. There's actually two I'm going to cover. Michael Taylor's and Kez. Sure. And they say, please ask the following question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question <laughs> mark. And the exclamation, 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 exclamation in the clan chat or in the Twitch. So I'll let Joe go first about the exclamation point. Sure. Uh, I... You can't take credit for anything nowadays. I, I know that I like arrived at this independently. I think it was internalized from Pokemon games as a kid uh, where, you know, when you like some a battle of person sees you and the exclamation mark yep. pops above their head, like they're mm. startled. And that's all it means. One day I was getting tired of seeing all the GZs. So I just like started spamming exclamation points when people would get stuff. And it caught on with my clan super fast. Everyone started doing it. And I, you know, I'm sure I was not the only one to do this. But I've started seeing it fucking everywhere now. Uh, I, I like it a lot more than the Gratzes, too. I don't know. Gratz started to seem so, like, ingenuine. but yeah, Or dis disgenuine. It, it's too basic. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love it. And then Scott knows about the exclamation. I, I got introduced to the exclamation marks from Scott Stream and Kez. No, no question marks, I mean, and I mean, the only reason I know Kez does them is because he just wanted to be different from you doing the question mark or the exclamation points. <laughs> oh, is that it? Is that why it started? I, that's all I know. I mean, dude, I, I, I thought it was a way to like shit on people like Scott no, would like die I'm... at Akka and Kez would spam question marks. Dude, no, that's all I know. I mean, it was so funny to me. Kez just anytime Kez sees me, he just fans question marks. I really don't understand. So for me, it was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" That's like what that <laughs> meant. Those question marks, like, "What are you doing?" Probably at the start, <laughs> but yeah, at this point, he just does it every time he sees me. <laughs> I love it though. It's yeah, so, that's good. It's, it's good. so funny because the question marks. Like, I was just thinking of Basilogus, uh or Domos on Twitch, um, like rank two, I guess, collection log. Yeah, but yeah. he he came in like back in June, 
and like I had my starting stream up, so I'd been live for like a minute. He just comes in and question marks me. <laughs> I banned him, and he was banned for like eight months. I had no idea. So like he starts streaming after that, and I'm like popping into his stream, just acting like his good old pal, and he just knows he's permed in my stream, and I had no idea. I just fucking so all of a sudden I was like, oh, somebody told me you've been permed in my stream for the past eight That's months. Like so funny. yeah. I never told you. I was just, I just thought you wanted me banned. I'm like, no, dude, like Jesus Christ. But honestly, I think that started when I invited like Kez and Previn and all them to the clan. Yeah, and then, uh, no, and they joined the clan for the first time and they, uh, they, you guys were all typing exclamation points whenever someone got something and he just started typing question marks. Gotcha. Okay. The first time I but, saw yeah. it from him was definitely in TOA. Oh, and it okay. was, we, yeah. we were doing like those eight man 400s for oh, fives yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Those are a good time. I love it though. It's it's a very like stylized thing for our clan. Just everyone does it now. Nice. I remember when I was in Olympus, we it caught on very very quickly. But like the whole clan chat's like dead because everyone's like skilling and doing their own shit. Right. So like nobody ever really talks that much unless something's like actually relevant. Um, but whenever like Jagex would, and they used to spam these. Like whenever there was like some new poll running or a Twitch stream or whatever the hell was going on, the dead man stuff was going on at the time. I remember, and you, they'd have those little in-game updates right where your messages are supposed to be. Yeah. And every time they popped up, every single person in the clan chat would just type "space enter." <laughs> it's just like this huge <laughs> wall of just spaces. Like nobody gave a fuck, and it was like, and and like throughout the dead man, there was like eight notifications or some That's shit so every good. single time everyone tried to be the first person to space enter so <laughs> funny like i i thought i would be first you know like i would type space enter you know how there's like a tick delay tick. all yeah. of a sudden there's like eight other yep. people that did it right a tick before me i'm like god damn it i thought i had that it's it's such a good community game i feel like because it's so laid back with so many things that we do like wood cutting right now i could just chill and talk to my clan for such a long time mm -hmm. it, it's such like a fun community thing i've actually met up with i don't know like four people now just meeting oh, them wow. online. i know you have too my first subscriber ever on twitch uh he plays runescape now we met on Fortnite. he we were in a 1v1 for the win and this was like season zero and he sniped my foot underneath an rv to kill me holy and win the game. i i reported him for cheating because i was like <laughs> i thought he had walled i thought he'd like gotten it through the rv i yeah. reported him for cheating i messaged him like dude you suck he messaged back he sent me his video clip we like bonded he subscribed to me when i first got the sub button oh shit uh, couple of years ago went out to utah where they live and like skied with them got dinner with them and he actually just had his first kid wow um, like, two days ago yeah it's pretty See, cool that's, that's on, tons of people about. like that that's what yeah, it's, it's so about. easy to build a community are, are you guys going to runefest man i'm torn <sighs> no, so, yes, you guys gotta come so i'm currently jobless i'm looking for a job right now i actually just got an umpiring job that's starting soon but looking oh, for something else but if i can uh I can make some side money i'm gonna try to but if, if we did i think it would be like with our clan like scott and i get airbnb and whoever else yeah, wants to absolutely do it that for, for me so it's I, I travel all winter with ali we we went to colorado last week and we're going to california for like two weeks and in two weeks uh so i definitely like, would like to all the extra money we have i just spend in the winter to ski mm. um but but i RuneFest appeals to me 10 times more than TwitchCon does. Like, Same. it'd be so cool. Yeah. It's just a bigger trip is the thing. Yeah, it's it's going to be expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd, I'd love to. And if it's ever, like, 
very feasible absolutely uh, my irl buddy that plays runescape uh has really wanted to go to that with me too yeah it's definitely something like you gotta go to at least once i feel like yeah. us being I, the gamers we are like we have to go right? yeah i feel like i have yeah. to go to one especially with how invested i am in this game and i feel like right this would be the year if i was bro going to, so. you gotta go you gotta I'm i hope, try I hope it works out but i need i need to make plans if i'm going to yeah. but like plan it all out yeah. yeah did you already like get plane tickets and stuff i haven't no i'm, I'm, I'm okay. one of those people that like figures everything out like two months before and starts stressing the fuck out but yeah <laughs> right <laughs> I'm just one of those. I'm I'm holding yeah. on. Well, I, I'm also holding on to a tiny little bit of hope that I get like some stuff paid for from Jagex, but I highly doubt it. So we'll see. That'd be cool though, like like for one of their events kind of thing, because that, well, that does happen. Yeah. Well, in the content creator Discord, they were like, "Hey, like RuneFest is coming up. Here's the dates when they announced it and stuff." And then they're like, "Well, you're all gonna get free RuneFest tickets, which is nice." And then yeah, sick. they're like, we're figuring out, you know, if we can pay for people's expenses and they're basically like, don't plan on it or anything, but I don't know, like, they're probably thinking of like that, Settled that, and Bodie and all these other people that like, can all I don't be. know though. This is, this is like the RuneScape podcast. I mean, that's, uh, that's what I would hope, but it will, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. Don't worry. Don't worry. Now that Scott and I were on it, I think it's a, it's a free ride. For, definitely for sure go. now. Yeah, we finally got you boys on it. Gotta get some more J mods on it. Some like higher ups, like hey, <laughs> yeah, get get like ten of them on yeah, the next yeah, cast all together. <laughs> all right. Um, Previn asks, can you guys explain how to fix TOA as a whole, or is that even possible? I feel like maybe the entire raid should just be deleted from the game. Is there anything even good about that place? Some guy in game with Anku socks and Blorva named Money Five Hundreds really gets on my nerves. <laughs> So that would be my alt, yes, money five hundred. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, no. It's 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 money three ninety fives, bro. That's oh right, right, right. money three nine fives. he's just uh, no. I enjoy TOA. I, there's definitely things they can fix about it for sure. Um, and I will say, pre shadow is not as good as post shadow. It's just got a something you got to deal with. And I think Joe and I both can to uh, attest to that. But no, it's a it's a fun raid. It is. Once you uh, get past Baba, I'm telling you, man, doing duo 500s before Shadow and just your duo partner has a Shadow for Akka, it was so much fun. Oh, that, that's like how I did that. the last 30% of that grind. And you die occasionally, but just having that challenge and like it feeling like a hard raid is everything. I will meet Previn halfway, though. I'll delete part of TOA, and that's just Lightbearer. <laughs> okay. Previn, you got it. Don't de iron. We believe in you, Previn. All right. Tactical Turkey, who is your brother, correct? Correct. Yep. Two years younger. Oh, yeah. He uh, asks, who slash what have been some of your biggest inspirations, both in OSRS community and outside of it? And then, well, here, I'll, I'll, let's, let's cover this question first. Actually, the last one he is, sure. if you both, but mainly Joe, had to pick one favorite brother, which one would it be and why? <laughs> be specific. <laughs> I'll let you go, well, Joe, first, and then I'll have you answer the other one. So he's my younger brother. My older brother has 600,000 subs on YouTube, so I'm feeling like I might have to suck up to him a little more. Uh, <laughs> now, in all seriousness, though, even my older brother, four years older, played RuneScape as a kid. Uh, and he's so work-oriented right now. He does. He, he told us this last that we were just out visiting him. And he was like, I can't even like touch video games because I know I would just play them instead of doing things in real life. 
That's and so I'd never funny. heard him say that before, but I have a vivid memory of him. Not Dragon Slayer completed, but he had the full room with the chain body and the room to rage, and he just like walked around with that. And I thought, man, he is so cool. Uh, but Max and I, or Turkey, uh, were very, very close growing up, and we, we just did like everything together. So, hell yeah. Fine, Max, you win. All right. And then, uh, what if, who, we'll, we'll focus on who. Who have been your biggest inspirations, both in OSRS and outside of it? Go ahead, Scott. Uh, outside of it, definitely my dad. I mean, all throughout my life, my dad was my biggest inspiration, just throughout sports and everything. Um, RuneScape related, uh, like both of you, I started my account because of Curtis. Uh, and then, honestly, my one of my bigger inspirations was actually Seder. Uh, with clue scrolls and all that, when I got into clue scrolls and wanting Bloodhound, I was like actually big focusing on watching you and seeing how you did clues and optimizing because you've always just been so efficient whenever you do play. And I've just always liked that and I've kind of tried to mimic it myself. So it's been cool trying to do it. I appreciate that. Thank you. All uh, right, Joe. For me, in, in real life uh, inspirations, definitely my grandpa. He, he passed during COVID when I was taking care of him, but he's mm. amazing. And he was, uh, yeah, just, just everything you want to be for RuneScape. Uh, yeah, I mean, the first time I really was like, I'm going to get into this game and into Endgame was definitely Curtis. One of the first things I remember him doing was, I think he was doing like duo chambers with Mammal when it released. And the way, because no one knew what the fuck they were doing in that raid. So it seemed really hard the way they were doing it. Um, <laughs> probably but was. Yeah, that, yeah, it probably was. Ulm was just hitting you every every four ticks. <laughs> uh, so yeah, definitely definitely him as a, a big inspiration. Very nice. Um. I guess we'll just kind of continue that, actually. If you guys have uh, shout-outs to give, maybe three shout-outs from each of you, maybe maybe one of them, one or two has already been used, but I'll let you guys just give some further shout-outs as we kind of wrap things up. So, uh, Joe, I'll have you actually start. Sure. Um, someone like you, I've, I've only been watching recently, uh, Jenna. I, I swear her clicks are better than 90% of RuneScape streamers, even <laughs> even more. Definitely better than mine. And just a very chill, uh, fun person to watch. Uh, she's been fun. I'm sure this is on Scott's list too, but uh, our friend Tweaky, he is another Zuck Helm Iron, just like us. And uh, the guy is an absolute grinder and very, very laid back. And just, we did the last bingo with him and he's just like never, uh, not a fun person to be around. And he's been streaming a lot. I fucking love Tweaky. Oh man, Tweaky is amazing. Uh, third shout out, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and get a friend sorry i'm gonna have two more okay i have a friend elite bearded uh, oh i thought you said a friend <laughs> like, no, okay. I, I have a friend uh at least one i hope uh but elite bearded he was a big Fortnite streamer that's how we met he's been playing he's like partnered on twitch and everything but he hasn't been streaming it and he's been playing a hardcore he got his tebow like three days ago on his hardcore and he was making progress videos on youtube and then kind of stopped because he thought no one wanted to watch it so He's very entertaining, and I hope he keeps making videos and streaming it. And then another friend from Fortnite is a Jewish Lewish guy. is an absolute gamer and also starting to get into, like, RuneScape streaming on his uh, on his iron. Got his Infernal Cape, his first ever Zuck. I was coaching him recently, and it was his first ever one, and he breezed through it. Wow. And, of course, Scott. Scott is a... Is a <laughs> if he wasn't on the cast, that would have been my first one, just to be clear. <laughs> okay. Scott. Um, 
Yeah, my three. Uh, definitely my boy Terpy. Uh, he has been there since day one of me streaming. He uh, has been a true homie. He's been subbed to me. I think ever since I started streaming. I think he's one of my ten founders and been there since day one. Super entertaining streamer as well. Uh, also Iron Rhapsody is another homie. Uh, been there since day one. Um, God, they've just both been there since like when I started streaming. Just watch me all the time. Some great friends. And then the final one i'm gonna include purity and marrow in the same one but they've uh both been supporting me for i don't even know how long but been really great people just to be able to talk to about runescape and irl stuff and just be able to like talk to them about whatever and be able to solve my problems so big shout out to them that's such a good shout out purity and maru are just fucking like they're just gems legends actual Absolute gems. Legends. yeah legends can I, can I squeeze in here for two more things really quick? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Thank you for the go. cast. <laughs> go. Go. Two non-streamers, uh, but have been like two of my best RuneScape friends, uh, Noms, or he goes by DBZU now. Dude, that guy, I've never hit him up for a combat achievement help, even if I'm helping someone else and have him say no. He's just always gaming, always helping. Taught me Tob when I had a Rune crossbow and a Dragon Sim on this account. And just like, he dealt with me uh, smuggling out 12 staminas every raid big legend and then uh someone that i'm sure scott would shout out to is uh slay mellow he's uh, a great guy irl pilot too so if we do go to room fest we might be in his plane I'd be careful uh, about but... that <laughs> scaper driving your riding your plane around like i don't know about that man we'll, we'll be okay with the okay. efficiency doing redwoods on the side kind of thing you know <laughs> no he is he is a legend super good friend one of those people that you know you're gonna like meet IRL one day. But yeah, that that's it for me. They just didn't stream, so they didn't come to mind. But mm, very big cool. legends. Awesome. Great shout outs, guys. And great cast. Five hours. Can you believe that? Yeah, not thanks for having yet. us. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Yeah, this appreciate is appreciate it. Actually really, really fun. This is uh there's some casts that feel a little bit like I'm I'm on edge. You know, I wanna like say everything right and i want to like you know keep my <laughs> right he's the first time talking to a you know a new guest and but this one is really really cozy and chill so i appreciate you guys' time tonight and as i said earlier guys down in the description go follow scott and joe on their twitch youtube and twitter and also if you guys want to support the cast there's a patreon link and a youtube membership link where you get your name on the title screen and let's see oh next this upcoming friday we're gonna have saxer pillar on the cast who is oh, the first yeah. solo nexer in game well i guess technically second but first he came up update. with the aka butterfly too that was him i believe a literal gamer and he helped me or not helped just did my cas toward the end which is very <laughs> <laughs> which was very sweet of him uh so yeah shout out and i'm excited to talk to him and then we're also going to be getting noob type on the cast Ooh, holy the next week so it should be some great casts coming up so i'm excited for those but anyway that guys thank you for all listening and we'll catch you in the next one thanks again scott and joe appreciate you dude 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.